0: Welcome to a very special episode of Game Face here on Sifted Games at Sifted.net. I have my old friend and a great friend, Brandon Jones from Easy Allies, is here with us today. Uh, Matt is out shooting his film, actually two films, so he couldn't be here today. Woo!
1: Yeah. What's his role in the sh- on the shoot?
0: Uh, he His role is the person who's financing the films. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good role to be on when you're on a film set. Not a good role. When everything that happens, acids, man. E- like. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's out pretty much this whole week uh, working on that stuff, um, and it is just a perfect opportunity to bring Brandon in. Now, here's something I want to bring up that I don't think Brandon even realizes: is that technically this is kind of Game Face episode 200. No. Oh! Like a landmark episode. We we so actually technically
1: there's some well, extra, some but
0: extra episodes well here here well there have been tons of extra episodes. Right. This should have been 200, but because Matt's out, we couldn't do it. But also, we're relaunching um. Sifted next Tuesday. Uh, the site has been completely redesigned and redone. Uh, we're launching a bunch of brand new shows uh, on next Tuesday, uh, and a bunch of other surprises are coming as well. And we wanted that to coincide with episode 200, Sifted 2.0 episode 200. It was just. Perfect synergy. Right. Um, and when Matt said he couldn't make it in, I'm like, well, that's actually kind of perfect because I can bring in someone like Jones. And this is kind of like a celebratory 200 for me. To it's re- the
1: rehearsal for the 200th episode. <laughs> if we get it right today, then you're set. You're good. You get, this is the last chance you can get, to get all of yeah. the you know 1 to 199 you know, issues yeah. out of the way.
0: It, it just feels good to do a landmark episode with someone I care a lot about and someone I respect a ton. Um, someone I worked with for many years. We had a lot of amazing victories together throughout our years at game trailers. So to me, this is kind of the perfect way to kind of put a cap on the first era of Sifted and then transition into the next one. Um, anyway, I am Shane Satterfield. You can find me on Twitter at Dinfire. And this is Brandon Jones on Twitter. You can find him at Trailer Jones. Uh, this is Sifted. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Um, obviously, if you are a patron to the site, you get access early. Uh, There is one new thing that we're changing, though, going forward for Sifted 2.0, and that is people who subscribe to us via Twitch Prime now have early access to Pactor Factor. So before that was held behind a tier on our Patreon, and uh, now we're allowing people, and a lot of it had to do with the the way Twitch was set up. It's finally in a place where you can actually put stuff behind a paywall for your Twitch Prime subscribers. So. Pactor Factor. Uh, for those of you who are just subscribing via Twitch Prime, you can actually access the brand new episode that went up yesterday right now on our Twitch channel. So, Brandon, again, an honor to have you here oh, on thanks. the show, man. It's great to be able to talk games with you.
1: Um, this is not. Well, it was funny that what you said was downright poetic. You know, I'm just like, dude, I'm here to talk about dreams and like, <laughs> the MPD. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, he didn't. He didn't know it's like, gonna come out. What's going on? <laughs>
0: Yeah, he did not know beforehand that this was kind of a landmark show for us. Um, it's great. Yeah, and this show is going to be a little different because Brandon is here, and Brandon and I worked together for so long and have so much history together. I don't want to talk about a bunch of recent kind of topical stories that are making the rounds. One, because there aren't any. <laughs> There's not a ton, yeah. I, I mean, things are really... The last week was... Uh, r- was uh, I'm r- covering
1: r- for Kyle on the podcast for the first time ever, actually, and we just crossed 200 as well, and uh, it's... Um, Yeah, it was like the top of the the news thing. He was like, it's rough rough this week, Jones. Yeah, here you go.
0: So, what we're going to do instead, and we are going to talk, as Jones mentioned, we're going to talk about dreams because you've been playing it and I've been playing it. And we are going to talk about the MPD report from January, but probably a lot of that discussion will extrapolate those numbers out kind of into the transition from generation eight to generation nine. But for the most part, this show is going to be Jones and I talking about the big stuff in the games industry, the stuff that will be important. Ten months from now, it's not just important today, um, and so we want to kind of take a two hundred foot view of the gaming industry for this very special episode today. Uh, and I can't think of a better person to have along beside me for it. 200 so
1: foot two hundred episode. <laughs> you did there. Nice.
0: Yep. So let's get on with the show. I actually want to kick things off by talking to you about Easy Allies. Cool. Um, Obviously, I think we have a good bit of crossover
1: between our audiences. You also have to stop getting me to talk about Easy Allies too. So (laughs) good luck.
0: Yeah, I I think we have a good bit of crossover. I would say probably eighty percent of our users are your patrons, but I would say probably about one percent of your users are our patrons. But still, there's crossover there. So, um, a lot of people either follow Easy Allies or they're Mm. here because of game trailers. and so I wanted to get people up to speed on what exactly is happening at Easy Allies. I know you guys just moved – well, not just. It's been a while now. But you guys just got a studio. Just
1: turned one, yeah. We yeah, are, we it's got just like the a, end of January that we kicked your, that off. Your so. anniversary.
0: Yeah. Uh, first of all, maybe you should talk about what having the studio has afforded you guys to be able to do that you couldn't do before.
1: Um, it's interesting because the studio really changed like our brains in terms of like how the company works as well. Because one of the things that we've had to like come to terms with is – We're, you know, when we're covering games, when we're doing so much writing, when, you know, in 2020, when even in 2019, 2016, when we started, like you have Slack, which has been, you know, amazing. You have uh, even like passing videos around through YouTube or just through something like Google Drive. It's like we discovered so many services. We're like, okay, we don't need to get together at the studio. And so, when we actually shoot, because we've started out in my garage, it's like, when we actually meet together, let's make sure it counts. Like, right. let's make sure we can shoot a couple things at once, or, you know, if, if all of us are driving from potentially, you know, like, down as south as Long Beach or up as north, you know, like, you know, on the five freeway and keep going, like, all, you know, congregating, it was like, we should really make our time valuable. And then now that we're in the studio, it's like, Okay, if we're going to be there, it's not so bad if we're actually there during the day because we can capture for a review if we need to. We can, uh, one of the, the biggest things was because we were just shooting in a room before, now we can do two shows at the same time. Right. So like yeah. We can stream and we can shoot, and those yep. are like, you know, there's no way you'll hear they're either because they're like yeah. on the other sides of the, the studio. And uh, so it's, it's really been like a time maxim you know uh maximizing the time that we're in there that's really kind of been the most interesting thing this year and it's for me the way my brain works like and this was the case definitely the back of game shows where people would change roles or we would like add a show or something it's like after a year it's always such a big deal because then everything happens again you start you yeah. go through like one thing we didn't do we did our game of the year stuff back in the garage so this game of the year was the first time we actually did the nice. studio and so when you but when you come around again on an anniversary again you're like okay we we messed this up kind of one time previously so we can at least learn those lessons and so like that's really been the last year of like just kind of shrugging off anytime we were like whoops that didn't work or finally got new internet like we got just the best business internet we could get and it wasn't great <laughs> it makes great. a big difference man no i mean it wasn't great so we actually got like a you know an actual like direct line and yeah. got it installed and all this stuff so it's just like oh thankfully like yeah that's to. another thing we don't have to worry about but Um, Yeah. It's It's allowed
0: you guys to launch some new types of shows too, right? You have like a mm, quiz show now that I saw. Yeah. That's something I've actually wanted to do for a long time. Differently from how you guys do it. I actually want to do a quiz show with our users where they compete with each other uh, to win a prize. Um, So it was interesting to see kind of your your take on it and your twist on it.
1: Yeah, that was all Ian Hank and Huber, and it was kind of one of those things where it became a meme in the community for, like, Huber to have a game show because the guy's just a natural game show host. He's perfect, yeah. And so we were like, oh, yeah, Huber's game show. And then after a while, it's like, we're doing that, right? Like, it's just a question we don't have the space and the the money and the resources to do that. But when we do, that's happening, right? Like, that's the thing that we're actually doing. (laughs) And... Uh, Ian came up with this this uh, really great idea to ha- give it a video game aesthetic, where like you're actually playing a game, and it's so like an RPG. So yeah, in order yeah. to score, you're like doing damage to these monsters. And uh, so, uh, did you
0: have to have someone build a game for that?
1: Yeah, that was uh, Jason Wishnoff from uh, I can't remember the name of his development studio. It's the name of his uh, you know he falls on Twitter, but he did the he did the VR game with Will Wheaton, or uh, it was a voice activated game where it was a role playing game, and you're actually like commanding the voice of the characters. Or Using your voice to like move them around, kind of like XCOM style, can't remember the name of the game in the studio. Sorry, he's gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> it's all but good. he, yeah, he, I mean, again, for you know, like stringing a budget together, like for much less than we probably should have paid him, like where came in and developed the, the actual like back end game of it. It's a cool show, and uh, yeah, it's it's but I mean, just to come up with that many trivia questions <laughs> no, that's and like a lot bring of in work. all these special guests, yeah. and it's just like we were just talking before. You know, we went live of just like you never. I would like to stop learning things. Great, I'd like to really kind of Can't. focus on the skills I've already Can't. developed and see if I can get better at them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe nope. then, like, have to learn a brand new thing. Well, I think the other thing, every thing too. Two months, there like, are
0: so many platforms now that you're expected to be reaching out to. Um, it's You can't just go on YouTube and put your videos up there, and that's good enough. You yeah. have to be on all the social media platforms. You have to start looking at stuff like TikTok, even though that's not really in our demo. Oh, yeah. Everything that comes along, you have to at least look at it and see if you can actually leverage yeah. it towards improving your company. And in some ways, it's good because it can bring in multiple revenue streams. I mean, that's how we stay alive. We, yeah. we don't have any gigantic revenue streams, but we have like four or five different ones that just kind of trickle in. And when you congregate them all together, we're able to, to stay afloat. Yeah. Um, obviously, with you guys, some of those revenue streams are big. They may, your, one of your revenue streams may be bigger than all of ours put together. So that's the good part of yeah. having all these services is you can do that, but on the downside of it it's just more work it's you know i do pretty much everything so mm. everything that goes up on youtube it twitter yeah. facebook all of it posting our video compress it. All of it. I do all of it. So yeah. when something new comes along and you're kind of challenged on whether you should incorporate that into your business, it's a big cost-benefit analysis that you have to figure out in your mind. Yeah, Is this time that I'm going to spend on this going to be worth it? Because if I do that, then the YouTube version of Game phase is going to go up four hours later than it usually does. It's, it's this yin and yang that you're kind of constantly Struggling with
1: and a huge element because there's nine of us and one of our biggest things that people love to see is just the dynamic between all of us. It's yeah. another thing about the studio is like let's all get in there more so yeah. we're all doing things together more collectively and like yep. um is and I know this I, I, it's rough to say this because like we have our communities that are the reasons like why we're supported but like we also have to have fun <laughs> like we yeah, have yeah. to like we have Damn to it, enjoy you're have fun. <laughs> yeah we have to enjoy what we're doing yeah. and so it's like you have an idea that just seems logical like reactions are a big thing that you know Nintendo's got you know they're uh, react you know animal crossing tomorrow at 6am and we're just like no we can't like we would love to get up and react to, to that we can't with the schedule that we have this week but later in the day like in the afternoon we'll we'll, we'll get in there early before we shoot something and we'll we'll talk about it you know do like a post thing and so people are like, "Oh, I can't do it live," and it's like, w- "Please, <laughs> because, <laughs> man!" Sometimes things. I mean, just it's just an Animal you know, Crossing direct, like. No, I mean Animal Crossing no, is my my twenty twenty most anticipated. I number like one, it too. I'm really list. excited for it. But number <laughs> one shit. <laughs> <I flipped laughs> well, then you're out. excited. Oh, Trailer Jones. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I had to put show your show there. in there, man.
0: Of course, you nice. can't have a B-roll when you on the show and not have your I gotta show. Gotta
1: in. Do, I got to do one of these for February. Talk about doing. Is that
0: going to throw up a copyright strike for this episode?
1: Well, yeah. Welcome to. <laughs> who could, who got us? No, they they were fine. It was um, it was somebody that got that's everybody. that's something else you got to deal with. No, it was somebody that got everybody. It was literally all the Trailer Jones episodes I've done since I've re- rebranded that oh, show. Detective we, Pikachu, we only got throws up flags. Might have been Pikachu. I can't remember. Yep. And and we, Detective and we, Pikachu throws up copyright. We strength. we got through it, which was nice. We just said like, nope and that usually we're like you know it doesn't because again that stuff doesn't work when they ask you to remove it from the video
0: yeah. it never works
1: when we have the our number one thing I mean, any of our patrons that are wa- you know watching the number one thing that being on Patreon affords us that has nothing to do with Patreon specifically is the fact that like that YouTube pressure you know to to really customize like our channel to really only be not only making us happy and our audience happy but like doing the right thing on YouTube like takes that stress off like you mm-hmm. know significantly where it's like hey we can do something like a game show because otherwise it's like can you imagine back at You know, to like John and Brad trying to pitch a game show. show.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the. best We had a
1: reality show, I developed called "Making the Cut" that was uh, an editing reality (laughs) show that I've seen (laughs) other people do. I've seen other channels do like editing competitions. Um, And uh, we had lots of crazy ideas at GT that were shot down. Top 100 games is the the absolute heartbreak of my life. Yeah, remember that? How long we worked
0: on that, and then Eric Flanagan just killed it out of nowhere
1: please just pour out for t-
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> the top 100 games of all time. And today I've had, never what, seen like 50 I've, meetings. There might be a YouTuber. Somebody could prove me wrong, but I've, I honestly have yet to see a top 100 games feature with a video for every game. I think it would be so sweet. That was one of those to days. just kick back and watch like, you know, like four hours of just like different writers and different people talking about like the hundred best games of all time. That it's was so contentious one of the days make people enraged. Working like, at GT oh, be so cool.
0: and being owned by a corporation sucked. Because this SVP yeah. just came out of nowhere and was like, "You're not doing that," right? And we had been working on it for literally three months.
1: But that's and why And had yeah. like
0: eight meetings about it. Had selected pretty much almost everything at that point. Yeah. Like, you're right. There's advantages and disadvantages. I mean, the th- advantages you know where yeah. your paycheck's coming from.
1: <laughs> Talking about the the bottom line, to me, it's it's way better. I mean, it's just yeah. like you know, like I definitely miss I'm. You know, even four years later, after starting Easy Alice, I'm not making anywhere close to what I used to we, You know, you know, we all made back at, uh, um, at, Viacom. at Viacom, and uh, but the the freedom, the connection to our community—that's one thing I could never get right. I remembered it's imp- or it really, impossible like, before. Yeah, I just didn't. I wasn't inspired. Like that's how I kind of had to follow my well, you gotta my heart when I was a GT about like what damn what would I want to watch that I think we can produce. It was always trying to find that line, and there were just so many things getting on camera. Like it was you with invisible walls. I was finally like. Hi, you know. Like, hey, I never, hey you know, I've been working here for four years. I'm Shane. Yeah, I fi- you know, and like, and me, I mean, like, oh, I founded this ten years ago. You know, just, just, I wasn't interested in doing it. And then later, yeah. the VGAs, man, I never went to them. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, it sounds well, boring. Well, you didn't <laughs> know. miss much, but I did because yeah, I didn't you meet me- anybody. know, memories, I didn't like yeah, go up to Ed Boone and shake his hand and be like, dude, yeah. you rule. You know, I didn't like get to meet Rickatel. There's so yeah. many people that like yeah. I just finally got to. I only got to meet Keely because he came by the office, right? Yeah, when you shoot bonus round or whatever when I would work with him, yeah. But um, so what ooh, we might talk about Jeff Keighley in this episode. We
0: will talk about Jeff yes. definitely. Uh, we're talking about E3 later, so we'll definitely get Love Jeff in here at theory. a certain point. Uh, what is what are we're at the early part of the year? What are kind of the goals of Easy Allies for the next ten months?
1: Uh, so we're actually kind of uh, putting in. We just did a thing called we call Phase Four, and it's interesting when you think about Phase Four right now because Marvel kind of feels like it stalled for a little bit. But like one big thing that we did, we're turning four on the twenty first of March, so we, we're a month away from turning four, and awesome. um. We just joined Roost, which is the ad sales network at Rooster Teeth, and we've never done that. All of our sponsorship stuff has been through our Patreon, and we just have a lot of people that are – it's crazy. Dude, it was I like get a,
0: people emailing me every day yeah, 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 to yeah, do yeah. sponsor videos on YouTube, and our channel is even that big, right. and we get emails every day. And well, then you start talking to them, mm-hmm. and are like, okay, well, where's the contract? Oh, we don't have a contract. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> no, see ya
1: uh, uh, blood handles a lot of that and he just like we'll it's pa- a crappy he'll, job he'll, he'll pass that along all the time of just like haha it's just like some effort that we're trying like, to swindle you yeah they're trying, trying know, to get you to you know, make
0: an ad and then they'll never pay you for it
1: because you have know, a contract yeah. so it that's but you just wait around for those emails because you get some fun emails every now and then of just like oh hey here's a confidential this announcement's coming or this reveal yeah. coming like oh okay so when you see something oh what's the oh you got me you, <laughs> evil, evil people <laughs> there are evil people out
0: there that's for sure yeah um. So wait, what? Do you but, have any uh, shows that you're launching for this year? Do you have uh, any plans like that?
1: So we, yeah, we have a lot of things that we want to do. We have a, a one fun show that's coming up that uh, Kyle and Ian are developing called Together We RPG. That's going to be us. Like, uh, we, we, I don't think we've still gotten the specifics of how we're going to structure it, but it's just like us trying to make a role playing game, basically. Oh, uh, like Ian, really developing a game. Ian does a lot of that on his own, and uh, well, he'll just make take RPG Maker and just make a fun uh, okay. like one hour adventure. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was like. Why don't we take the talents? Ian loves music. I do voiceover. All, you know, and just like Make he, Kyle could do writing and yeah. all get together. And so that's like – it's one of those ideas that's kind of gestated and, and and turned into different things. So that's something we're going to produce this year. But because we just switched over to Roost, we dropped a couple grand on the Patreon because uh, all that sponsorship money went away. Because right. we used to handle our biggest sponsors on our podcast through So wait, uh, your sponsors
0: Patreon. were just joining your Patreon and paying yeah. through the Patreon? So we had people. So we
1: had people that were just like, no, you can just say my name. And we're like, you don't want to – do you have a cause or something like a sentence? And they're oh, like, you, mean, no, fine. you mean patrons were yeah. just sponsoring you Just guys. at the gotcha, highest tier. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so it was like, no, it's time to get actual, you know, patrons in and um, to actually test and see. Cause one of the toughest things was, how much are we worth? I don't know. Like, I've yeah. never really done anything like this. I haven't run a channel like this. I've never been involved in Patreon. So it's just like, I don't know. When we're filling out insurance and, like, you know, oh, like, yeah. dealing with stuff for rent. And it's like, what's your value? It's like, you got me, man. <laughs> I really have no <laughs> Ask clue. Ask those 9,000 people. I have no <laughs> idea. You know, like, but um, That is
0: the interesting thing about Patreon. And obviously, we're both on Patreon. Is And I think that's a different kind of angle that I've taken from what you guys have done. Is that I'm not... 100% psyched that my livelihood is tied to Patreon because, yeah. because what happens when I retire? I can't sell my Patreon. Mm-hmm. Like what value do I have to retire on other than the money that I've generated with the Patreon? Yeah, And so I've kind of taken the more product oriented approach. So maybe when I retire, the website sifted is worth something that I can sell. And then I have a little nugget that I can go into retirement with. Sure. So I ponder that all the time. I'm like, what do you do? If you're making all your money on Patreon, I mean, unless you're a great saver, I guess, um, and you're good with your money, um, but it's it's something to think about, right?
1: You have to build that, yeah. You have to, you know, create that umbrella. Because it's not just gonna it's not gonna be there magically happen yeah i, just, and I mean for, do you
0: think that in the future yeah. like in 20 years there will be you will be able to sell your patreon account i mean is that something that you think will we even be on patreon in
1: 20- i mean what was yeah. it counter-strike where you could actually sell skins yeah something? yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no limit to what human beings will try to sell i
0: mean but seriously <laughs> i mean we get offers for people to buy our youtube channel all the time oh sure and we right. don't even have that many followers right. but we get offers all the time here you know and i'm kind of surprised at how much they're willing to offer for them right um so maybe there is some value in a patreon oh, channel oh sure
1: yeah, yeah ultimately um, yeah, I don't know. but that
0: is kind of from from the start I, w- I wanted to make sure that I built a product. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have something tangible that if you know when the, t- the day comes that I'll ever retire, God knows when that'll be. I don't have something that I could sell, um, and who knows? It may not be worth anything. Then the internet may not even exist. Who Shane, knows? I got
1: I got real bad news for you, Shane. What? You and I are going to be talking about video games until we die. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know what. I don't know what. Somehow. I don't know what you're talking about? Some way. But
0: <laughs> I don't know if i will be getting paid to do it we're when we're 65. But. No,
1: you've seen. Uh, God, what is this? You know. Uh, come on, suspenders. Uh, slick but Larry uh Larry King you've seen him now yeah, yeah. like that guy's <laughs> not that's us man you're not going to be hunched not. over in striped shirts <laughs> and slacks
0: uh, our industry is not kind to older people i mean let's just be honest
1: i think but yeah but I think the there's older, a lot
0: of ageism in our industry
1: oh for sure but the older people when we we're older people it's, again it's just the whole thing is, cycle. is is cyclical and so it's you know we don't know what um uh, we don't know what it's you know. And by older, older people, I mean people in like, like their late thirties and forties. You know,
0: like I'm not talking about people who are fifties, sixties. When I was your age,
1: I used Twitter. You know, <laughs> it's like it doesn't you get ready. It doesn't stop.
0: There is a lot of ageism in our industry, though, yeah. in general. Not even just like oh, games sure. journalism, oh, yeah. but just game development and the whole other kind of tentacles of sure. the gaming industry. It's uh, it's a problem for sure. Yeah. Um, especially in development. Um, They don't want to pay the senior developers to stay on because they think they can get some kid out of Full sale University that can just jump in and do the And you can,
1: like, feel that. You know, you can feel that in a game. You know, you can feel – that's why I just think of something like CD Projekt Red. And it's just like, yeah, I don't get that vibe (laughs) necessarily from that over there. Like, there's just some companies.
0: I just know I've seen a lot of people who are just a little bit older than us leave a job and really struggle to find a new job. In fact, oh yeah! In fact, some journalists who were kind of the first wave of games journalists, like they don't have jobs at all. Like, in fact, one of them just like took early retirement and is like, "I got Social Security." I'm like, "Whoa, that's a little concerning to me," because yeah. um, they're like eight, ten years ahead of us. So. Something it's, to think about.
1: That's what's good about social media, one of the, the rare good blessings of, of Twitter and the like is I've had people introduced to me that I've never, you know, heard of before, didn't even know were working at those companies. And it's yeah. just like now I'm aware of that person because oh, for sure. they, had yeah. it, they had a horrible day and all of a sudden they just met <laughs> all of these new people. And, you know, yeah. I saw who was their friend. Yeah. And it's like a lot of the relationships are just like one handshake apart. You oh, know, yeah. Where you just don't know that person that you know that person You just person need well. the person to connect yeah. you together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it. Uh, that's why again, it's just like I. I've been doing this since I right after I graduated college. So it's yeah. just like I've just having too much fun and just too remembered how dicey that was for a little bit. Not only uh, 2016 when Game Chosen got shut down, but 2014 for me it was even more brutal because that was before we moved to Defy, and I knew that was going to happen. I couldn't really say anything. Yeah. And it was never really finalized. I've been there, Brandon. <laughs> so yeah, there were about 11 months where it was like, yeah, we'll see. And I'm like, yeah. it's so hard for me to do my job and know that the whole time, especially uh-huh. when I created this damn thing. And yep. so I was like, huh. So just to ha- you know, have things as comfortable as they are now. So like, I don't have the exciting pizzazz answer to like, oh, we have all of these new shows lined up because it's like we are stoked a year later to be in that studio. We have a bunch of new revenue coming in that hasn't come in yet you know, from the Roost deal, long story short with uh-huh. them. Um, And so we're just kind of like – and also, like, still don't know when that PS event is. Still don't know. Like, I think there's so many uh, events that are coming up and so many things that we have to schedule for that it's kind of like the wave's about to crash, but, like, it's the the, the, water is going away from the sand. It's really silent right now, yeah. um, Yeah. The water's
0: pulling into the ocean right now, waiting to swell up and then crash. So I don't want to
1: put too many things on our plate, like, by the time, like, Last of Us Part Two and, like, (laughs) Remake. Yeah, yeah. even just for me, like I'm, you know, you just want to play. You I'm, need si- the time. I'm signing off from all my responsibilities for two weeks when Animal Crossing comes out. I will see wow. you later. And just I'll have to in. join your island. You can't though, actually, because you can only play like game. Yeah, an hour, And then you're done. <laughs> what else am I going to do with my day? How you, do you I'll feel see you tonight, Animal Crossing? Yeah.
0: So you guys moved into a studio a year ago. We just moved in our studio a handful of months ago. We were, yeah. We, Congrats
1: to you and everybody. You know, to you. the whole. Yeah. I mean, it's community. because of the people watching that we're here. It's a huge deal. I Which mean, is we, something I do love about this yeah. is that
0: like you have. People you can directly thank when good yeah. things happen. When we worked at GT, like we put up an episode of Invisible Walls, it would have like literally like eight thousand comments. Like you don't even know where to start. Yeah, like it's nicer to have a smaller audience you can actually engage with and get to know the people. Yeah. who are supporting you. That's one thing I really love. Um, production values though. So we moved in here, and you assume. We were doing this show on Matt's couch for months mm-hmm. uh, because we had lost our other studio. and We were yeah. looking for one we could afford. Um, and then we moved in here, and you, you, you assume, okay, our production values are going up. Probably our support, our Patreon – it hasn't. Like, it's actually gone down, our Patreon mm. has, by a lot since we moved in here. How important do you think production values are? Um,
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, you guys were – Running out of your garage for a while. I'm going to call. It didn't
0: hurt you guys at all. Right.
1: I'm going to call somebody out. But I mean this in the, the best intentions. <laughs> I don't know if you know Jake Baldino, if you've ever hung out with him at events. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, he uh, he has, you know, huge following on social media, huge numbers on when he puts stuff up on YouTube, huge following. Uh, uh, super nice guy. Really, really funny guy. Uh, one of my favorites, like, I pick out at events. He's a really funny guy. Like, this last Judges Week was the first time he'd done Judges Week at E3. And he was just, like, elated. And it was just, like, fun to play Call of Duty with the guy. And, like, yeah. Uh, has, like, yeah, like a, uh, like, it looks like this big kind of drape he just threw over, like, a fold-out table and just, like, a red curtain in the background and just, like, hundreds of thousands, millions of views, like, it so, yeah, matter. it doesn't, we were kind of talking about this, this earlier just in terms of, and it's, to echo what you were asking before about, like, do we have new shows, like, yeah, I'm thinking more about, like, launch coverage of the consoles and, like, the huge games that are coming out this year. One thing that our audience talks about that we do that uh, Bossman and, and Huber do all the time is bets. And, like, people just, like, love that stuff. They mm-hmm. love when we do reactions and tournaments. And, like, we just did magic yesterday, which yep. is why this didn't happen yesterday. Yeah. And it's, like, having those big event, big times where we get together and just, like, argue and quarrel. Like, people love that stuff. And so... um To me, it's less about like, oh, this show has a good thing and this show is going to work well. But just like, if there's anything is happening in this industry, like if you can just generate something about it, even if it's just one or a handful of episodes, I think people would be really interested in. There's, I I feel that all the time when like a big thing will happen and it's just like two days will pass and I'm like. So
0: you're saying that stuff is more important. Feels like something
1: just went out of the room that we could have done potentially because that big thing just happened, Mm. and I'm seeing lots of other people. So you're um, saying
0: that stuff is more important than a nice set. And yeah, expensive look, at, here and-
1: uh, look at Maximilian, you know, it's like he's just in his room, look at, I mean, look at the, uh, you know, it's a, you know, he's a streaming pro gamer, so it's a different thing, but like Ninja isn't, you know, like yeah. on an esports stage when he plays, he's just in his house, yeah. so it's, so it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, it's tough because For us, honestly, like even having nine guys, even having this, you know, the big studio that we have and all the blessings that we have, like we still can't do like that (laughs) crazy, craziest stuff. You know, we just can't spend that much money.
0: That was one advantage of being a Viacom. Yeah, is like at the beginning of the year, if we if we mapped something out big that we wanted to do, I could try to find a piece of the budget to make it happen. And our budget was big enough that if you guys were really strongly felt about about it, I would be like, okay, we're gonna do this, and it's a little risky. But it's not your money. So.
1: Yeah. we got a booth at E3 twice, and that's like the dumbest thing that Yeah. you can do. You know, it's yeah. like if, well, only the, if you're GameSpot or IGN or GamesRadar, I've seen it. Uh, well, the first or game year. former. I think it's. The first Comic-Con. year it was Somebody important. Somebody does Comic Con really big. The actually. first year was really important
0: because mm-hmm. we were coming up on GameSpot and IGN as far as traffic was concerned. Yeah. And people were like, "Who? what is this? Like, I know Shane's over there. They didn't know anybody else at Game Trailers at that point. And we needed to do that. We needed to have a booth at E3 where every PR person, every game developer, every marketing person had to physically come and meet us and see us and see not just me, who they knew already, but everybody else that was working there, see our operation, see sort of our production value, see how serious we were about it. That was a big turning point for us. Yeah. Our in our booth, I don't, I'm sure you remember,
1: oh, was dude, like was...
0: up next to the Starbucks. Like yeah. we we got like the you last had... spot.
1: But you had to walk by us. Yeah. You know, like, and you people had waited in that, line
0: and like, what's game trailers? What is yeah. it? I mean, it all worked, dude. So uh,
1: honestly, top five probably memories of all of game trailers was that was the only time I had an exhibitor badge, so I got to go like the day before. Yeah. And uh, sitting and. It was at the food court so I went and like got french fries and just like sat and there's all these guys building this you know like nobody that was from production it was just the construction guys yeah and none of them knew me they didn't <laughs> you know, know like, that you were the I founder have. of you game know trailers, so I was yeah. just sat there and ate french fries and watched them build a game trailer those booth like that was your game that, yeah. that was a kick yeah it's gotta be man yeah, that' was uh,
0: nice. so we needed that you're right though after that it was kind no, of it overkill was
1: splurging like again we just can't you know we can't, just do, can't it. do that stuff so sometimes like our community will be like great idea and I'm like fantastic idea but we just where's the money for maybe we could afford it but then you would You'd be be sacrificing something else then, Of the stuff that would just – where'd that go? It's like that's what we were –
0: We launch shows, and then if we don't get big response from them, like we just kind of forget about them. Sure. (laughs) Like they just go away because you get into a a schedule or a grind of like, I know we can do this with the manpower that we have. And you're right. If any deviation from that means that something else is going to suffer. So, again, it's a cost-benefit analysis that you're just constantly doing yeah. um, when you don't have a gigantic corporate budget to and do And I think stuff. you
1: can have shows that are just totally random, where you're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, we did two in a month,
0: and then we didn't do it for Wait three till months. next Tuesday, Sifters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we're, 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 we're developing a couple of shows right now that will launch next Tuesday. Because so. it's just the
1: nature of – and we're kind of in preview season now, and so a lot of people are like, you know, we have like one person's out one day because they're up in San Francisco for something, and then the next yep. day they're up in San Francisco for something. Um, and so it's just tough to like Nintendo's like, yeah, Thursday at 6 a.m. You're like, Nintendo, why? Why? (laughs) I had to beat on things
0: because it's 9 a.m. on the East Coast, but and we were just
1: planning this big magic gathering tournament. We're like literally just about to go live. Damiani's like, uh oh, (laughs) I'm like, what (laughs) 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 Animal Crossing Direct. I'm like, now At 6 a.m. I got the headphones on, like, ready to go. Well, the good news is no traffic to get to your office, (laughs) yeah. Well, I'm probably that's about when you'd
0: have to leave to not have traffic here in LA,
1: yeah, but um. Yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of, I think it's going to be a fun year and, and yeah. you know again we're just still Transition year. we're still we're still in that studio as well and so it's tough because a lot of people are like I did I got a question I do a stream every Monday morning where I just like answer questions from the community and somebody was like so what's the where, where are we going you know just kind of you we seem kind of comfortable right now and I'm yeah. like you're still in that studio you know like <laughs> and we've had you know rent increases and we've had you know it's like there's always just that idea of like yeah hmm you know if things yeah. things don't work out in some way like how can we you know make sure that we deal or cover yeah. our assets and yep assets. you have to
0: have an escape hatch <laughs> Yep. Uh, but anyway, well, it sounds like things are going great over there, man. I mean, I, I just want to say that I'm extremely proud of what you guys have done. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what you guys have and accomplished. And this, this
1: might not be a business thing, but uh, I have an almost eight-month-old at home, and so the fact that I'm not dead is yeah. like you – Yeah, know, like, it's amazing. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> well, it's a testament to the fact that you have
0: great guys working with you that can pitch oh, in yeah. and help yeah, out yeah, yeah, and yeah. do a lot of stuff that you need done.
1: Which rolls back around into just the actual, like, fun, like, the enjoyment. Yeah. You know, after we did the magic thing, it was like – How was that? (laughs) Did we like doing that? You know, because that's something you want to do again. That is the thing that I miss. Because then people will back you up. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's the thing I do miss the most about not working with you guys anymore is that I work alone. Like, I work alone all the time. Like, and I hate it. Like, I'm crazy social extrovert guy. And I'm, like, sitting by myself literally, like, 12 hours a day just nonstop, like – and I miss it. I miss you guys just personally as my friends because I don't get to see you guys anymore. But even the... It's overrated. It's <laughs> not, I don't think it is, man. Because there's when you work together, you bounce ideas off of each other oh, sure. and everything becomes better. It's yeah. like if I don't nail something, it doesn't get nailed because yeah. there's nobody else to be like, Shane, Like maybe look at it this way. It's like there's nobody to do that. So... It's having that many people around you who are just as passionate as you are is very important, and that's definitely something I miss.
1: And that's movies. I'm a film student, so that's like the you know, the education that I came from for yeah. forever. I was doing that before you know I started, and I'm, we're still doing I'm making videos and stuff. Yeah. But it's like specifically movies is like the industry I thought I was going into, um, and uh, all of that is just the dynamic of like you need everyone needs to just do a thing, <laughs> yeah, you and make sure you keep doing, don't the, get in anyone else's way, and make sure just, you keep doing the, thing. yeah, and just do yeah. it the best that you can, um, yeah. So that's why. Yeah, when people, like, they toss out, like, awards at the Oscars, just like, <laughs> I can't, yeah. there's, there's a couple, I saw some people, like, not throwing out genres at the Oscars, and I'm like, oh, yeah, good point, why don't we, you know, yeah. why don't we give out an Oscar for Best Stunt Person, why don't we give out, you know, yeah. like, split up some of these other, you know, uh, Oscars into different things, because there's so many people. There, there are, like, yeah, absolutely. It's so
0: huge. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, congratulations! You guys have done cool. amazing. I'm really happy for you guys. I, I hate to say like I'm proud of you guys because that makes me sound like I'm a parent or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, I've, I've eased way into the dad role. I got the gray hair. <laughs> like, but I do look. I do
0: remember. You know, when I worked with a lot of the guys who were on sure. Easy Allies. When I worked there, they were like PAs and
1: like oh, they weren't even of, yeah. a part of the editorial. Some team. of them we weren't even there. Yeah. You know? So to they're, see, they're really in like,
0: particular, to see those guys like really evolve and kind of become one of us, like it's amazing, man. It's awesome. Stuff That's a that. testament to you to. To Damiani, to Bloodworth—you yeah. know, guys who have been doing it for a long time—kind of teaching up the other guys and getting them up to speed. It's just great. Like yeah. you guys are just doing an amazing job. Cool, thanks. So Congratulations, much. man. All right, let's move on. We're going to talk next about the only game in this week's episode. Yay! And I believe it's one near and dear to your heart. Chose. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about Dreams. Oh, I the love only, it. the only big release from the last three weeks, I guess, unless you count Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right. This has just been an awful beginning to the year. Um unfortunately for us though, we did get dreams and this game, in my opinion, is freaking amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really incredible. I'm reviewing
1: it right now, so like I'm so zoned in on this conversation. I saw this Sun Run down. Perfect like, timing. Let's do it. Yeah, I've been playing it. And I haven't really talked about it on anything that we've done. Really. Well yes, it just my, came my out my experience Friday. specifically in the last like week or so. Were you, you in know? the early access oh, beta oh, and everything? Yeah. I didn't get in it right away. So and you weren't as shocked as I
0: was pulling my hair to out. go in like Middle of the week last week and see what was going on. Sure,
1: in there. I was plenty shocked because okay. uh, I stopped playing around like August, like right right after we had the kid, and it was just kind of yep. like okay time to reprioritize. Sorry, Red Dead Online. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and uh, so there were a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that I'm revisiting now that I hadn't uh, uh, only checked out, or somebody said like, oh yeah, this is the level I'm gonna build. Here's a little bit of it, but I haven't done the full thing yet. And so then go going back and being like, oh, I remember this. Whoa, you know, like what did this thing become, or um, just the breadth of and the the overall qual quantity yeah. of content
0: available on I mean I got in I got the review code last Tuesday I think it was so I had I got to play it a few days before it actually launched yeah. and I mean I went in there on Tuesday and I was like damn yeah I mean it was just overflowing with content but
1: it comes at you from all directions you just never know what the hell is going to happen in any yeah. of these things it's kind of like you know I, I don't know, I, 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 this is dangerous because I haven't really, like, dug into this game, but, like, it's kind of a Stanley Parable kind of thing, where, like, yeah, there's not just tremendous production values, but you're so surprised, like, yeah. every five seconds. Uh, and that's the thing, is it's not just uh, what people can specifically do with the tools. I think it's something like Super Mario Maker, where it's like, oh, it's clever given those limitations, and it's tough to get to the limitations I've, of what people... I have
0: not found them.
1: ...can do in here, yeah, it's it's... It's pretty all over the place, and it's a bummer because I'm going to be reviewing it and putting an official like, score on it. and It's like it's I'm like gonna, the hardest I'll game to checked review. out you know 15 percent probably of the total output yeah. that people have made.:
0: We have someone else writing the Game Eval, and he sent it to me, and he's like, "Man, like, I have <laughs> no idea how the scores How do you score this? Like how yeah. do you score the graphics?
1: Yeah." <laughs> Like when how, do you can, do it? how do you score? When like, you can make them better. Right. You know, how do you you're score like, on I like, audio? Like, I don't like the way this level looks. Like, right. then just well, jump then just, in there and have fun.
0: Right. Tear it down and build it up again.
1: I mean, to me, the biggest question, the biggest, because I think of, it's so easy to to get excited about this game and talk about this game. But if you look legitimately, don't care. And you're just like, why on earth? Like, you know, you know should I be excited about this? Um, to me, like one of the main things, because I'm not a stranger to... I mean, this company. First of all, LittleBigPlanet one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, which I remember, Matt Blair like wanted to give LittleBigPlanet three a ten or something yeah, when he reviewed yeah. it. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, like and I had played one and a little bit of two, uh, but I didn't play three. And but I was a big fan of Disney Infinity. I'm mean, a big, you know, like Lego games and like anything that where you have, uh, you know, some kind of like creative outlet. Minecraft, you know, where you can just build yeah. stuff and like make stuff tick. I love that. But I think inevitably. Um, you either have kind of limitations like you do with Minecraft, where it's like it's gonna look like Minecraft no matter what you do, yeah. uh, or you have something like super complex like Gary's mod, where it's like, oh yeah, you can actually go in and make these things, or even like you know Unreal, or even like some uh, engines that are very user friendly, or Little Big Planet, Unity, I, three really, yeah, Unity is a great example. Um, with this. The gaps that you need to fill in order to actually start to build stuff and then, you know, not only get better at it, but enjoy the process of getting better at it. Like, it's good to be an accomplished guitarist, but, like, learning guitar sucks. Like, learning Japanese sucks. Like, these things are really hard to do. You have to have a really good, you know, work ethic and just really commit to those things. And so it's, like, really been fascinating to see, to have Media Molecule and see them... Get seven years or more, it's you know, like who knows crazy. how much they've been working on it before we even. I got mean, the, this the may PS4 have been a reveal. project
0: they've worked on since they were founded, right? I, mean, I feel like little big planet, they were just steps towards yeah. this, basically.
1: And so, you know, to see them get as much, you know, support as they have, like to just kind of like figure out this platform in general, and clearly something. I mean, like we had them in the studio, and I was like. You don't have to nod or smile, but I know this is going to be on PlayStation Five. We know this is going to be yeah, on PSVR. Yeah. Like this yeah. is going to be something that you know, like Sony's going to support for a super long time. Oh, it's a platform, yeah. and uh, uh, and just so it's it's fascinating to see them really invest in in long term, and I think really challenge more than anything that I've played before to have you know, your, your average, someone who feels that they're so far away from the creative angle of any of these games to just like hit that point where they're like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, I'm just going to download the template for a first-person shooter and just mess around. And it's like, yeah, you'll, you'll be thank, surprised thank how God
0: for the templates. much fun you have. And, thank and, you God know. for the templates, though. Yeah. Because one thing I will say, it is amazing. I mean, just right off the bat, it's amazing what people are creating. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Sometimes you get stuff like this.
1: Of course, but this to me is like you know the also the magic. Like a man and I played co op on like probably thirty of the worst games that are available in Dreams and just cackled like the entire time. Some of
0: them are funny, some of them are not.
1: Yeah. Um, well, because you, you can bail so fast. You yeah. Whoosh, you're out. Like you're not going to get stuck in something. It doesn't take long to load the next. Yeah, one, that's true. And so,
0: it is pretty quick in and out. Yeah. You don't have to spend a lot of time there. Um, and,
1: and if you are a stickler for the best of the best, like they they do have some playlists. That's just like all of these are good. Like, yeah. The
0: curation seems. Okay,
1: it's my biggest hit against it. We're talking about how do you review this and like that's my number one gripe is like you had a lot of time with the bait. I'm surprised this is not as organized as I thought it was going to
0: be. I think the big problem is that it relies a lot on user votes. And sure, use, yeah. user votes are always going to go towards something that's recognizable. So, yeah. like when you go into the Dreamiverse, everything that's up that's like the most popular is like a Sonic clone or a right. Star Wars thing yeah, it's or a Superman it, thing or the it's, Batman thing yeah. it's Spider-Man. Like, and Spider Man. Like those, are the, and they're all terrible. Like, have you played the Spider Man
1: one? <laughs> Uh yeah, the Spider-Man one. Uh the best one that I saw that I was like holy cow that I would not say necessarily a clone. Somebody just built uh uh not Isengard, but what's the White City in Lord of the Rings, the, the end of return of the king like where the you know the finale takes place where um I cannot remember the the name of the White City, but like just built the whole damn thing. Yeah. It's crit- and yeah. like you just walk through it in first person, you can do a menu uh when you go out to the map of the menu, you can just like look at like the whole thing that they built. That's one that, like, I you know, I've built some dreams, and they're like, oop, you run out of room. And it's like, if I already ran out of room, how the hell did that guy build the no, white No, see, s- <laughs> I don't understand that either.
0: Like, I built, when I first built my habitat, my little yeah. space, like, I plopped down, like, four things, and they're like, that's it. I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't <laughs> even, like, covered the floor with grass or anything. Like, yeah. I, don't, I haven't figured out yet, like, yeah. wh- what the, where the limitations come from.
1: I think cloning has a lot to do with it. I think when you, like, build, when you sculpt something, and then you just like, yeah, that, it, it adds, like, n- almost nothing to the map, whereas if you actually, like bi- Draw Create a new thing or bring in a new element, and just as is proven with anything, once you add any sort of AI, the whole thing just has a heart attack. Like I mean, that's, that's also
0: where the game to me kind of goes out of bounds a little bit. So I liked Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. I liked Little Big Planet two more. Little Big Planet three, I played hardly at all because I, yeah. I felt like I had kind of been through it. And, yeah, me too. Yeah. And so I get to Dreams, and obviously I'm going to give it another chance, but. What i found is that it's still not fun to create. Some
1: mm-hmm. people
0: don't want it to be fun because they're aspiring game developers or th- they love Minecraft or they love any sort of a game tool type game. For me, I really don't. Like, I've, I've never really got into Minecraft. I never got into Roblox or any of those other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I I like games that make the building a part of the game itself. Um, and there aren't many games that do that. Yeah. Um Fortnite. Fortnite, yep, it's one of them, although now it's... Yeah, forget about it. You only realize...
1: I still play Save the World, darn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You only realize it matters when you play against somebody good and they build, like, an entire house as a
1: shield in front of you when you're trying to shoot them with your gun. Uh but they do. I mean, you boot up Fortnite, and there are three options: the single player, the multiplayer, and like just a pure level creator thing. So, like, they do have like Dragon Quest Builders. Like, oh, it's man. it's oh. not
0: it's not an amazing game. It's <laughs> no, it's not at all. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's passable. Yeah. But see, there they actually gamify the building, where mm-hmm. it's actually relevant to completing objectives within the game. This is all driven by how badly do you want to make a video game? Yeah, and it's fun. Like, you're the tools are just as user friendly as they could possibly be like they have really done an amazing job making something that's very complicated as simple as it can be for me personally it's still way too much yeah like like i got like i can build a level (laughs) and that's fine um and i can do that really quickly now i'm used to it but when i start trying to apply behaviors to things and ai to the that's where it just go. It loses me.
1: It's fun to see dreams that have like legitimate opening credits because yeah. the, you'll see dreamers that got together and we're like, oh, okay, if you, it, dude, I have a whole idea. I have built it. I just there's no logic. Yeah, I think I saw one person that like wanted to make a turn-based and sure, turn based RPG. There is one. Yeah. Oh, there's a ton. There's like a Final Fantasy demo clone. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh And uh, but they're you know they I think built the character, built the world, probably even was like tampering out with music and stuff. They were just like the logic part of it. I can't. And so i uh, I think you'll see that more, but again, that that does take a grassroots effort. You do have to be in the forums. You maybe do that's to, kind of you good. go to their website and you you do have to dig in. I just maybe think that's natural they, selection. Maybe yeah. it's
0: good because if you have people like me, trying to make stuff and uploading it it's just going to add more crap and noise to cut through for the people who want to consume the good stuff on
1: there so I maybe think a bit that, of that barrier of entry yeah.
0: might be a good idea
1: i think a little bit of that is curation i also think that is not necessarily a war that this game needed to win you know just really getting you and you know convinced of that because of how much goofy single player stuff there is and like i said it's you know it's not a super expensive game i think this game will clearly be supported by sony for a very oh, long yeah. time and so it's like you know, you should do kind of like what I do with Fortnite, where it's like every three or four months, you know, just like jump back in. New and season, just, and just play just it to see what's hit, up. Hit, you know, click the latest things. And it's like, they even have like trending right now. It's just a lot of it's, it's really tough. I mean, some stuff you're jumping into is not finished. And it's tough to like know what those things are before you jump into stuff. And I feel it bad It is kind of the Wild West.
0: It's like, so I, I'll find something in the Dreamiverse and I'll play it. It'll be a piece of crap. And, <laughs> but I can see because I've been working... On my own stuff, I can see how much work they put into it. Oh yeah, and so I'm sitting there. That Spider-Man
1: thing. There's some cool buildings in that. I mean, you can, (laughs) but it's it's awful. But
0: you can see how much work that they've done on it. And so I'm sitting there with that moment where I give it a thumbs up or not, and I'm like. (laughs) I really want to give this person a thumbs up because yeah. I know they're yeah. killing themselves working on this. Yeah. But I don't want to give it the thumbs up because I don't want other people to stumble on this and have to play it before it's done. Deal. And it give, it puts you in this moral quandary where you're like, I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. Right. So I usually I'm,
1: – I'm pretty judicious with those things. You give up. the thumbs I, up. No, no, no. You don't. I, yeah, I didn't gotta, either. I, I didn't either. you got to convince me. <laughs> because it's, it's more important that Because it it's early and there's really not yeah. – I mean, I think – I think just based on you know name alone, I don't know. I, a lot of those things that I jump into, again, that one from Lord of the Rings is the only one I'm like, holy cow. You can yeah. buy this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is insane. Where like, yeah, 99% of the other stuff that I see.
0: It's garbage for the most part. Um, I, I do want to say this before we go any further. Everything that you've been seeing in this B-roll has been created in Dreams. So all this campaign footage that you're seeing, this is all created with the actual tools in Dreams. It's hard for me to believe. Yeah. playing. Did you play through the whole campaign?
1: Oh, yeah. It's only yeah.
0: an hour and 40 minutes or something. like. It's mm-hmm. not very long. But it will blow your mind <laughs> that they've created everything with the actual game. Um, I, there were times when I was like, no. There's no way they made this with Dreams. But then you start poking around in the Dreamiverse. No, sure. And you'll course. start seeing shades of stuff that looks almost as good. There's a kart racing game oh, yeah. in here that's, like, freaking amazing. I know. Like you it's it. better than like some of these crappy that's indie characters that That's the thing. There are
1: close to a hundred games in here that are fantastic. That are like that legit. Are, that are really, 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 really good. Yeah. You know, and this game's forty bucks. And that's way more than I thought <laughs> so there like, would be. I'll be and, honest. Yeah. And and again, it's when you think about the fact that you know you're you're talking about. You know, uh, uh, here's a Rezo and, uh, gun ripoff. This one, this one's so damn funny. the uh, the The sound design <laughs> on this one's really good because it's called Southpaw Cooking, and you got the phone in the other hand, and so the whole time you hear just like the the peanuts voice, like yeah, and you're like uh huh, <laughs> yeah, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, and so it's like that's it's impossible, you know. But it's like just the way it's I just shaded use it to play with the the. Yeah, you can tell. The physics Is this and stuff. the kart game you were talking about? Yeah, yeah this it's... is a kart racing game. And but again, a fun example of look synergy. at this—they
0: built this in Dreams.
1: Yeah, man. And I'm that sure is this as good as Mario sure Kart this... Eight. I'm sure this person's just going to go nuts. You're yeah. going to keep jumping back in throughout the year. This is going to look even better on PS5. Well, by the end know, of the year,
0: like... they'll probably have 15 tracks. Totally. I mean, look at this, dude. All of these
1: characters are uh, characters other people have made in right. Dreams. Yep. So, if you go into the when you pick the characters, you can see the creator actually mentioned in the credits. And so it's like, what a fun thing to add, It's like Smash Brothers style. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun if Dreams had? Like some a fighting game that everyone just like just keep adding characters. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, just and we'll one certify them. Fighting yeah, game. Yeah, and then we'll certify yeah. them and put them in. There's just Smash Brothers. You can just do like 16 player multiplayer. Everybody yeah. on PS5. And so it's like,
0: and that is one thing I love is yeah. that you make something
1: and you can share it. Yeah. And then anyone
0: can take it. So if you're like, I don't really want to build a tree. You can go on the Dreamiverse, oh, trees, and you yeah, can find all the, the trees too. that people have created.
1: And that was not necessarily there when it went uh, into beta last year. And so it's been interesting, to, like to build that over time. And so it's like we've always, we've all been, you know, even when something that's I think been kicking ass, like uh, I mean, Division's been a little rocky, but like Apex Legends and mm-hmm. certainly like League and all the huge games no one ever talks about because they're just doing fine. You know, like, I talk about League. They're, they're, yeah, <laughs> I just don't. People talk don't about like it, but because, I do it. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you know, these things, it's always the question of like, how much are they really going to support this? You know, like how much more is there going to be later? What's the interest in investing if, if it takes me a while? Because here's what I think of, like, you know, people finally got not only, you know, uh, the beta started in January, but people were building stuff beforehand. Yeah. What happens when somebody launches a dream that they were like, hey, here's something I'm working on for three years. And. I haven't done anything. I haven't revealed any of it yet because yeah. I just didn't want to. Because yep. I'm kind of an and introvert, here it is. but I am a budding game developer, and just pa- and you're like, it's a free game, you know? It's like this yeah. is a whole new thing that I can just jump in. Yep. And you're like, well, I have better things to do with my evening. It's like even if you play for ten minutes. It's like it's yeah. just it's a fun. Well,
0: again, the game is like forty bucks. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's the just uh, the entertainment it's such a value surprising per dollar. Game. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to, right? Is how much fun are you going to have for, with this game for how much you're spending? for the experience. And I think if that's the well, the quotient that you're looking at, this is a no-brainer, buy it. Um, uh,
1: yeah, I just think there are there's a clear 50-50 split between do you wanna make stuff or do you wanna play stuff I think it would have benefited Media Molecule. I said this to this in person, I will always shout this out to just like try to imagine because I know they're like there's so many different people to check it out. And it's like, there's like five. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like there really are like only a handful of personalities that are going to approach this game and have a really hard set opinion before they go in. Mm-hmm. And like the people that are like, I want to build stuff, like you don't need to worry about that. Well, they're <laughs> you know, good. Like, they're pretty good. I think and their tools catered, are amazing. I think so. they've catered mostly for those people. I think, agree with that. I think when you have people that are like angry about this game and are only playing it because a friend recommended it, it's like, you got to, you got to. To have set it up in some way where you like dangle a you know, uh, a you know a carrot in front of them and, and show guide them to be like here's the hour where you will I guarantee you will have fun and it's a little bit too much right now like I don't know do you like shooters and it's like you I, I, you need to steer you need to pull me a little bit more let me bail at any time but uh, I think the uh, the roadmap going into this game could be a little bit uh, more. I, I mean, I loved it, but just more beneficial to the average to sales, consumer. you know, to bring yeah. more people in that uh, are skeptical. And
0: the campaign in this is really short. It's only about an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes long.
1: I don't think they try to sell it as more. I definitely got the vibe that it was going to be. The, I think it says so, actually, like a, yeah. a, a movie length. I think it says like just, in the description. So it's like, on this
0: show, I just like to get that out there because sure, there are some course. people who will only want to buy this for what medium all. And here's one thing I'll say. What they create is pretty good. Like media mm-hmm. Molecule should probably be making like traditional games. And
1: they made like six six to eight of their own levels as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, mod, and the template
0: and their templates are yeah. I mean, they basically have genre genre templates for you. The
1: tutorial stuff is all scripted very comedically, like a Doctor yeah. Who episode, and so it's all
0: And like, it builds very slowly. Fun. Like mm-hmm. they do a good job of teaching you how to use the tools and they do make it relevant to the game as far as the tutorials and things like that. Um, But ultimately, when the rubber hits the road, it's like either you have the motivation to create something that other people are going to love or you don't. Um, and I think that's where you need – if you're the, a consumer trying to figure out whether you should buy this or not, you need to think about what kind of player you are. If you're a person who just plays, I think it's a harder sell. Mm-hmm. If you're a person who loves to create, it's an easy sell. Yeah. But I think either way, I think you should buy it.
1: Totally. But it also makes me wonder how important like their quote-unquote launches. launch is. You know, it's, yeah. it's been around for a long time. You'd be able to buy it for a long time uh not a ton has changed <laughs> you yeah. know, they, they mostly just changed like the menu you right. know like in it yeah. way, like before they launched and they added art stream um and uh, uh and uh, you know uh, correct me if i'm wrong I, you know I, I have uh um mostly been checking out a lot of old uh, levels that i haven't played but there's just like so much going on there that it's tough to be like i understand all of it like oh, i can no. totally get a, a picture of what this looks like but i think dreams will be you know only more valuable next month month after that you know, especially if like the price drops for like some like holiday sale or something at Christmas. It's like this game in a year. Like, and what if Media Molecule doesn't so end cool. up
0: supporting this with some crazy game that they've built in the tools? It's possible. Yeah. I mean, they could keep updating it. Will it happen? Yeah. I
1: don't know. If you get some, if, there, if there's some like Dreams, uh, uh, you know, P- or, or some like special PS5 with games package and just comes with Dreams and only, you know, for like 10 bucks extra. Shit. I mean, like, think
0: about launching packing in Dreams with PlayStation 5. Yeah. Think about that.
1: Yeah, or just doing, you know, having a a free for life PS Now month or something. Right, where it's, like, it's the PS Now game. All you got to do is download it, and you have it. And you a, have you it. Know, like, yeah, um,
0: because this game probably is ultimately going to live or die on the user created content. Let's be honest, it's not going to live based upon oh, people being course. able to create. But that's like the... It's going to live based upon people being able to consume the stuff that the other hard workers create.
1: But that's the beauty of it is because we were talking about that, you know, with creating content just at Viacom. But it's just like you think of all the ideas and all the stuff that hasn't happened because people aren't interested in doing it. Um, And it's just like when you have these communities together. I think one of the things that kind of needs to break down is I think you have a lot of... And probably it makes sense Like you have a lot of... uh, um, people introverts that are making games and are you know, nervous to like reach out and meet sure. other people yeah, yeah. and like kind of when you when you start to see some of those walls go down and like actual like companies like developing yeah. group you know like you see a name anytime i see like you know jobo productions and it's just like jobo's a dude you yeah know? Like, oh, of course, but when yeah. you start to see like no this is 10 this 20 is 30 dreamers yeah. that got together you know to do this thing um it's just cool i don't know it's it's I, i'm i'm more a you know positive about the future of this game than a lot of other games i can think of so I, I, think, I also think if you're you
0: know, just a player and you're not interested in creating i think it'll be It'll be fun the first two days because you'll uncover all these goofy – like there's one where you just like stab blueberries with a fork and they scream. Like <laughs> yeah. there's just all these weird like yeah, there's experiences. One, there's one you just
1: blown boxes up and you yeah. hit that you hit the triangle button and it resets. Yes, yeah, so, that's it. That's all there is. I did that for 45 seconds. Yeah, and and there, it was a great there's, 45 seconds. Right.
0: <laughs> there's, and there's just tons of stuff like that. The first couple days, it's like the honeymoon period. Of course. Then you kind of – you have a the lay of the land at that point. You know yeah. that like, okay – If I check out five things, probably three of them are going to suck, one of them is going to be okay, and one of them is going to be really cool. Um, And I think they can get better with their filtering, with their curation over time. Hundred percent, it's the number
1: one issue they have right now. Yeah, issue, but like, and I think that'll be easy
0: for them to fix. Um, I I understand why they want to put a lot of emphasis on user votes right now uh, because I think that's the easiest metric to kind of use. Uh, but I think the more they get their hands dirty with their curate— and we've learned this with Sifted, with curating content. Like, you can't just put up everything because yeah. then it just turns into a bunch of noise. Um, and I think if they get a little smarter, maybe hire some curators to go through the Dreamiverse and find the good stuff, mm-hmm. not just look for stuff that has a bunch of thumbs up because yeah. anything Sonic is going to be there, <laughs> sure. anything Mario, any of that stuff, it's always going to bubble up to the top. You're like, I well, it's know like, that. What's well, like—
1: I don't know. Like, it's interesting that they have that stuff in there. You know, is so it legal? Many things, there's like eight Zelda levels of. Co- yeah, I mean, there's like four Kokiri forests. Can they get away like, with that? Well, they can't. I mean, they. It, it all. it takes is just Nintendo to call them and tell them to take it down, and I'm like, that hasn't happened. You know, all like, they have to do a lot is take. Stuff and on that's there. right because it's just so like YouTube. Everyone's like, like kind of cool with it. The and copyright holder I mean,
0: like, requests you have to take it down within a reasonable time frame, and you're yeah. covered. With yeah.
1: Minecraft and stuff, I think once you actually like get into like games, I don't think that's that's kind of the wild west right now. I think it's what they're they're much more looking at like YouTube and you know yeah. people actually like stealing the product itself, or it's like oh sure you're gonna make some. Like I weird don't know, man. Thing. Nintendo
0: is aggro, man. Nintendo. I mean, there's they. No, <laughs> they shut down. I'm not down. here to say what Nintendo's gonna do. That's that's a fool's <laughs> that's a fool's yeah. errand. I mean, they shut down that awesome Super Mario 64
1: HD. But there's a Mario 64 is in there, man. Right now, yeah. You can I know. Play uh, or at least just like the first part of it, and it's not just not bad, not <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Here's one thing I would say. About
0: pretty much everything I played, I never, I didn't think any of the controls in anything I played were razor sharp. No. And go if you go back to Little Big Planet. Yeah. Look at like invisible walls back when that stuff came out. We always complained about the, the controls yeah. and the floatiness. And and in this game, and now you can't really blame it on Media Molecule, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is that the default settings for controls are. Great. Yeah.
1: They still feel loose. It's a baseline. Yeah. It's yeah. Just kind of, it's a little. It's yeah, a, little, it's a little, loose. little wobbly.
0: Um, and that kind of extrapolates out across pretty much every game on there. Again, something that they could fix with their algorithms and their mm-hmm. co- their code and stuff like that. So it's
1: funny, even just like the default like human that you're gonna you know, drop in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. You okay there, buddy?
1: Yep. Yeah. But uh, I've seen some people figure it out. Like I've seen some yeah. people kind of cut past it, and and either like I have not game... seen a great human yet. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Some of them look okay until they move. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like they're all like...
1: I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, I got so there
0: are, look, there are limitations. But sure. these are limitations that are not insurmountable mountains. They yeah. can work it out. They can code the game in a way that they can improve it. Yeah. So, for a launch week, yeah. it's pretty freaking amazing. And I
1: think for right now, there's some things, we're talking about racing games, some of the fun stuff on there, that they kind of lean into okay, if it's going to be wobbly, let me make it fun and wobbly. Yeah, know, yeah. Like, there's one oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Apocalypse or something. You're literally just a triangle, and you're just like flying through the end of the world, and like buildings are collapsing, all this stuff is happening around you. And like, it doesn't look great, but like, you are going fast enough and it is, and like, and if you die, just you respawn right, right away. Yeah. And so it's like, it's just smartly done as like, Ah, that was a crazy two minutes, and I think that's like, please do that, please people that are making dreams. It's like, don't you start one, and it's like, in an age, it's like I don't have time. (laughs) I don't. I. It's ambitious, and I, you know, kudos. And a lot of that stuff, of course, will end after like the first forest, and they're like, all right, see you later when I actually have time to finish it. I'm a college grad. What can I do? (laughs) Uh, So we
0: were both basically saying, buy it.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah but yeah. do you think it will sell? Especially too, if because it, it's so console. No, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Especially when it's so console specific. Yeah. Um. I don't. No. I don't see this. I don't think Sony's treated it like that. I don't think they. Have you seen any commercials for this? I don't. I don't feel that desperation there. I think this is something that Sony realizes. You put it's, it it's, out it's, there. It's, it's like a montage sweetener. Yeah, you're <laughs> It's like it's, it's something that it. anytime they're like yeah. boom, 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 yeah. boom, PlayStation Five. Like you're always yeah. going to see like what the hell was that game? And it's like oh, that's that thing that's bundled with the PS Five or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, like that's that fun thing that we all just kind of goof around. That it just seems like almost every PS PlayStation owner has just has. Yeah. You know, and so I could see it like oh hey, look at that. It's in the top twenty again. You know, just yeah. it's still around. And just ever – like once you, after two or three years, look at that chart. Be like, oh, look at that. It's only gone up. You know, like it really just – because it did hit that point kind of like with VR. Well, eventually it's going to get a hit. You're like, you you have to. Eventually there's going to be some game
0: created in dreams that everybody loves. And that will be the tipping point. It's like I was saying off camera earlier about how when you work on YouTube and you're not one of the big guys, you're trying to find the hit. You need the hit. To get people to your channels, and then they discover all your other content. You're like, oh, well, everything else you're doing is great too, but. You need that big thing to right. kind of make the spike to get people on board in the first place. So. And if
1: you're a Mario Maker fan, like you know, Mario Maker levels are better now than they've ever been. Oh yeah, so like, that's of just how it works. You yeah. know? it's like when yeah. you get the tools.
0: I mean, look at this. This is week and one, and somebody built no, yeah, a freaking—that's insane.
1: It's so good. It's
0: insane. And like,
1: there's rubber banding. Oh yeah, it's everything. It. It's nuts. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's impressive, man.
1: It's yeah, I, I eked out a win. You know, it's like, well, you know, what's fascinating for me? It's a good test. I actually want to make a short list of the the levels that did this. I, you know one of my goals for the review I actually want to focus on much more community stuff than media molecule stuff I have to show art stream but like in yeah, ev- yeah. the tutorials but like everything else I was like no nah, 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 I don't want to show the other levels they made I really want to focus on like the weird stuff yeah so I want to try to pick one level for every shot and I never want to show a dream twice oh. in, the, in the review um because i'm like two weeks late anyway <laughs> but uh um it's funny because i only capture like six minutes like per level yeah and some of them i'll be done after six you minutes can I'm capture like,
0: like a minute i'm usually. like this is fun <laughs>
1: especially somewhere you level up and you're like oh damn i just got level two and it's like i could sink into this yeah, actually, yeah. you know because i'm sure the thing's only like two well, it's also really max.
0: dry right now there's not a lot of other things right. to play it helps there's
1: some things that they you know production values you know aside like the person developing it had a fun idea and really developed like, they at least got me hooked enough to be curious how this ends or kind of like what, there was one platform platformer really called the Pilgrim that's just like chef's kiss. Like, wow. so, because the guy got it. He's like, you got 15 minutes? <laughs> you know, I'll make you feel like you beat a game. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just each area is like, oh, I, I lit the torches. Oh, okay, here I go. Like moving on, it's really well put together. Um, floaty, and you know, it has, <laughs> of course, that's <laughs> all the issues uh, that the other things do. But um, it's it's interesting. There's, I think there were like, like I said, there were like ten or fifteen of them that I'm like, okay, I'm not going to capture this, but I I have to beat this because yeah, yeah. this is phenomenal. You're enjoying it. Yeah. Ruckus is you play Ruckus, yeah, play man. It. Yeah, oh, it's impressive. Ruckus is really good, and it's funny because the VO comes in from like the the medics and the, yep. the news people, and it's clearly some like twelve year old kids. You know. That was crazy. Clever dude who's got a lot of time on his hands.
0: Yeah, I mean it was basically like an updated version of what's that old arcade game? Or you rampage? Yeah, rampage. Yeah,
1: and I think they have. There's even like a couple of rampage jokes in there. Yeah,
0: it's um, amazing. But like yeah. I played what's that, the next until thing that, was that guys going to do. Yeah, like, and it's like how many cool. buildings can I destroy before the time? And I played it all the way to the end. I played it the whole time. So there are some gems in there, yeah. and as time goes on, there will be more. But I think right now, both of us recommend people buy it.
1: Space Cadet 2020. If you have dreams and you're like Space Cadet, I haven't heard just, yeah, that was a good, a good example. A game that does graphics and floaty and that has nothing to do with it. It's just yeah. kind of what the person did. And there's no, I can't think of a game outside of Unity and, you know, Unreal and stuff like that where you could. And there are people who, that like just that. create
0: cinematics,
1: movies, just music. Yeah. Just multi- like somebody recreated models.
0: the opening to Episode 4, Star Wars <laughs> Episode 4. Yeah. it was rough around the edges, but it was cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually managed su- to do like the text scrolling into space. And I
1: saw some, uh, uh, um, some thing that was just like a, a, a spaceship taking off from a planet, and some like, you know, Robotech comes by and, like, and crazy, just you know, tackles hits the a engines rocket. and flies away. Yeah. And you're like, is it? You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like a, it it's a 15 second animation, but yeah. it's amazing stuff like know? that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you
0: get stuff there, it is right there. Like, they yeah. totally did it. So it's you pretty just get, insane.
1: Yeah, you just get all these people together. And just as someone who's like goofed around with the tools, and I even hit a point. You know, inevitably, I'm going to hit some point chain where yeah, I'm going to find some logic thing and be like, oh, god, I don't want yeah, because I do actually have two dreams that I'm like, oh, this is like a game idea I've always wanted to do that. I knew wouldn't cost too much, but enough that I'd hell. No, I'm not going to invest in that. Um, and so I'm like, maybe I could do it. And just the moment it gets down to like, well, I want to do this thing that affects the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? You know, do I have to go? Person by person and, It's too much. That's where um, I draw the line. I can't but do once it. Once you find it, like text is a great example. Like I did, I wanted I, I wanted to build something that had text for the review itself just to kind of show like you know, discovering new tools. And once I was like, Oh, that's how that works, you kinda of get oh. So like An all epiphany. right, now I wanna now yeah, I wanna yeah. mess around with text for a little bit and that's see true. what I can do. And that's how yeah. subtitles work and that's how you menus work. Yep. Like oh neat. So, like, you do – if you do kind of push yourself, you you have these little victories. And, again, it just doesn't – to me, it doesn't feel like something where it's like, all right, I got really got to commit to this for a month, and then I'm out. And it's like, again, like, I just see myself, you know, kind of, oh, yeah, Dreams. I haven't played that in like yeah, a yeah. month. Well, something we will pop up. And,
0: something – a game will pop polygon will YouTube, tweet. Or... Polygon's going
1: to tweet this every day. You know, yeah, gonna yeah, Some There's going to be some yeah. other – look what And so, sure, yeah. let's do it. Uh, uh, Greg Miller's been a big champion of this. He built something, like, through – oh, and just in a community-focused stuff. You know, it's like if you have – you just can like build a studio, man. Yeah. You know, just have people like yeah. deathmatch on this desk. Yeah. Like, you know? when, when at
0: first, when I was like, okay, what am I going to build? And I was like, okay, I'm going to take the sifted logo, I'm going to lay it down flat, and yeah. I'm going to make a maze out of it, and I'm going to yeah, make cool. a shooter. And then, like, I got literally like an hour and a half into it. <laughs> I was like, true. see
1: ya. Everybody, All the guys were making fun of me because I'm like, Dreams are really intuitive. And they're like, what have you built? And I'm like, I've, I've started building a lot of things. And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, have you not finished like, anything? It's like I'm not interested. It's because yeah. th- that's what hits you in the face. You're like, yeah. oh.
0: It gets to the hard part, basically. This takes a long time.
1: Yep. So, so anyway, that's Dream. Give it time.
0: Give it time. Two thumbs up from the both of us. We both say buy it. It's cheap. Um, you're gonna, you'll be able to play it for the rest of your life, honestly. Relative
1: to what you get. And, I, and again, as you're just a PlayStation owner, it's like, this is coming to PSVR. And then, oh boy, that'll yep. be fun. This actually, B and VR with the controllers and just like mm.
0: yeah, this actually dovetails nicely into our next topic, which is January MPD. We are going to talk about like the games that sold really well in January, but really what I want to want to discuss here is the transition from Generation Eight to Generation Nine. And the way I the reason I said it dovetails from the last topic is because that's what's going to happen with Dreams. So I said mm-hmm. you're going to be able to play this forever. I think there's a lot of people right now wondering. Am I really gonna be able to play these games forever that are on my PlayStation 4 or my Xbox One? Are they really gonna be that backwards compatible? So maybe some people are reluctant to pick up Dreams because they're like, wait a minute, in five months I'm buying a PlayStation 5 and then it's gone. And then, no, I mean, in that case, I think Dreams probably will work on PlayStation 5, although I don't think it's gonna be as easy as you might think, or as easy as some ports. Um, But anyway, The evidence is bearing out in the MPD report. People are bailing on this generation much more quickly than they have prior generations of consoles. Um, January spent, overall spending was down 26% year over year with January of last year. Um, There was a report put out, I think it was by MPD, where they showed that the fall off, as far as people still buying hardware and software from this generation, compared to what happened in the transition from the 360 and the PS3, it's almost double as far as people bailing and stopping buying products. Why do you think that is? Especially when (laughs) we're living in this age where you just assume you're going to get a game and you can probably play it for the next however long because of all the the way the hardware is, the architecture works now, the way that backwards compatibility is working. Um, It seems odd. To me, consumers should have more confidence now than ever that something that they're going to buy right now will still work on the new hardware a year from now.
1: I think it's more about like we're. Uh, I mean, look at the PlayStation Five, like the PlayStation Four. Like they're so, they had such a great generation. They made so much money, and then now they just like ghosted everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they, they just took off. They really have. you know, like, well, you only have those four games, and it's just like, yeah, those four games are Ghost of Tsushima. You know, like yeah, they're huge. Last of Us, like yeah. you know, Final Fantasy, which you know is it, is coming to other things eventually, but uh, it. I think they're going to do okay and and I think that's kind of where everybody is I think actually uh, for as interesting as all the stuff that Microsoft is doing the uh, the Switch is just like had such a killer oh, in 2019 and
0: but even it in January for the first oh, time sure. went down but
1: I remember even like Luigi like before that came out it felt like nothing really happened Yeah, you know, for nothing's really happened since <laughs> right uh, the last
0: time I played my Switch was to play Luigi's Mansion 3
1: uh, but then again we got you know Breath of the Wild 2 that's probably coming out you know yep. uh, Damiani thinks this year no he was like could be like, no it could probably, be yeah. um, but you never know and even like I could see them wasn't it like with a year that we Odyssey was announced and it came out, mm. wasn't like super quick, you yeah, know? Like I think, yeah, I guess it, or maybe like the first time we saw it, like the first yeah, like it real like, gameplay it, I think trailer. It was less than a year. It was not a long time. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, it's really you know, Resident Evil. I think it was like the most fascinating thing. Yeah. Like six months. Bam. And go, like both of them. And, and how, how good it was. Both, <laughs> yeah. It's like RE three is like, how are they going to mess that? Up? There's no way they can mess that up. You know, RE two was so good. Um. So just think, yeah, it, they're clearly everyone's holding their breath. Everybody, you know, and and. But they have not it in prior weird. generations.
0: That's the thing. That's what's different. Not so this time. much.
1: Not so much as they it, are doing right now. Yeah, I yeah.
0: mean, a lot of times, prior generations, the year before the new consoles came out, they would sell more software than ever because yeah. that's when your installed base is gigantic. But for whatever reason, this time, people seem to be pulling back, and maybe they, maybe they're anticipating that these consoles are going to cost a lot more, which we'll get into a little later in the but show. People
1: might not be interested in buying consoles. Like I don't know. Yeah, it seems like seems like Microsoft and Sony are really trying to read the room right now and can't, like yeah. really efficiently or comfortably that they're like, we're not, we are not going first. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> has seems, to. I know, yeah.
0: But who, why would you? I was talking about this. I think I, we packed her off camera when yeah. I sh- we shot with him. And I was like, "Why would you go first? Why wouldn't you just sit there and wait?"
1: Could, I think you could go both ways because if you go first, you could just, no one could care the second time around. But then if the second time around, is but if better, you go first, you know,
0: the second person can always trump you. Yeah. They can always they just might make, not be able to do it. They can always know? set the price lower. They yeah. can always bump the release date up. Or I mean, there's no advantage to going first.
1: None. There is. I mean, it's other uh, than the getting the like word I said, out or, there. The bravitas, you know, or the You know, like bravado. Like it's just the, the gravitas. Like it's just the you know, to, to kind of step out, be the first person to show up to the party. I don't. That doesn't translate is, into money, though. Not really. Not all the time. That <laughs> doesn't work that No, no. Way. Yeah. Um, so why I mean, would you well, ever well, be first? It's Nintendo like, was first because technically the Switch is you know, the yeah, beginning of Gen 9. I you, guess. You I, I do up.
0: not consider it the beginning of Gen 9. Yeah. I, I consider it the end of Gen 8. Sure.
1: Yeah. Um, they just uh, they they made a Wii U gamepad that didn't need to be plugged yeah. into.
0: Well, they've been staggered play. for a while yeah. now. I mean, they've been basically mid gen now for a couple generations, so it's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, and I think most people will consider Gen Nine officially kicking off with the PS Five and Series X. Sure. I think, except for Nintendo fans. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, everybody well, else.
1: It's the kind of thing when you say you know Happy New Decade in 2020, they're like, actually, you're like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, shut up, it's 20- 20- <laughs> 20 it's <laughs> 2020. You're right. I get it. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. On paper.
0: Yep. So things are slowing down a lot. And I mean, just look at these first couple months of the year. It's been a night. I hate to say it, but it's been a nightmare getting Game Face shows together every week. I don't know how you guys are doing over on the Easy Ally podcast. I've never moderated that
1: thing before this Uh last week. So it's been work. Thankfully, don't have to do it.
0: You, You should be very thankful. It's been work this entire year so far, getting shows together. Like, you're just scraping.
1: Um
0: so, yeah, spending is down 26% year over year. Software is down 31%. Mm. So, actually, hardware hasn't taken as bad a hit or as software has, which is completely out of the ordinary. Mm. Now it's normal for hardware to start leveling off, but software usually just keeps going up and up and up, and here it's down. Yeah. Now, granted, last January there was Resident Evil 2 Remake, and there was one other big game. I can't remember what it was. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, no! yeah, yeah. And yeah. this month, all we have was this year, all hit we have was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, yeah. which reviewed okay, but it's not in the same class as those games. So there, there's some wiggle room in here for why sales were down so much. Um, so, do you think that it's wrapping up more quickly? Do you feel like it? That's what's happening, or do you? Am I crazy? Am I delusional?
1: No, I, th- I think it makes sense because I think they're just less. They're, they're. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I don't know to confirm that is that we haven't really had like that, you know. Uh, um... The Senwa's saga, like that announcement was cool, but that's yeah. just like one game again. And we have like some game that we know in the PS5. boy, I can't tell Dangerfall. Godfall. Deathfall, Godfall. Yeah. Um and like, okay, these are fun. But again, like we just haven't really had that dump. We don't really know specifically like what, right. and what so games might what be. What do be passed, you think, launch, not knowing launched, that people would be like, is.
0: well, I don't even know what this stuff is, I should just keep buying games for my PS4 or my Xbox One X. Seems weird that they've
1: But it's not I mean, there's Stadia, there's you know, there's just yeah. a lot to invest in. Game pass. Um, you know and even like you know like disney plus or you know there's just there's just a lot to spend your money on potentially and so it's like Too much. what investment do we really have what wh- how much of a person's life do we you know can we really take up as a playstation 5 or xbox series x so it's like uh, we don't know how much can we expect to you know for people to set aside to really invest in this and like when that happens that message needs to be so clear and so satisfying that we can't like parse it out we really have to just like hit and do a big event that's what it seems like they're doing yeah so, again, if we don't really get that big Sony events, like, interesting play, guys. <laughs> I think GDC is when it's going to happen. Cool. I just have to <laughs> – I have no – I'm not going was, to not gonna waste out. any energy, like, trying. Yeah. To be, you know when. It's like, yeah. who knows what they're doing? Who knows? Uh,
0: I liked your John Oliver cool,
1: by the way. So, First of all, cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, why do you
0: think Switch is down in spending, though? It should, it's in its uh, heyday right now.
1: With new – It's yeah. on all Gotta cylinders. get that pink version out.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. Don't you think that's strange?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: the software hasn't really stopped. I mean, I thought Luigi's Mansion Three. It was like my runner-up for Game of the Year. I freaking loved
1: it. I thought it was great. Yeah, waiting for a new version of that, but like that doesn't necessarily seem likely. No, it didn't. Look, I'm it...
0: not saying the sales for that were that great, but it was a really good game that just came out like oh, right, a month yeah. ago. So it. I don't know. They're still getting software support. It's weird to me that sales would. Drop.
1: I, I think or maybe it finally hit its zenith. Maybe I think the there. software support, yeah, is outstanding. On yeah, the console. it's been amazing. Really I mean, def- I've
0: never seen a Nintendo console like this since like the
1: SNES. Like I'm mentioning to play a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, what, yeah.
0: What, <laughs> it's crazy. It's great to see. Like <laughs> I, it, a good, a powerful Nintendo is always good for the industry. It yeah. just always is. It, it need Nintendo needs to have a certain level of success in the industry at all times, in my opinion. Yeah, because they shade a lot of stuff that happens everywhere else. So their ideas seem wacky and out of left field, but eventually other people start looking at them and they take them and they're like, oh, well, I know how to apply this to a wider audience than what Nintendo is reaching. We need that in the industry. We need Nintendo to inspire other developers to take its kind of core concepts and expand on them and in all honesty, sometimes make them better.
1: One shot in the dark is that they know, like, okay, we got Prime 4 coming, we got Breath of the Wild 2 or do coming, we? we got Odyssey 2 coming. Like, I think, yeah, it's again, it's just the same thing as... Sony sitting back on a lot of stuff potentially that's that still have yet to come out, or you know, like looking how much they actually did invest in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's just like, wow, like they all have these big whales yeah. that they want to try to like land in a big way, and I wonder if you know Nintendo's like, okay, we we, we have these big titles coming that we know, let's just really not screw these up. Because we there's they haven't screwed up a lot like they a haven't. lot of franchises yeah. have shown up like Mario Nailed Party it. it's like one of the only times they like yeah. and even that was like better than the last one it was so, yeah um there were I mean, some like Mario Tennis like there's yeah. just a lot of like I enjoyed fun that stuff. too yeah. so I wonder if like Nintendo's looking at 2020 and they're like what do we want out of 2020 can we really like win it you know like considering just how much people are just naturally financially it should win it there's not a lot of, share wise probably not uh yeah I don't it's tr- it's tricky just because there's gonna be so much bluster if they you know. They can only make so
0: many of the consoles.
1: Yeah. And and I, I mean, chances think, are for wait, each one, two or three million
0: is all it's going to be out is
1: there. Isn't this some the, there's some weird, it's going to start drying up for some reason? Or, yeah, we'll start, yeah.
0: We'll, we have a topic later on where we discuss. I just I could those, see Nintendo but, kind
1: of, you know, not, not pushing it so hard because they realize that like so many people are going to be arguing about PS, you know, Sony versus Microsoft. Yeah. They're just like, just yeah, go do that. I think Nintendo, Get it out of your system. while they're
0: arguing, we will be collecting all the money. And then once you have decided, <laughs> yeah, once you have
1: decided what console you want to buy and you're disappointed with both of those launch libraries, we're going to drop a new Metroid, a new Zelda, and a new Mario. And, you know, Exactly. We're going to go through that whole Financially, I think crazy, n- Nintendo
0: yeah. will rule this year Um, have you ever seen such a slow start to a year Brandon for the gaming industry
1: dude you want I don't don't, I'm lucky I remember what happened last year (laughs) because I knew there was one other game it wasn't Kingdom Hearts because I didn't play it but like Resident Evil I definitely was like whoa in January yeah Usually doesn't XCOMs like one of the only other like Januarys I remember being like woohoo where there this year was something starting worth off playing yeah uh, uh, you're right January not, is always slow that's yeah, just that's typical it wasn't
0: last year but usually it is yeah February though because if
1: you get like more than two games for Christmas like you're, I mean you're not playing you know that third one yeah, until yeah. January at least yeah you know, Ubisoft so is usually good. good
0: to put out a big game in February or March um, but obviously a lot of its stuff got delayed oh, and, barren, and pushed though, back, whole
1: and, I mean again talking about holding your breath like, yeah they just like took off it's funny because I didn't, I didn't think that was so warranted it was like well you guys are beating yourself up over yeah it's not that bad come on like well, you just it, like you just i don't
0: know there were there were harbingers there showing that there yeah, were cracks that, in armor. to lower. me they've
1: been there before like that's yeah. just that's a kind of that that's just seasonal at ubisoft that i just, think they're what, such a big company they try these big initiatives and like something they don't work and they they pivot what i would
0: say is that ubisoft became uninspired and their games mm. were actually, as far as like how buggy they were, they were either no different than they used to be, or they actually they were actually a little bit better. But the inspiration in their games just seems to have just dissipated. Like mm. I loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but like the Division Two, just whatever. Oh, Breakpoint, sure. whatever. Oh, Breakpoint
1: was super whatever. <laughs> I mean, Breakpoint was
0: broken yeah, in a lot no, of ways. Breakpoint,
1: Breakpoint's what you know. Breakpoint broke. Ubisoft though.
0: and I'll, look, I'll say this: I loved the Division Two for the week that I played it. I haven't gone back to it since launch week.
1: Admittedly, though. no. I yeah. finished
0: it and had a really good time. I played a lot of it with like a fellow sifter and mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with it. And but once like the eval was done, mm-hmm. I never went back. Um, so that's what I say when I say uninspired. Like they don't get my heart into their products mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and I think that's what they're trying to recapture.
1: It's gonna be interesting to see Gods and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. That's one that has.
0: Who knows? I and mean, we
1: saw so little of it that it's yeah. like, that could be massive. It could. That could be a kind of thing that, if like... If it's a
0: Zelda-like game yeah, with is, the underpinnings has, of Assassin's Creed, it yeah. could be, like, the biggest game of the year. It has good so,
1: potential. And then yeah. we all remember, oh, remember that dinky little trailer we saw, that 45-second yeah. thing? That we ran
0: on Game Face a million times. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, oh, B-Genie 2 and, yeah. you know... Which uh, obviously isn't coming Skull this year Bones, now. So like and They were all of, delayed out. Yeah. A lot of things. Like, they
0: don't have release dates now. Skull and Bones doesn't. It's weird. Skull and Bones is... I think it weird. might be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's a uh, you, you show a game at E3, and then it just disappears. You a game at E3, yeah. man. That was,
1: yeah. a, that was a rollicking roller, uh, multiplayer session. Yeah, it that was had huge. It was great.
0: They had like 50 kiosks we were down there. We all screaming at each other. And, and then like, it just disappeared. Yeah. So, yeah. I uh,
1: I feel like Ubisoft has lost a little bit of its magic,
0: and whatever they need to do to get, ba- get it back, I'm all
1: for it. And but, I mean, you even look at, uh, you know, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and it's just like, oh, yeah, that was a fun thing that EA did last in the gen. It's like, yeah, yeah it only took them all gen to do anything in Star Wars other than yeah. Battlefront. So yeah. it's like, you know. Let's actually talk about. Not, even the successes are kind of like, you know, it took you long enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we do have the top 20 games. Mm-hmm. Um, what stands out to you the most? Obviously, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot number one. Call of Duty and Modern Warfare number two, Madden
1: yeah sure Madden Madden, Madden and NBA and Mario Kart eight are just like there they are and GTA five it's like they don't whenever never
0: thought of five back in the top five for like, the first time since like <laughs> any like a
1: year like if you think about this is like there's like the topsoil that like kind of gets brushed off and in, back into the ocean and then it reveals like the the rocks and the the shells underneath yeah. that's Madden NFL GTA five NBA two k twenty Mario Kart eight Minecraft. <laughs> These things that are just like they're always going Look to at be there. 14, Star Wars
0: Battlefront 2, which we're seeing right yeah. now. yeah, uh, That's
1: insane. D- no, I mean they have I mean last it's year was three Star years Wars old. Year. Last year was Star Wars year. Last year was Mandalorian. Yes. Last year was Mandalorian, Fallen Order, you know, last you know, Rise of Skywalker, uh, you know, the announcement, like Clone Wars is coming back, Rebels is getting a season four like there's this always uh season five, I think. Like there's um uh there's just a lot of yeah, Last I mean was it was like the, 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 the new grand films Star came Wars out. party, all building yeah. up to something. I'm still surprised
0: had... Battlefront 2 is back in the top 20 in January. Yeah, that's odd.
1: Um, I mean, just it is a multiplayer game, and you just never know when those suckers are going to resurface. I guess you know, when you see something. Uh, How about Ring Fit Adventure popping up at number nine? Dude, that's got to be my number one. I think of just huh? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because
0: list, like whoa. So I went to Sorry get about, it, yeah, and it was sold out like everywhere in LA. I finally found one at, like, a Target over in, like, Inglewood. All the other stores were all sold out. All the Best Buys were sold out. I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing's like a smash hit. So then I play it, and I'm like, oh, this isn't that all that great. I'm like, it does get my heart rate up. Serves its purpose. I mm. probably won't play it after I'm done evaluating it. Um, and then the MPDs come out, and it's, like, nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, it was sold out in L.A. Yeah. How, how did it not even, like, create a blip? And then here we are in January... And we're seeing that it has legs. That it could very well end up being kind of Nintendo's next fitness hit. Um, did you play it? Did you mm-hmm. like
1: it? I mean, I the thing I like the most about it is just like I'm such a – RPG junkie just in terms of like any that's the thing about some of like even like the worst dreams when you get to like level one to level two it's like oh that dopamine rush (laughs) (laughs) so it's like it's tough to turn around I saw I was like am I gonna play this like am I gonna just put this in the garage and just maybe run out there every now and then and do it Um, as much as I do love fitness uh, but it's funny because Nintendo's been trying so hard you know, to try to recapture that Wii Sports magic. Yeah. That uh, it's every now and then. I don't then... know that this does it. No, but... of course not. But like every now and then, when something does, you know, oh, it kind of comes close. Then mm-hmm. no, no, it's not going to be this. But, it, it appears uh, to have legs, so yeah, this it's could surprising. be a product
0: that continues to sell well as more people discover it. Again, I didn't see a whole lot of marketing for this game.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Like I saw a couple of commercials on MTV. I think when I was watching Ridiculousness, and that's pretty much it. Which is the only reason you would ever watch MTV. <laughs> Oof. There you go. <laughs> Let's just be Shots honest. Fired. <laughs> Uh, anything else? At all, so there you go. Anything else? Uh, Pokemon so far down? Does that, does that surprise you? Now it's got two versions. But Pokemon Sword in January, just a month and a half after it came out, is all the way down at number twelve. Pokemon Shields at twenty.
1: That's so probably thi- overall yeah.
0: that probably puts it inside the top ten between the two of them. But well, are sure, you su- yeah. are you surprised that no, it's I not wonder, done better?
1: I wonder if that's the kind of thing they expect because like there now there's so many other just masters, the mobile game, you know, and it's like I, I have seen a lot of ads like for that. And so like it's uh I think there's, there's just Temtem which is like the knockoff It's uh, like huge. I, I enjoy Temtem. Uh, <laughs> you you've <were> been playing? <laughs> I did play a little bit of Temtem. Um but, yeah, Pokemon's interesting because they have the, the DLC that's coming, too. And so, like, those are going to be probably two spikes that are yeah, going to happen. For sure. One's in the summer, and the other one's, like, a month away or something. Like, it's just around the corner. So, I, I wonder if those are expected in terms of, you know, saving the, their steam for, like, actually pushing when they have these other big events. But it's just, like, man, I just finished streaming Pokemon Silver. I feel like I cannot get away from Pokemon. Is that <laughs> <it>? Pokemon's <laughs> not something where it's just, like, wow, How people aren't it? talking about Pokemon anymore. It's, like, I didn't get that memo. <laughs> like, How did you like Sword and Shield? Uh... <laughs> Sword and Shield's funny because it's one Which of those things... Which should you things... like
0: better, Sword and Shield or Let's Go?
1: Peek oh, Sword and Shield. I mean, Did those, you? Yeah, I didn't finish Let's Go. Let's Go was fun, but I just... I didn't play any Pokemon game until I played Red four years ago like for a feature, oh, wow. for a feature that we did at, uh, and I've just been kind of stuck with the franchise ever since because I, I love RPGs I liked it a lot more than How I had How had you never had played one? That's why it was special <laughs> like going back. Yeah. That's crazy Dude not even a GT not even for a countdown I know nothing. That's nuts I never touched it not even held a Game Boy that's with insane. it in the cartridge like or that's with it nuts. in the slot Yep never never in my life Wow Because I just thought The whole world is opened up really to I didn't really realize eyes. there was a different I thought the card game was a part of the RPG like I just had a no. lot of really weird Misconceptions yeah. about it. I was like, "Oh, there's a story." I was no, like, "That's a, a role-playing RPG. game, dude." Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! You know that's
0: great. I wish I could find a franchise like that that is really good that well, I never knew about. We did that
1: show, and people are like, "Do it again!" And I'm like, "Dude, this there no, is that's one no, that's an anomaly." There's no way that that I would love this much that I would yeah. clearly be like, "Whoops!" Yeah, like, I, how did I screw up? If I I just didn't have that friend that like and uh, you know uh, to give my my old friend you know Tadashi Kitajima credit, it was him who like had Final Fantasy 6 the Famicom and was like, "You are effing playing this?" And uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, whoa!" You know, like you need that. Though. So every now and then you do have that thing where. You're Friend is just like you. You have to Jeff Groats is like Halo Xbox. You're buying it today. I was like, oh, I wasn't planning on getting an Xbox, but sure. And then, just like, <laughs> and then you're cow. like, now I like, get it. And that was twin stick shooters. You know, yeah. not twin stick necessarily, but uh, you know, yeah, dual just That whole you know, yeah. And so that just like launched me down that. Um, so I enjoyed it I played all of it Uh, again Temtem I actually checked out and like did enjoy yeah like it's kind of fun to get on the ground floor with something like that with early access what I would call a good game definitely not like (laughs) Temtem? no the Pokemon Sword I wouldn't either especially having played Red so recently and then now this and it's just like I actually like Let's Go more than this holy cow the, we we're still not doing some of this stuff, you know. Like, they, like, Temtem doesn't have to do a whole lot to like break new ground, <laughs> as far as no, because like, they've been doing I the thought, same thing you know, for like thirty years. Yeah, Pokemon it's... would be doing. And it, you know what's so funny, Shane, is like there was it, being in GT was so interesting because I re- I did voiceover so many reviews, and I took a break from Superman Returns on the Xbox 360 to GTA V right at the end of the gen. I don't know if you remember when I did GTA V. I, I didn't yeah. review something in a long time because yeah. I just did retros and so right. I did features. Yeah, that was was yeah. really fun. Um, so like you know, actually getting back into it. Uh, So like during that time, this like two, three year gap when all I'm doing is getting scripts. And I remember every time a Pokemon game would come out, I'd get the script and be like, oh, come on. You know, like people would be so harsh. (laughs) Well, you get it from me. Did you review them? Yeah. Yeah. I I remember you were just like, come on. Yeah, I reviewed all the the Pokemon games at GT. Like they're not really like innovating. And I was just like, wow shane's being really harsh on pokemon and now i'm in the world and it's like no dude he's it. totally right <laughs> but it's the same thing pokemon makes me i mean it is nintendo but it also reminds me of nintendo where it's just like hey nintendo stop doing that and then you just see how many billions yeah they had, like, all right yeah. never mind <laughs> although this appears to not be selling quite as well it's the best selling pokemon game ever isn't is it? it yeah wow it had the best so basically op- it had the best opening of any pokemon so basically game. everybody so really, just bought it i think on it's day the one. number one switch title and pokemon it at ninety six billion, I think is the most profitable media enterprise of all time. Wow. Which I which we I've been obsessed with. It's crazy with. that it's fallen. It this came far up on the podcast and we talked about it. But then that, again, that's the thing is it's just one arm of this, you know, Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just true. This, like they they just are still consuming. I mean, there are people that um, you know, for them Go is the daily thing. You know, it's just not it's just something that's like such a big deal. And I see that get updated all the time. But uh, I, yeah, if, I also I,
0: haven't played that since, like, the oh, Phenomenon. Who the time? You know, like the,
1: <laughs> Andrew Goldfarb, it's about it. But they, uh, I just I kept having that moment again and again, probably about 50 times when I was uh, playing this. Because I wasn't reviewing it, but like, I knew I had to speak about it to yeah, our community. Yeah. Where I was like, having a blast playing this, can't stop playing it. I hate so many things that they did about the <laughs> development. I'm not into the story at all. In fact, I like it, story frustrate, was bad. it frustrates me at certain yeah. points. And I cannot stop thinking about, they could have done this better. They could have done this better. And that gets tiring. You know, like when you play a game, you're just like... Ugh. And then 50 hours later. Even like, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Greedfall I didn't play until this year, actually. I didn't play ah, until January. That's a hidden gem. That's my jam. Yeah. And there were so many problems with that game. Yeah. But I at least kind of settled more into like, okay, I can get a sense of like what the developer does and kind of their, where they decided to cut corners in the sake of like getting this massive world realized. Yeah. But like this, it's like this, this the number one, <laughs> the number one people, they've made this game 12, you know, even more hidden. than that with remakes and everything yeah. else. Come on, guys. <laughs> well then,
0: well then they try to incorporate sort of a, a pseudo open world in this, and then which is appreciated and but fun then, as hell but to then run around. Temtem but... comes out, and you're like,
1: yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, like
0: this little team of ten dudes. Well, the major
1: thing, you know, Temtem has like quests, and it's like, was that hard?
0: Yeah, is it that hard? <laughs> they like, actually have like interesting,
1: dynamic conversations yeah. you have with people that live yeah. in the world, and you're like. I don't you know I can't speak to the whole franchise. I have now played and completed 4 of the mainline Pokemon games, none of them. That's had enough. Anything, you know. That's enough. One had it in a fun, you know, Final Fantasy 1 on the NES kind of way where you're like, "Oh, that was a satisfying adventure to go through." And the rest of these are like
0: Have what? you played Black what? and White yet? No.
1: Oh, I that's played, the best one. Okay. Yeah. Uh I every everyone's got their fave. I played uh yeah, Red and Blue, Silver or, or sorry, Red, Silver which I just finished sun when it came out and and played like and then, you know, just uh shield specifically and then a little bit of Let's Go probably yeah. got about halfway through the campaign, but it I just played I enjoyed Red Let's Go more like. than
0: than Sword and Shield. It, yeah. I had liked it; it was more, it was simplified. Like the the ways that they complicate the game in this, I didn't think that they needed it. It's well, like, Red,
1: yeah, Let's Go is the world of Red, which doesn't try to sell itself as anything more than just a yeah, you know, a happy jolly world. Yeah, of yeah. and it's right the original 151,
0: Pokemon. which are the only Pokemon I give a crap about, really. Yeah. The icons, like, yeah,
1: looking better than ever.
0: Yeah, I didn't need; I don't need all the other ones. But, the,
1: no, honestly, but. Uh, they just they it's they it's sugar, man. They, it is.
0: I, I look. I played it for it's 50 like hours.
1: You eat a sugar cookie, and somebody's like, is that the best sugar cookie of the year? And you're like, no, but can I have five more? Yeah, I, you know? but I still love sugar <laughs> cookies.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're going to talk next about Generation 9. We've already kind of touched on this a little bit uh, throughout the course of our other discussions, uh, but because I never get to talk to you about video games anymore, I again, I wanted to talk about kind of the bigger stuff that's going on right now, and really there's nothing bigger uh, then the impending launches of PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, what a lot of people believe may be the final generation of consoles. Pactor's been beating that drum a little bit. Uh, to start, how do you? I got to feel- catch
1: up on on some Pactor. Okay, I missed that. <laughs> but
0: to start, how do you feel about that? Do you think that these might be the last consoles?
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to predict tech. I don't, I, yeah. you know, it's like, because that's not really our wheelhouse either. Yeah. Um, I, I can kind of predict what, you know, once we have a product and once I see like specifically how people are marketing it, like I'm, I get more focused after the fact when someone's like, okay, this is the thing that we're trying to make and then get an understanding of what that product is. And then, then I can like step back and be like, I don't think you're selling this the right way. Um, with the Wii U is a great example. You're like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, it's like nobody was like, oh boy, this is gonna be. You. We were all kind of like waving our arms, like, yeah. no. <laughs> and it didn't work out, you yeah. know. And so it's like sometimes yeah. we actually are. Sometimes we actually are right, yeah. You know, but um, uh, I, I'll tell you this. I thought I think it lasts now. I thought I definitely thought that was gonna be a point, but it's like you look at what Microsoft is doing. I think they're trying to model it much more over, like, Apple and Samsung, you know, where they're just like, hey, you come to us for tech that lets you play games. Don't worry so much about, like, hey, it's another gen starting. It's like we're going to keep pumping out all sort of wacky versions of this Xbox Series thing. Um, At least that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Because there's going to be, like, Xbox Series S S and and blah, blah,
0: blah. And Plus and XXX. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get just as confusing as it is already.
1: um, So – And you know, I think that's smart because uh, you see the way games are changing with uh, um, just all sorts of different wacky, you know, pricing models from like free to play stuff that's actually like pretty damn good, you know, now, and uh, you know, to stuff that has like varying pricing structures, early access, where there's like different Kickstarter, like there's all these different ways that you can jump in and invest different things to get different specific experiences. There's a lot of different doorways now. There's a
0: side door and there's a back door. Right. It's kind of like how websites change when social media started. So it used to be, I'm sure you remember, Game Trailers, the homepage of Game Trailers just got hammered. Yeah. Every day. They just came to gametrailers.com mm-hmm. and that's how everybody got there. As social media started happening and we had all these hooks out in the social media, suddenly they're coming in from like all these different directions and what was on our homepage didn't matter as much anymore. Yeah. It was more about what's on every page. Yeah. Like how do if somebody comes here and gets for this one video, How do we get them hooked so that they stay and keep watching videos and then watch one of our reviews and then watch one of our previews and then watch invisible walls, blah, blah, blah. It changed everything. And that's what's happening with games right now. The access point, to me, is being diversified. It's not – there's not just this one point of entry now. Yes. And there's just all – it's like tentacles. There's all these different ways that you can get to the center. Um, And I think that's why a lot of people think that maybe this might be the last sort of – Traditional console generation, maybe.
1: I'm not surprised that Microsoft is shaking it up because they've had like a complex about their naming convention, yeah. you know, ever since they first started <laughs> out, where they were like, we can't call it the two because yeah. they got the three. You're right. Like, nobody cares, dude. <laughs> they don't. Nobody cares, yeah. dude. If you have good games, you're worried dude, about the wrong nobody stuff. Nobody cares, you know. Yeah. But uh, um, I, just the PlayStation Six is just so sexy, uh, just, you know. Just how do you not the PlayStation you know, like, Six? <laughs> you know, like that's already so built in. They put they've invested so much to try to make that happen. Uh, and they're finally at that point. I just don't, I think they still got to, you know, some more milk to get out of that cow. But, uh, um, it's, it, it's certainly not going to be traditional. And like you said, I think that's like the, the greatest way to sum it up is there's just going to be so many different price points and access points. And, um, Microsoft's made some crazy decisions, you know, this year that have worked out pretty good, uh, in terms of like how much free stuff they're willing to give yeah. like, their fan base. When like, does that holy end? cow! like looking at all the games that are coming to... I mean, I just think,
0: giving away Game Pass for, yeah. no, for that's like a dollar for, like, the primary insane. thing insane. Yeah,
1: it's nuts. Again, you look at, like, the weirdo... Where are they getting you know, their money back? ...titles are adding to Stadia, and it's just like, Microsoft showed you how to do this. What are you doing? Yeah, like, well, um, I mean,
0: it's... What's happening with these consoles and services now is that they're turning into like video streaming services like Netflix and Amazon. Yeah. All these services are going to have to compete for exclusive content. Yeah. I was We were having a discussion earlier about Netflix before you got here. And we were, I was talking about how on last week, tonight, on Sunday, he made a crack about Netflix. And he was saying, or Netflix, or looking around for 40 minutes and finding nothing to watch and closing it. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of what Netflix is for me right now. Like, because all these different services are getting or locking down exclusives on content. And so, you know, all the Disney stuff left Netflix. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so everything is getting spread really, really thin now, which to me, it makes it harder to start committing to these things. But that's what's happening with the game streaming services now. They're going to be competing for content. Who is going to spend the money to get the exclusive on Cyberpunk? We already know that. Stadia spent the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big deal think about that. Yeah. So right now we don't know what Amazon streaming service is. It's coming. We don't know what it is yet, but you're going to compete with them. You're going to compete with Sony, a PlayStation now. You're kind of competing with Xbox with with Game Pass, but definitely with XCloud. Yeah. Um then you have GeForce, all these Yeah. There has to be content to support all of these and there just isn't.
1: And it's so hard to get like you know people that are in for a lifetime. You know, it's yeah. like even I you know, I think that the biggest shuffling I do is for like a Netflix or Hulu or HBO. It's just like monthly. I'm like, do I still need HBO? Yeah, you I don't like, cancel Netflix. I don't think this I do. Month. Yeah, but then I'll get it back. You know, yeah. like then something else will come back. Like that's a good I, thing. You I, most HBO, of them don't have contracts. <laughs> HBO like had had like eleven trailers. They all cracked me up. All of them that were like, okay, we know Game of Thrones is over. <laughs> you know, like, yeah,
0: Oh, yeah. They made fun of it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, please yeah. don't leave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're right. screwed. But they, that's smart. you it know is smart, to lean yeah. into it and just to
1: know like, hey, you'll be you'll you'll be back. You know, like you know like. Um, You know, Irishman was huge for Netflix just in terms of like I've seen it, you know, so like it, it works or it doesn't. I made doesn't. it about halfway through. Disney Plus was huge for me. It was crazy to go back, and I was like, I didn't think anything could tear me away from Netflix because Netflix just fit. It wasn't like, well, oh, it's
0: Disney Plus is in your it's wheelhouse oh brand. That's yeah, a whole different story. But like, <laughs> that's probably all yeah. you need. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, I think it's important for stuff to have exclusive content, but I don't think that necessarily, I mean, with the cases of consoles, it's harder because you're spending a lot of money, but like, I don't think that, you know, I think we're the uh, the most unfortunate part for Microsoft and Sony is that people are so used to just jumping 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 all yeah. over the place like you can't do that with a $500 something necessarily. Yeah, I mean, that's these closed
0: easily. systems don't make sense in 2020.
1: Yeah. Because it's,
0: they are saying, "No, we are going to have one point of entry to yeah. our stuff. You're coming to our console, yeah. you're going through our dashboard, and you're launching it from there." But to me, I think the big shift has been The point of entry isn't the hardware anymore, it's the game. So the game is the center, and then all the different tentacles come into you accessing the game. And now the consoles are just one of the tentacles. One tentacle is PS4, one is Xbox One, one is Stadia, one is Game Pass, and you just go all the way around. And it's the games, the products now, that are kind of the center of the universe.
1: I'm excited to see what Microsoft does, probably more than the Series X with uh, streaming in uh, in 2020. Because then it's like, what if you don't even need the you know the X? Right. I mean, you just literally. I get, mean, you might not. You just get Microsoft games on your phone, on yes. any phone you have. Yeah. Or on your PC or your And then you're just you're playing your all of these games on your phone, or you can just then send it like straight to your TV. You just got to sign up for the account. Like, I think that's probably more likely. But you're, st- I think that box is still they're still gonna be able to sell that. They still sell, you know. People, oh, this generation. People for still sure. buy Blu-rays, man. And oh, I'm like, yeah, what are yeah. you? <laughs> you it's know, a like, small group I of mean people, nothing against people buy Blu-ray but like yeah, yeah. It, it, it surprises me like yeah, and I yeah. used to man, I won't I haven't bought a Blu-ray came, in like DVDs 4 or 5 years out, Oof! I went nuts and I wait <laughs> it's just like, See, at that point, like after okay, the DVD era I gotta stop because like, I
0: started looking at all my old VHS tapes yeah. so I had like the Star Wars well, and, collection on VHS and then I'm like wait a minute like, I just bought it again for $40 on yeah. DVD I'm not doing this again and aside
1: from that as well you and I have been in raw production for so long yeah. and like I've had you know, you know mini DV you know, HD DV think about all the like, media all of these gone tapes through. and hard drives fail over the years and yeah. floppy and all, you know, there's all this stuff just dies codex just, die and, and wither and so people talk about like oh you know when I have these online accounts I don't know if these games are going to be there and it's like well at least I don't have to worry about it at least like there's another company that's maintaining that server yeah, and yeah. it's not like some stress I have to go through like okay cool
0: it all dies yeah. file formats die It all dies. FLV <laughs> dead I mean we lived on FLV at yeah. game trailers now yeah. it doesn't even exist anymore so everything dies flash is being phased out i think like yeah flash
1: is just not it's gone <laughs> yeah
0: it's gone yeah it's gone it's now not it's not even like antiquated like it's chrome <laughs> won't let you use it in its browser because yeah. it was used for phishing scams and yeah. and stuff like that so everything dies and look no one has a bigger attachment to console gaming than me i've been doing it my entire life people who are in their 20s have only been doing it for 10 years i've yeah. been doing it for over 30 like It's a part of me, but I'm also not stupid. And I know that this might be the last sort of traditional console launch. And I'm going to soak it all in, to be honest with you. So oh, if it's sure. the last one yeah. like I want to enjoy it you know yeah. what I'm saying like I'll go out to store I hope there's lines and stuff <laughs> I mean it might be the last time yeah. remember those used to be big events in no, GT. Dude, you with the Wii guy right that we, we never yeah, found remember the interview I did with the we guy you know he passed away
1: I think you told me that yeah yeah yeah. and his like friends what and family
0: like reached out to me what and they're like a and they were like thank you like you have no idea the fact that he became like a minor internet celebrity they were like he oh, made man. his last. it's all worth
1: it it's all worth it was, well they're like, like it made it the last five years of his life like awesome yeah game trailer
0: it's, it's great, so that stuff I'll miss it. You know, I mean, I don't even know if it'll Scratch happen this chin. year. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Sleepers good. for babies, gamers <laughs> play all time. night
1: <laughs> without hesitation. Didn't literally, you asked that question, he almost cut you off. Like, yeah. yeah guy. Oh, he's ready, dude.
0: <laughs> Takes time. There, dude. There are so many prophetic statements in that. If you could ever find my interview.
1: We'd be talking about like invisible walls, like we're preparing for something or talking about top tens or something like that. And we'd just be like, yeah, what the hell's happened with that game? There'd be six seconds of silence and then like Brooks would just be like, takes time. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you could find my interview with the Wii super fan on YouTube. It's Is it on YouTube? It's, it's got to be out there
1: somewhere. Oh, don't say got to be because then it's not. If you don't know for sure, <laughs> dude, some of that stuff.
0: It's I know. It's, trailer it's Academy. Whoops. A lot of stuff I had a whole show. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. I
1: didn't put that anywhere. I thought that would le- uh, A lot perhaps. of that
0: stuff is lost. Yeah. But I think it is out there. Look for Wii Superfan
1: on YouTube. <laughs> and it's
0: me interviewing this guy outside of Target on the night of the Wii launch. No
1: offense, Shane. Best work you've ever done. <laughs> I mean that <laughs> the best I'll way. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> um, anyway. Um so let's talk a little bit more about the details of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X potential cost. So Digital Foundry this week did kind of a part by part breakdown of the PlayStation 5. Love them.
1: Yeah, they're great. I mean <laughs> Thanks for thanks for doing all that so we don't have to. But
0: isn't Thank it you. funny that they founded an entire company based upon our our comparison videos that we created?
1: Yeah. Which were, you know, I don't think people even realize that do. we created the graphics comparison video. I don't know if I was paying that much attention, but I remember... Oh, like, we did. We, did those, we created them first. Like, and we got a lot crazy. of grief for doing them. Oh, of course. Well, sorry, but then we did Digital we Foundry... got a lot of grief for our ca- top tens is why yeah, we did them. Yeah.
0: Digital Foundry created an entire <laughs> business around our graphics comparisons, which is kind of awesome when you think about it. Oh, yeah. But um, they actually, like,
1: you know... But know then, of course, going- <laughs> they went way
0: beyond, ultimately. But that's what how they got started, was just doing comparisons. Mm. Uh, so, anyway, they did a feature... Uh, on the PlayStation five, they parted it out, and they basically are saying it's gonna be at least five hundred bucks. um if that's the right if that's the case, do you think it matters? It's not five hundred and ninety nine u s dollars. I think
1: it matters for like two weeks, yeah, and I just think it's it's just what everybody I don't know. I think there's pluses and minuses there's like the, as silly as it sounds, there's a the mystique ooh five hundred dollars. you know yeah. like there's the um do you think uh, that's good a good mystique, you mean? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, that's
0: top shelf stuff. It's yeah. five hundred.
1: you know, bucks. like, I mean, I mean, compared to a lot of other tech that you can buy, um, I think uh, uh, I think it, it makes sense looking at the numbers and why the numbers are that way. I think that's just not like completely shocking and surprising. Um, but uh, I just think we need to get out ahead, not to like, you know, push the side. But like, I think we just need to get to get out ahead of all of this and really talk about, like, what are we what even are we talking about? What are these systems? What are they going to do? Before we even say if like that's too much, if people are willing to spend it, what games are going to be on this thing? I just think. There's... Well, I think
0: there's a, certainly a price point where you hit it, where no matter how awesome it is, not everyone's going to buy
1: it. Sure, I think that's six hundred because that's like a that's a meme, you know, for Sony. Yeah. Like that's you know everyone will. Like, but you don't
0: think five hundred? You think five hundred? You can get. I mean, Microsoft didn't get away with it. They did pack in Connect.
1: I just think it. Uh, I think you can sell five hundred. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I think there's a way to do it. I don't know if Sony will do it. I don't know if that's what they have planned.
0: I mean, no matter what, both of them are going to sell every console they make. Yeah, they could sell them at five ninety nine, and they'll still sell every one. They have
1: to have. I'm so fascinated that Microsoft did come out and say Xbox Infinite is going to be a launch title for the Xbox. It's like, well, you guys got to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. cannot did not go no back choice. on that. But if how did you, you feel about to the him word saying Halo that, with Nuke Xbox again? Like,
0: yeah, that's huge. Oh, but how did you feel about him saying that there won't be any Series X exclusives for the first couple of years? Things that you can only play on Series X.
1: Um. It, well, because that—that's concerning the PC mostly, right? So I think that's—I um, think that's just kind of a technicality. I think there's still some stuff that will more associate, obviously, with Microsoft than we do Sony. Um, no, I'm
0: talking about. Internally, first-party exclusives from right. Microsoft for Series X there won't be any for the first couple years that right. that are only playable on Series X. Meaning that they yeah. push the hardware so hard that they're not going to be playable on older consoles. I wonder
1: whether, if that's kind of how you you know you put the cart in front of the horse a little bit when he talked about like all the developers that they acquired and it's like oh that's exciting but we're not going to see you know that stuff for a long time. Well, I long think time. we will like see some stuff,
0: more. but I think their first batch of games are going to be like also mm. for Xbox One yeah. in addition to Series X. Um, are you okay with that?
1: I'm okay with that. Yeah, again, it's just they got to balance it. Yeah. You got to balance it with... Because traditionally
0: uh, you re- you, re- you rely on those exclusive games to move the hardware. Right. So Halo Infinite comes out, your example, um, and people don't have to buy a Series X to play it. They can play it on their Xbox One X, which by then you can probably buy for
1: $250
0: mm-hmm. $2. mm-hmm. and... Ser- Xbox One X still looks damn good. That oh, is sure. still a
1: beastly piece of hardware. Yeah. And there's still a lot of games you probably haven't played on it. Right. Anymore, so.
0: It's, I don't know. I mean, do they care about selling the Series X? Like, does it matter?
1: It doesn't. You, uh, you can make the case that they don't with the whole Series angle. You yeah. It's like, it's an option. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, it does kind of have that vibe. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how desperate Again, I think it's a are. case of the game becoming yeah.
0: the center of the universe yeah it's not about the hardware anymore yeah. it's about the game and now it has it can go to series x it can go back all the way to the base xbox one although right. i just played disintegration on the base xbox one and that was not a good experience um so i'm a little a little curious how that stuff is going to work out now that i've kind of experienced something being scaled down for those old consoles but we'll take them their at their word for now yeah um and so i don't know and maybe it doesn't matter I mean, it does matter, though, because what's going to happen at the end of the year is there's going to be news reports that say PlayStation outsells Xbox Series X two to one. And that stuff matters. Let's be honest. Oh, sure. If people perceive that one is the winner and
1: one is the loser. Of course. I just people are going to buy the winner. I just don't. I do not see the the slate being clean. I don't see, you know, like I think they're still going to carry over. Um, I think that it it seems less than where we were at at the beginning of the previous gen, enough that uh, I don't think uh, Microsoft... I think Microsoft is a a hill to climb to get ahead of Sony. Um, But uh, it's kind of like... Us a little bit just in terms of us like like playing to our audiences specifically, yeah, yeah. like our crowdfunded audiences, where they're mm-hmm. like, I did we gotta make these people happy. We can't lose anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody like, yeah. <laughs> So let's make sure that we that we keep people, you know, that Halo fans are like, oh, I'm so in. And you're like, cool, yeah, yeah. we at least have a base. Uh, it's like to you're always gonna,
0: gonna do Easy Allies podcast. We're always gonna do game face because you know that's what sure. the vast majority of your users really come to you for. So what the hell
1: is this video? I haven't seen this when they oh, actually this is like all go the through the
0: crazy promo like this crazy doc that they put out for Halo. Cool, smart Smart. Yeah, um, yeah. They're showing basically like what the new consoles.
1: What is the Halo Infinite to be for Sony though? That's like the big course. Is Horizon Zero Dawn that? I don't. I don't uh, think it has. the it could be sales potential. I mean, People Sony really has like that first there's one. There's so much IP. That thing just has to launch the second the <laughs> PS5 comes out.
0: I mean, it'll be interesting to see how han- Sony handles uh, backwards compatibility. Yeah. I mean, some of those early PS4 era games, I wouldn't mind playing them again. See on a new platform mm-hmm. with just more powerful. Uh, PS4 Pro didn't quite get there for me, in all honesty. Like, I'm kind of disappointed in it. I've had mm-hmm. it for a while now. Um, there's a much bigger jump between the Xbox One and Xbox One X than there is between the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, for sure. Um, and I wonder, too, if that experience, because most people bought PS4 Pro as like that mid step console yeah. instead of the Series X or the S. Um, and I wonder if that experience might tarnish. Yeah the thing for, as far as like mid-cycle upgrades for some people. It'll be well, interesting to see. Also, one of the
1: things this generation that I totally came around on is a lot of people were like, like for example, I reviewed Spider-Man on the PS4 4 Pro and that was just the, the, the console I wanted to play it on and they only gave me one code and so people were like you didn't give impressions of the standard the base PS4 you know PS4 and I'm like I didn't have it yeah, it's and gone. so I felt bad sometimes and I'm just like oh, is that really important as long as I establish like what console it is I think Control was like one of those games uh, where I'm like uh yeah sorry <laughs> yeah that sucks like, I mean, this It just does not run well yeah, it doesn't, yeah. there on the are some cases PlayStation, where it PlayStation not it's a really good game it that is. does not run as my game of the year from last year like that doesn't, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't do the thing it's supposed to do on and it's probably machines. got better with updates and stuff but uh, um, so that's kind of a bummer. That's something that Sony hasn't necessarily addressed. And,
0: I don't know if anyone, I mean, it's it's a new frontier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is all new so stuff. So yeah, to talk about like, oh, you know, you don't have to get an Xbox Series X. You can just play your Xbox One X. It's like, yep. I don't believe you. Yep. <laughs> like, I'll also, I'll believe when I see it. So
0: Microsoft and Sony are saying that the coronavirus, the pandemic yeah. outbreak, whatever you want to call it at this point, will not affect manufacturing of PS5 and Xbox Series X. Michael Pachter disagrees with that. I dis- oh. I disagree with that. Um, he said at the very least they may have to move production to another country, which increases costs, and because they have to set up the production line somewhere else, and then the price could get passed on, and then maybe they don't get as many units yeah,
1: out. The coronavirus memes I'm not I'm not ready for. <laughs> <laughs> um, that.
0: Well, Apple is in trouble right now because yeah. it makes a lot of iPhones in China, sure. and the plants are being shut down, and it actually is affecting them. Like their stock went down like a bunch the other day because of it. Um, do you foresee this happening with these consoles? And if they do, do you think it will have any impact on how things shake out over the long haul for these two platforms?
1: Um I I got I'm searching. I'm searching for the answer, Shane. I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know if I so, have it. So say here here's an example. <laughs> yeah.
0: Say instead of having two million consoles for mm-hmm. the launch window from whenever the release date is until the end of 2020, say you had you thought you're gonna have five and instead you have two. Mm-hmm. How does that impact things over the long haul, if at all?
1: Uh, Yeah, the long haul, I don't know if it necessarily... I mean, you you do want a a sense of demand. Like, there is an amount of mystique. You look at, like, the supply issues that we had when the Wii launched, and, like, that didn't hurt. (laughs) That didn't stop that from being one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Yeah. uh, I think in the long run, depends on, like, how many years you're actually spanning out. But I think that's something that they can recover from. But uh, Do you think it it might be good
0: to have less units at launch? Do you think it might actually help?
1: I, it seems opposite of what really they want to do. Scarcity. Yeah. I, I think we live in, I, I think one of the things that's kind of negatively impacted uh, media, I mean, it's entertaining to watch. When you see, like, there's, there's massive heavy hitters, you know, like Disney, just, you know, just go and just try to yeah. just, like, just crush everybody yeah. <laughs> you know, across the whole year. We have year. that kind it's of like, capital. You have nothing. You know, yeah. like, you're just never going to get that one spot. We are nestled in there. We're going to be there forever. Yeah. Um, that when you have something that sells, you know, just, like, billions, you know, yeah. they just they destroyed the box office. It was number one. It's like, yeah, but... It didn't break records. You're like, oh, come <laughs> on! You know, so you can't could, break a record every time. So I could see at the end of the day, Sony being like, if the if we if the PS5 sells less than the PS4 did in the first three days, like that's very bad. Like yeah. we, we really need to up, up, up constantly, and that's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think that's kind of where we are in terms of like that really turns heads. So that's an easy thing to write an article about. Just Do you like, think scarcity
0: is still a tactic that can work?
1: Because in the long run, It doesn't yeah. really
0: happen anymore. Think about it. When was the last time that you wanted to buy something and yeah. it was sold out mm-hmm. and you couldn't get it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen anymore. They're, Ring the, Fit Adventure? The legit... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still found it, though.
1: You
0: but the logistics are so good
1: now. You can't hide from shit. <laughs> <of you. laughs> I just mentioned you with the fedora on and,
0: and at night in the 1940s LA. i to
1: find you somewhere tonight. <laughs>
0: uh, Ring Fit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but all you don't things. really get that anymore. Like everything that I've wanted to buy, when I wanted to buy it, I could buy it. Like yeah. It's you don't really have shortages anymore because again, logistics are so good. They can measure their demand in real time yeah. all around the world at all times. And no, oh my god, we need to make another 8,000 of the literally mm-hmm. like down to that that granular of a number.
1: And ha- how fast we ship everything yeah. to us, too. So, like, there's this whole misconception toward everybody of just, like, how tough it is to make things, how hard it is to ship things, how yeah. hard it is, you know, I mean, we actually see. It's funny. We were watching, uh, um, you know, that uh, premiere of the Series X, you know, and, like, there definitely is just this, like, 2001 kind of, like, oh,
0: look at that. Oh, yeah, know, it's, yeah. just,
1: it's interesting that the glorification always of just these objects that you have to, like, it's a thing. It's you know? a thing, it's, and I want so it. Oft, it's so rare now. I think beyond just kind of like you know some people are collectors. Like I know that's definitely like a an, an issue for me that I had to get over because I was just like I can't stop buying silly silly stuff because like you know, I at all. Yeah, definitely definitely pulled the plug on that. My, uh,
0: once I got my closets were full and I had already thrown out all the stuff that I didn't want. Yeah, not and to Everything, all the stuff everything we that we get was for left free. in there was in there yeah. and it's full. That was it. I'm yeah. like I don't want anything. I can't. I, I can't take anything else
1: the first somebody give to me an Amiibo, I was like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You've Get it out of my house. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> if I look at it, I'm going to run a toys R us. Yep. And buy them all. Um, so yeah, I think they, um, I think there is again, that mystique around like, Oh, that object I have. And then I can use that to just, again, not have to leave the house and just order everything and have it come to me. Um, but, uh, I wouldn't choose to have a shortage. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't like, go that way. Yeah, it's like, I agree with you. It's like Sonic looking bad. It's like, that worked out. It actually gave you like a ton of really good press like to be yeah. like, look, we made it better. You got more publicity but out of I it. But I wouldn't than... do it again. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, what about the software outlook? You you mentioned earlier about all the studios that Microsoft snatched up. Um, we we know the studios that Sony has had under its roster. It just bought Insomniac, which did it really need to? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's it's just not a... like it
0: was making a ton of multi-platform games. It was making PlayStation games and right, VR right. games. <laughs> but yeah. it did. And so now it's locked it down. Yeah. Um, so you kind of know the two rosters now. Before Microsoft made its purchases, it wasn't even close. Sony just destroyed Microsoft in first party. We went through years at GT where it was just Gears, Forza, Halo, Gears, mm-hmm. Forza. It just this pattern that repeated over and over. And it's continued since we've left GT. Um do you think the ten studios that Microsoft has purchased is enough to compete with Sony's first-party
1: stable? Um, I don't think either company has enough resources to really do a compelling launch of a console. <laughs> just do it. Haven't we? we haven't do you mean seen anything as yet. As in you know? present,
0: as as we sit here right now, or yeah, do you just mean in just, terms just of in general? What,
1: who we know that's not doing anything? Oh, what okay. they have yet to roll out. Like it's just it's it doesn't feel like I don't know I just the timing is not working I, I'm, out. I'm, I'm nervous, man. Because, because they're well, so look, quiet. Their like.
0: biggest studios are about to launch stuff. Yeah, they're they're not like hey we just showed this game and now it's it could come out at the launch like The Last of Us Part Two is coming out before the PlayStation Five. That's yeah. all there is to it. Ghost of Tsushima most likely is coming out before the PlayStation Five. So <clears throat> a lot of its biggest studios are about to, pardon my friend, shoot their load. And, yeah. <laughs> then, and then there it's 3 4 years depending yeah. i mean for naughty dog right. it, at this point it could be like 5 or 7 yeah. i mean they're turning into rockstar at this point with sure. how long they're they're taking to develop games so you're right um the timing at least at least in my perspective, for PlayStation really isn't working out. You got Gorilla, as you brought up.
1: Oh, I mean, to, Horizon, me, to me, that just makes that's, so much that's sense. That's it. Yeah. I mean,
0: Horizon Zero Dawn 2. That should be the game yeah. that we should expect to see it launch on PlayStation 5. At launch
1: that day. Right. Day of. Day
0: and day, exactly. <laughs> and that might be enough to launch a console. That's the game you're not playing on PlayStation That would before. probably be the best PlayStation launch game ever because that bar is really low.
1: Uh, I had a Spider-Man. Ooh, I don't know. Spider Spider-Man Man the most. What's the biggest PlayStation launch?
0: Marvel. The Marvel Spider-Man came out in the middle of the Gen.
1: Um, oh, I think I think you just said the biggest no, PlayStation launch of a no game. No launch
0: games, as in the oh, games that are games. available okay. on launch day. We said launch platform. of a game. Got yeah, it. PlayStation launches are typically pretty crap. Yeah, for software.
1: Well, launches in general It's yeah. tough to do. You know, I think SSX and the PS2. I think it was my favorite like yeah. game I had when like the right when a console came out. Yep. Third-party console came out. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but Microsoft looks like it might be in a little bit of a better position because it did acquire these studios around a year ago by the time mm. series x comes out they'll have had a couple years we're already seeing bleeding edge which looks like it maybe could have been a series x game but now it's going to come out for mm-hmm. this gen mm-hmm. um ninja theory has already shown senua the sequel to senua um, which
1: I was definitely is going to be like an award potential like it just has all that yeah it, it has will the, it sell it has smell around it will yeah. it sell yeah. Uh, how much is that going to lean on you knowing that? Uh, to me, that's not a that's it?
0: not a hardware mover. That's not a game that people see, nope. and they're like, I need to buy a console to play that. It, it's just not. No. So um, despite that, I do think it's a, Microsoft... It's a tech
1: demo feature, you know, yeah. but yeah. Like, right. I'm
0: looking at the first year of PlayStation 5, and I'm not seeing a whole lot, to be perfectly honest with you, but the first year of Xbox Series X could be pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Halo. Obviously, that is also playable on your old gen, but you have what... Eight studios, nine studios now creating exclusive content just for you and PC. Um, all those sale, all those purchases should pay dividends right around year one, year two for Series X. I don't know that I see that window for PlayStation 5 right now with its current stable of. Developers. All that,
1: yeah, all that is they're, they're a magician, man. And I'm just like looking at that top hat, like, something's going to happen. Has to, right? <laughs> like, cool. Can't wait to see what he does there. Do you think
0: that a console, a PlayStation console, just on its own is good enough? I mean, it has been many times before. Of course. Again, because it, <laughs> there's
1: just that excitement, that, that drama around the PlayStation 5. Yeah. You know, it's like the Super Bowl. It's yeah. just like, no, you know, even if you totally botch it, it's still going to do a certain number. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. based on oh, momentum. Just I based think both on, of them are going to sell out. They'll sell yeah. as
0: many as they can make. And I don't... I don't think they're going like to the make the bombs could drop
1: much. and we would all be fallout irradiated in line at Best Buy. Like, <laughs> <know? laughs> um, yeah, we've just done it too many
0: times. Yep. Uh, what about the hardware itself? Do you think that they are concentrating on the right things? Should it just be more teraflops and more RAM and better CPU, or do you like co- sort of Nintendo's approach where it takes a holistic approach to platforms and looks at the controllers and the interface and everything?
1: Sure. Um, I think, yeah, I think we are the, you know, the less... um, What is this? Is this the... uh, This is Godfall. Godfall, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think they just need to... I think it's one of the most depressing things for me about Sony, what they've been doing lately is like PSX was just, was the best. It was so fun and it was so interesting to have, for them to have their own event and their own games. I remember like you go to E3 and everybody's just like on their phones and you get in the Nintendo line and like everybody's talking they're on their Switches and they're all, you know, and like that's what PSX feel like is just the Nintendo booth at E3 because I remember I was like in line and guys were like debating their favorite Final Fantasy game and like they're all playing Vita. It was just, it was neat to be like among the fans. The energy was just everyone was happy there to check out stuff even if it took forever like to get in line and go check that stuff out and so like people need to play this stuff like we need they need to we need to move the conversation along from like looks good to like is good i play you know yeah. I, I played um well there i think the last of us part two is gonna be at pax right uh is it didn't they just leave pax or the game's still gonna be there or but they're not gonna be i there. think they're they're supposed to be a playable demo of the game but they just left pax east oh they did you haven't heard that no because of the coronavirus
0: no way yeah
1: That's like right now. That's like on the drive over. No way. I checked my phone before I took off, and they were like, "We're out. We're not going to PAX East because of the coronavirus."
0: They bailed.
1: Yep. I haven't read enough to know that like literally, there's gonna be no represent. Like the booth is gonna be just like like carpet. I mean, have they proven
0: that PAX has? The coronavirus i mean
1: boston has many viruses <laughs> yeah well it's a big city it's a yeah it's and just cons in general or you know so spooky, they're just like we can't I risk just it just saw that headline so basically they're like we I can't risk eight it year old. we're about <laughs> Whoa, we're about like, to crunch and finish
0: this thing and we can't risk it uh yeah from what wow. i know yeah crazy but uh that's insane
1: yeah, but again, it's just another. You know, I feel like the last three weeks, it's just like, and this person won't be doing this. Yeah, like, not, you know, no one's doing anything. Everyone's not delayed. doing something. You know, Killer's yeah. not going E3. Yeah. Blizzard's not on GeForce. All the, you know, <laughs> Happy twenty twenty, everybody. Well, thank um, thank you. But I, you, you that, that's the thing is like you need to. Uh, it, it's it's funny because you talk about like lifestyle and stuff, and like, boy, wasn't that the Xbox One? They were they were like, you can plug it in your TV, and yeah. like, none of it that did move the needle at all. And so it's like, I think. um I think we just got to know what yeah what projects we're going to be excited about what uh, what big games are going to be coming to this system. As we sit here right now which one are
0: you more excited for?
1: Which system? Yep. Um, I always, I, when I'm excited, if it, if, if uh, the, the the past follows the future, I always zigzag back and forth. <laughs> where, like, I came into, you know, like, I was a huge Nintendo guy. So, like, the 64 destroyed the, the PlayStation 1 for me. Um, and then was like, yay, GameCube. And then, like, that, you know, I had the kind of a fun launch. But then, ultimately, like, the PS2. Like, holy yeah, shit. I just, just played the PS2 undeniable, yeah. so much. I still love my Xbox. Yeah. And then, like, came to the next gen. Like, yeah, PS3. Uh-oh! And then just by the end, like, the 360. Xbox 360 just yeah. dominant. Like I think I own more Xbox 360 physical games than any other system I've owned my entire life Me of too. playing games. Me and too. I, it's first, my biggest collection. First console I ever played was the Atari 2600. Like I had just, I was just, you know, like, I could Best build, console
0: like, of all time, PS2 or Xbox 360?
1: Uh, boo, Of all time, um, Super Nintendo. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Probably PS2.
0: The, the two PS2, options no. are PS2 and Xbox
1: 360. PS2. The P- PS2 was just... Uh, I think when I think it's when gaming most just just nailed everything. You know, do they just kind of came in and, like, even... See, um, I
0: shade towards 360 because that's where Xbox Live was really, like, nailed.
1: True. We also had the Kinect. We had... There was just a lot of, like... Same with the PS3, there's just a lot of desperation that, gen. There's just a lot and of them the just kind of puffing themselves up and being like, yeah, look how cool we are. Where I was, like, surprised so much with the PS2. I would play something like Katamari Damasi and just be like, what is, yeah. what is this? There's lots What's of games happening like to that. gaming right now? This is nuts. It's good. It was um, good. The jump yeah. from PS1 to PS2 was just Gigantic. So, so tasty. So I don't <laughs> see the P- – yeah, it, when, when you show off a new game, you're like, look how good this game is." Going. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to play any game on the PlayStation 5 at all, maybe for work. But, like, that, like, looks good. Just if because that's your sell. That like, oh, I don't care. Right. You know, like, yeah. Untitled Goose Game won the Dice Game of the Year. It, like, it just doesn't, <laughs> crazy. doesn't matter anymore. We'll play yeah. mobile. The Switch didn't care. And with yeah. Nintendo, like, you know, they're still releasing 3DS games. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. It's not, not really the way to win. Like, I just don't see. It's going to be interesting to see what games really do. I mean, look at MPD. It's just like, what, what games can you think in 2019 won purely on visual? You know, you play something like Metro Exodus, and you're like, thanks for making this game pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the reason I played it, you know, just because yeah. I played the other Metro games or, you know, yeah, heard it, it was good. good. Or it's it was my shooter dust. of the
0: year for last year.
1: Metro is so good.
0: Okay, let's move on. We're going to talk next about games media, Well, you and I have been doing for entirely nope. too long. Uh-huh. Um, the last time you were on Game Face, we talked about this, but we were right in the middle. Did I get it all wrong? No, huh? <laughs> it, we, we were just right in the middle of, like, the renaissance, where... YouTubers and streaming was like – it had already kind of – the shift had happened, but we really didn't know right. where it was going at that point. Um, now we do know where it's going. And I don't want this discussion to be too long because this is one of those inside baseball things mm. where I think we care about it a lot more than other people do. Sure. But now that everything is kind of shaken out, do you feel like we've hit the zenith with games media? Because when I, we last talked, it was like, oh, it's there's streaming – and there's YouTube, and there's the traditional game sites, and there's all these things that we didn't know how it was gonna all shake out. Now it has kind of all shaken out. Like mm-hmm. we kind of know what what the lay of the land is, what what type of content resonates with certain types of players. The
1: fact that it's hard for me to focus on you because I'm watching this guy trying to loop this thing is like, <laughs> I think there's your answer, Shane. <laughs> the fact that I'm like, please play something else because I'm really curious to see how this goes. <laughs> you could just play this one clip, and I would <laughs> I've never I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. I don't know what – I mean, that's been the biggest – you talk about feeling old, man, and it's not – I've never felt old with tech. There's never been some new thing that's come out, and I'm like, right? why are they buying this? Even like Pokemon Go, which I'm not playing. It's like, I I, I, get it. it, You know, like I totally understand. But like all the time, I'm just seeing like, did you hear this YouTuber got married? I'm like, who? You know, like when it comes to actually people and brands and and websites and YouTube channels, just like constantly finding out new stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so – I think that's the biggest thing is that it's just it's it's there are like it's kind of like the one percent, like there's just like really a handful of people that can please everybody that can really get across the the board and really just be known by everybody. And then we are all picking up the scraps, you know, like even people that are obviously, you know, thousands and millions, you know, of uh, impressions above somebody else. We're all still kind of in this, you know. There's, but I think some—I so I think some
0: on. people hit not because they're charismatic, but just because they're really good. Like this guy, Team oh R. hell yeah! Like he's not charismatic at all, but he's the best Call of Duty player you'll probably ever see. Yeah. And if you if you want to check out Call of Duty, you want him to be doing it for you because yeah. if he if he thinks it's good, then it's good. Yeah. Um. And so I think sometimes it's an authority situation where you're like, well, I trust the opinion of this person. I don't really care. How great their production values are, or how, what they look like, or if yeah. they're attractive or not. I respect the information that they're going to give me, um, and or I, the
1: entertainment that they're going to give me, or they're really good at invigorating the community. So it's really fun to watch them. You go to Twitch, and it's just like, man, you know, a lot of this is talk shows. A lot of this is somebody on a headset just like talking to yeah. the community. And like, yeah, they'll play a game in forty-five minutes, maybe. Like they're in the lobby, but it's just like a, know, lot a lot of times these it are is like, just a I conversation, need to connect, like to a person. And so that's what's been cool. It's kind of like doing narration where people are like, how do you do that? And it's just like, it's like, oh, you like do a voice or something. And it's like, no, I just like talk because it's the, 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 the more I get away from actually Reading. trying to invest and in emotionally kind of figure out what the person's trying to say. You just give the, the brain kind of wanders and you get disinterested. It sounds like a robot where it's like when people can actually like see somebody and identify. Yep. And so this idea of like being natural was fascinating. Um, I remember having a job uh, when I was at uh, Hornet before GT started. We did a thing called Grand Slam trivia with the Yankees, and they would have different celebrities on. to so just like read. they would be like, okay. This guy was born in what year? A, 1945. B, and then the, okay, the answer is D. Thanks, Yankees, and that would just go up on the the, the screen. Right. But it was so much fun because I would get B roll of the weirdest actors. Don Rickles was the best. Oh, I bet Don Rickles just went up. He's like, "What am I doing? I don't know. This, I don't know. I need to be here. Right? <laughs> That's what is a Pretty this? good okay, impersonation." And uh, but what, what was really fascinating to notice was the actors hated it. Every time there was like an actor, maybe like John Bon Jovi was one he was yeah. on Boston Public at the time. Right. And they, but a lot of actors would be like, "The oh, end of this." Right? And you get like host people and they were just, boom, done nail it. They were just like, you could give me anything and I would read it. And so it's fascinating seeing all these different like musicians and all these different types of celebrities and how they would approach this. And so like that whole idea of, you know, being personable and, and talking while you're playing games or just talking to a community is like you cannot fake that. You can't. Yeah. Like, maybe now you can go to school for that. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you probably you know? can. But uh, it, yeah, it's its own fun kind of form of celebrity and, and talent. And uh, there's some people that just that got in, yeah. Production values be damned. Doesn't matter. You're just hanging out in my room with me, and um, I'm making more than you know. Somebody was like a mom and pop like hardware shop on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you you
0: guys stream a good bit. Like typically, what like yeah. you have to be four in, days a to, week. You have
1: to stay in my life. You know, like you can't leave. Otherwise, I'm gonna go. I'll go somewhere else.
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> How important is it, do you think? Because we, we other than game face, we hardly ever stream anymore.
1: Um, uh, it, it, I think it's different for every single person. You need to make that decision internally of like how important that is to you. We kind of got that dictated to us. I mean personally
0: it- I generally enjoy doing it, but I can't I can't just do stuff that I like anymore Brandon. Like every minute of my yeah. time well, I have Yeah. To-
1: one thing while well, we keep talking about this direct like one thing that's like an unfortunate reality about our business is uh, Easy Allies business specifically is just reactions just do so yeah. well for, We were really kind of born when Shenmu yeah, 3 thing. got announced you know like that was really kind of when like when everything I have went, a qu- I have a question actually how did um,
0: how did the squad receive Shenmue 3 ultimately
1: Uh <laughs> Huber is so funny because he was like, it's so good to have it come back. I feel so good. And like, got their view. And it's like, got a six or something. Like, he yeah. just, yeah. He was like, it's not great. Man, I loved it. You know? <laughs> cool. Did he cool. love it? Um, oh, did he, he, didn't he really loved oh, it. He'd been, he'd been waiting for so long. It's kind of like Twilight. I mean, you know, so it's not like, high, but. So you get that fourth the game Twilight was not book. It's like, did you read it? It's like, in one night, was it good? No, it wasn't. You know, like, <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's where he was with that. Okay. Um, but uh, he just was he couldn't believe that existed. You yeah. know, he has some magic ability to just like manifest that stuff. But whenever announcements happen, like I've I've talked about Animal Crossing for so long, I'm clearly like the number one. You know, like maybe like Ben Moore and Daniel Bloodworth. <laughs> you know, like get in the ring with the two of them and like yeah. see like who's who's maybe not necessarily the biggest fan, but like who's the most excited about it. that is my absolute number one. You know, anticipated game of this year because you know, like maybe like Breath of the Wild would beat it, but I don't think Breath of the Wild is yeah. going to happen this year. Fifty
0: fifty, 50-50, my guess.
1: Um, I think it'll be announced this year, or it'll be announced for this well, it's already year, but then announced. it'll get delayed. Yeah, well, it'll be announced for like formally. We'll actually, oh. you know. It'll you have think an, they'll it'll say have it's name. coming out before the end yeah. of the year, here's the title, yeah. and then it'll
0: get delayed into March or whatever.
1: But, um, uh, and so I got to kind of, put my money where my mouth is, where they're like, all oh, right, yeah, the directs Thursday at 6 a.m. How much do you love Animal Crossing? You're like, damn it. Nintendo! <laughs> <he> called out. <laughs> um, so you have That's to funny. establish your brand. Maximilian Dude's really amazing at that because he just – he only focuses a very specific type of, you know, a couple of genres and then just assaults them. You know, yeah. it's just you, – you know he's going to be there for those things. And so I think, uh, yeah, you have to kind of match expectations that way. But you can be in a very, very specific period. I remember when Game of Thrones was really hot and my brother was like, Hey, here's this channel. This guy only just theorizes about Game of Thrones. That's all he does. I mean, he <laughs> does talk about other things, but like his yeah, that's his he clearly this man was born to, to, to explain this world to us. Huh. You know? And so um, It's
0: always hard for me to rationalize game streaming.
1: Because there's very Sure. Explain it to like your relatives and like No, not even that. I
0: don't I don't care about that anymore, Brandon. I'm too old to worry about what oh, my no, relatives say. It, it is fascinating
1: though, it is it true? I'm just rationalizing
0: like <laughs> from a business perspective. Me spending the time to sit down right. and play a game on stream for a couple hours. Obviously yep. our streams don't get as many people as yours do. Like when we stream a game like It'll be like 50 or 60 people watching. Sure. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I obviously, I care about those 50 or 60 people. Right. And I want them to be entertained, and I want them to be happy. They're, they're one of our patrons. But I'm like, maybe I could be doing a better job pleasing these people if I were away doing something else for two hours. Yep. Instead of just... And, like, the archives don't tend to do that well because it's, like...
1: definitely less, of course.
0: Because everybody's playing it. So you can go on YouTube (laughs) and there's, like, 8 million videos of that same exact section of the game. So unless you're doing, like, some kind of a shtick with, like, costume or you're, like, just hilarious, you're a stand-up comedian or something like that, like, I... I struggled to find the value in streaming games for us
1: I don't think that there's anything there's a right answer to that like we when we announced like all our phase four stuff uh, around the summer end of summer last year, one of them we had just like literally like a, a um, uh, a spreadsheet that like just said you know uh streaming on it and i could just hear like a third of our community being like no <laughs> you know, they're, they're just like <laughs> i want more features i want more you know a look in at, at, at what the production of what you're doing in the studio more of your podcasts more of the you know analysis mm-hmm. more produced videos and it's just like that just takes way more time than streaming does we'll still do that yeah. but it's just always a question of streaming just you're done and it's how there. we move those pots around the burners and um we have just... invested more in streaming um, just because it, it it connects us to our audiences in an interesting way, and just for me, um, like I started, you know, like you know, I'm 41, and like 20 years ago, I was on stage doing musicals, like I've been right. all doing so many weird things in my yeah. career in my life, you know, just like in the arts and experimenting with things. And streaming's like cool. It's really fascinating and interesting way. It feels like game trailers in like 2002. It's like yeah. oh, this whole video on the internet thing is. We're, wow! Take this, off. Is, this is about to blow <laughs> up, isn't it? And so it's fun to like be right out of college and be like, yeah. "Yes, we, I, I'm good at this." Right, right. Um, and so now it's kind of you know it's like we feel comfortable on camera talking and you know live streaming. And it's just like, yeah. what else can we do? It was funny. I I lost a bet. Uh, where I had to sing a song from Cats. Oh gosh! And which was like you know the movie. Like, yeah, for the, well, it's the, it's the, it's <laughs> it's the same, same thing, but... musical and movie. <laughs> and, uh, and so I did it on the group stream, and people like some people like tweeted at me or like reached on chat. They were just like, why don't you guys like do an actual? You know, why don't you do, do more? A musical. Of this? And it's like nobody's <laughs> gonna watch that. <laughs> You're not ah. really come on now. Yeah. The even fact even the person who's requesting years, it. If why. I
0: did it for an extra thirty seconds, you would have bailed too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I timed it for like three That's minutes, a hard thing though. Forty five seconds. I'm like, that's about as long as I could hold somebody on Twitch
0: probably. Yeah. I think that's been the most challenging part for me as far as moving from a commercial website to what we're doing mm-hmm. is trying to figure out what people want. Like I can't even order t shirt sizes right like we'll
1: put it, seriously though <laughs> oh, i mean
0: it's so hard to read knowing what people how, want. how
1: many people are going to show up anytime you have to do that near impossible yeah it's yeah. like
0: so you know our first batch of shirts it's like i just basically googled like what is the percentage of sizes for people did it ended up having like so many smalls and like triple xls it just stayed there for like ever yeah. so i'm like okay i'll learn from that Completely adjusted everything. And now, like, the size that sold out the first time has been sitting there forever. Like, yeah. it's insane. And so trying – And when <laughs> I think the problem is, like, at GT, yeah. we knew when people liked something because our audience was so huge. If people didn't like it, it did, like, 25,000 views. If people liked it, it did, like, half a million. Yeah. You, you had that scale. But now dealing with such smaller audiences, it's so hard to even listen to them and figure out what the right decision is to make to grow your business. Yeah, um, we So many times people request stuff, we create a show, um, and then nobody watches it. Yeah. And then you do like a few episodes, you don't want to give up on it right away, no one cares, move on, you do another one. And that is the nice thing about this, is we can kind of jump around and try new stuff. Yeah. But it's very hard when the sample
1: size is that small to make any decisions for the collective group. Again, it's just that that consistency. Like I think one of the things... Um, it was just like this, you know, this this uh, uh, player, like you see five seconds of this video, you see his face attached to it, you know, ex- oh, I, here's what he's doing right now. I know that. So it's not like, you know, if he does something weird next week, you're like, wait a minute, um, this is just not necessarily what you're known for. Um, and so I find that weird, too, that you just got to find people pigeonhole you, know, you into like, you should just
0: do this, like mm-hmm. our YouTube channel. Yeah. It's, it's like everybody just wants a YouTube channel for one thing. Like, they want sure. Pactor Factor to have just its own YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. I mean, we definitely get requests. And so it's pac- our Right. And so Pactor channel Factor, many things. Pactor Factor. Yeah.
0: If we, we publish something else, we'll get comments. This isn't Pactor Factor. Yeah. It's like, dude, you didn't subscribe to Pactor Factor. You that's subscribed why, to Sifted.
1: Yeah, that's why Game Attack started because Screw Attack became known for Death Battle and their countdowns. Right. And everybody was like, what's this streaming stuff with these guys? Who are these guys? And we're like, yeah. the guys who started the company. Yeah. <laughs> and so they just they wanted to do something else and they, they yeah. often did something else. Um, but it's, to, it, you know getting back to what we were saying earlier how easy it is to just skip around to things like you do kind of have to always have that baseline like we talked about you know game face and Mm -hmm. our podcast like you do have to have those mainstays so that you at least even when you can move stuff around you at least have that foundation you know that everything is kind of built upon but um yeah risk is not it's again where like my eyeballs kind (laughs) of like popped out when you were like, <laughs> "What new shows do you are you gonna have for the new year?" And it's like, "What are you doing to me, Shane?" Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot. It's my job as host to put you on the spot <laughs> of at course. least a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be doing my job if I did. not But it's a,
1: you know, it's it's yeah, it would you know, would be exciting, you know, to drop a, again a bunch of new stuff. But at, you know, at the same time, isn't it exciting to just announce another season of something? How you know do we feel? With things getting canceled all the time in TV, it's just like sometimes we want a show to reinvent itself for the new season, and other times we're just like, no, don't take it away. Yeah, yeah don't like, mess with, it. or just don't mess with it. I'll just yeah. take, you know, another season oh. of that show. Kirkovich doing NCIS New Orleans. <laughs> How insane is this? Still on that show. Dude. I've never seen one episode of that show. Yeah, and he's so, probably so, one of my most, you know, like most successful. Well, like, like, there's really a close friend of mine that I knew before. Derek Mio. He, yeah, Mio. So, was so you guys don't movie. realize
0: what we're talking about. So. At GT, we had a lot of video editors. Ian was a video editor. Yeah. Probably our best. um, Or up there, at least. Yeah. The
1: fastest, for sure.
0: But our video editors, they weren't tied into everything like we were. Like, they, a lot of them were freelancers who worked for other entertainment companies, and they would cut for us for a couple days and they go to some other edit suite and stuff. And editing's
1: a good thing for an actor because you can have, you can do, just pop around for events and you, build you can, contacts can just or potentially cut stuff in your house. My brother's an actor and does a lot of production stuff on the side. Yep. So. so anyway,
0: we had two guys at GT who were editors. Who Three. A.G. Lacassio, Oh,
1: right. He played young Han Solo That's right. in Disney That's right. animated I series. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so we Marty had Marty in the Back to the Future was the, yeah. the main villain in the Voltron five episode series yeah. on Netflix.
0: So we had three editors <laughs> who were probably making like minimum wage. Yeah. At yeah. GT to cut yeah. our videos together, very, very much rocking. Who have become actor careers. stars? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fun. It's really nuts, Rob. It's like I see him <laughs> all the time. When, and it's funny. Like I'll go home to Pennsylvania at yeah. like Christmas, and I'll be sitting around like watching TV with like my bros from Central PA. I like, I know that guy. I and, worked and, with him for six years, and they're just like
1: no. And she wasn't in production, but Ash Birch is just yeah. Like, there's
0: another one now. She's like a super, It's awesome. <laughs> all it's all the success. I love it. Like, I crap. love it. I love seeing it, man. Go get it. That yeah. little company has spawned yeah. so much awesome. It's yeah. really great to see. Um, so, do you think we've hit the zenith? What's next for games media? I think is it's it going to be technology driven? Because I'll say this, like I don't know where our hype train is today. It's not. It doesn't look like it's happening.
1: Uh, I I saw the hype train. Oh, it's been going on. Yeah, the hype train snuck up behind you at the okay. (laughs) Oh wait, Shane, Shane, hype train.
0: (laughs) But the new tech, you should (laughs) have.
1: But, Everybody, stop what they're doing.
0: But I mean, to me, it's this come. this seems like it's going to be the next thing. Like just technology, like the new features that you can add into streaming.
1: Features, sure. Uh, just just general accessibility. But I just think is there if,
0: anything past like playing a game live to people? Is that? I mean, I think feel like we've reached the end. Yeah, doing it
1: in VR. I mean, I th- yeah. I mean, I don't know how, like you know. Uh, brainy you want to get about that i mean i I have some crazy ideas for the future i I think like the biggest this is not next year this is not the year after yet it's just all about curation i think at the end of the day um i don't think i think tech is going to drive not again i'm just not that excited about how good things look i mean obviously you're always going to get the best looking television or the best looking graphics card or something if you can afford it it's always going to be an available option for you but for everybody else i just think the thing that always wins is convenience it's just like any like the most ease of use if I can get something, if I can just press a button, it shows up in my house the next day. If I can just like, oh, do I have to take my keys out to get my car, really? You know, they just just always things that I'm surprised, like, wow, I didn't think that would be that yeah. easy now, but just there it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think like the next phase, that so we're probably not that far away from, maybe like five years, is when Alexa's like our friend, you know? And so it's like, it doesn't matter what YouTube curates, my little AI friend's doing it for me. You know, there's just some AI thing that's just like, hey, running so an like, algorithm. I sit down and and I'm just like, oh, sometimes I sit down and I I I I watch something and now it's like I know I'm just gonna sit down and be like, hey, just watch, tell me. And sorry for saying that name out loud. And then some people are like, no, stop. But like, <laughs> that's okay. Um, uh, yeah, we're just gonna sit down and be like, you know, I don't even care. I'm watching tonight. And they're gonna be like this, and you're like, that's right. That show came out because it's like I'm smarter than you are, dummy. And yeah, we're gonna, yeah. It's cool. It's cool that we're gonna be anybody alive. Like we're gonna live through that. Yeah. So basically, you know, it's, like, gonna it's gonna is be AI driven. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. Just as far as how I move to stuff, and then because you think about how much people on YouTube, how much their careers are like. You know, when they really, really notice, and thankfully again, thank you, patrons, where, like, we don't necessarily notice how we're being shared. We're just, like, somebody like Markiplier is like, wait, yeah. whoa, what happened? They have a series, and then just boom, it's just, like, you know, three quarters of the uh, the traffic gone. Like, all these yeah. people, because they just don't see it. Like, they're yeah. just not, it's not being served to the same amount of people. Yep. And so it's, like, it's not, you know, Google's not in control of that anymore. It's these people who have these, this, the third party now that kind of gets in their way of of telling them this is the cheapest way to, you know, acquire this thing or this is something. It's not like, yeah, and the same thing with like sites like Expedia and others like, oh, well, all right, we used to do that for you. But now it's just like, no, it's literally just this little AI my PC go. and my little AI friend that just kind of like in your does watch, every, does everything for me. So <laughs> I don't have to do it because oh, that's just, just so attractive. I mean, even just, just so this wonderful. watch,
0: like just the voice recognition. Yeah. I've never used Siri in my life. Um, I got this watch. I use it all the time now. Because I can just put it up and I just like I yep. shouldn't do it because it'll start doing it, but I can just yeah. say text, blah, 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 this, and it just does it. Like yeah.
1: I convenience, as you said. Yeah, the uh one thing that I, I tell my grandparents about, they're like, Are you kidding me? is we have an app, it's a service we have to pay for. It's a very smart service, something that we obviously will not keep forever, but they get they got us suckered for like two years and it basically just chronicles Milo's naps. And so ah. we just like we literally check the app and they're like three forty five. And we're like three forty five, sweet. So three forty five, like he's like, I don't want a an nap. And we're like, you're going to. And we <laughs> close the door and he's out. You know, oh, like the wow. app they just know. They're like, based on how much based on how much he slept, the fact that he only did 30 minutes before. It's gonna be about an hour and a half. He's gonna go down for 45 minutes. And like they <laughs> nail it. it. Like Interesting. it's spooky. And, that like, is spooky. and again, it's just people had to wing that before. Yeah. And so it's like again, all of these things are they're all different apps, they're all different companies and different services. And there's gonna be some kind of like it's got your credit card number, it handles all that stuff. It's going to like you're going to get home and it's going to be like, you have signed up for the service for 14 months and have never watched one of these programs. And you're like, I forgot I did that because it's only like <laughs> four bucks. Right. You know, yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's like now do, it's... do you still want this? Like, no, I don't. Please cancel that. Yeah. like Cool. Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix, the UK now. Do you want me to, you know, pretend you're in the UK so you can watch that tonight? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, do that. You know, yeah. like, it starts
0: to learn your behavior. It's going to get one step ahead of us. Account for it. And yeah. one
1: of the big things that I hope these I will not say the names but these, you know, like AI companions that we do have now, like the big jump is now you have to like ask it a question you know, and be like, hey, who wrote that in 1970? And, like, it's not going to then search for it. It's going to have already searched for it because it hears what you're saying. And, like, so whole, the whole time you're talking, it's listening to everything you're saying. And it's, you know, just, like, processing all that information. So when you're, like, so you literally only have to be, like, you know, like, if it was called Shane, i would be, like, Shane, what's the album I'm thinking of? This. Thank you. Thank you. You know, like yeah, yeah. Have to, You know, it's not like I understood the phrase of your words. It's, like, I'm smarter than you are and miles ahead of where your brain is right now.
0: So relating that to games media, yeah, you think your AI assistant is going to be alerting you, hey, Easy Allies is streaming right now. Right, you, you want to head over there. Oh, you, you and, just, and it, yeah. forty-five minutes later, Game Face is going to stream, and you want to head over there. You got to
1: make sure you're pleasing the fans you do have, you know, and then trust them to maybe tell other people because there's going to be systems in place that are just like I am deciding who watches what, <laughs> and there's only yeah, so much you can do. Interesting. You know, I feel I feel bad. I feel bad for really big talented people that have like built their, you know, their. There are these huge, really impressive businesses around YouTube, and it's just like through the dumb fault of technology or algorithms or Google being stupid or something, it's just like, whoom, there goes their bottom line. But see, that's
0: why we, we've never or built our business le- on our YouTube channel. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a scary like, thing it's, to do. It's like whatever we make from our YouTube channel is just gravy. Like sure. that, is nev- that was never the crux of our business model yeah. because I knew. It's like you're beholden yeah. to an algorithm yeah. that you do not have control over. And while developing Sifted, like I worked with algorithms for our curation yeah. as far as like how we deliver the custom feed. And when you work on that stuff and start thinking yeah. about it, you're like, Oh, I don't want to have my financial future beholden to one of these crazy yeah. freaking things. So uh, maybe it was a good lesson for us to learn because we just, you know, our YouTube channel is there and we love the people that are there and who support us there. But if, if the money went away, it would not change nothing for us,
1: right? Nothing because it's that—that's the, the the final thing, the thing that is still run by you know flesh and blood human beings, yeah, you know, that are connected in with you because they connect with you emotionally and yeah. They like they like having you around, Shane. They like they like being your friend. I don't know they about like, that. We need more people of, who like me to be around. You talk about the future. Anything concerning technology, I literally just every time I just hear Arnold being like, "The system went online at 12.01, four pm." You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like, the first missiles were fired, and yeah. it's like, yeah, just we're waiting. <laughs> we're just going to play our PlayStation fives and cross our fingers. That's right. <laughs> the system doesn't go online. <laughs> Hopefully, Schwarzenegger is still around, and then happens.
0: I think he'll make it. It's not that far away. All right, it's time to move on to our last topic of no. this very special episode. We're going to talk Another about apocalypse. E3. <laughs> um, man, has there anything is or, there is there anything in the industry that has changed more since the first time I met you than uh,
1: than E3? Um. Yeah, I'll think about it over the next five <laughs> five to ten minutes or so. But yeah, no, it's not a lot. Yeah. Um. When, when, when there there are some things drastic. I mean, motion controls. Like there 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 are some things that are just gone now. Yeah. But I it made sense. Kind of uh, when you look at the industry, you're just like, yeah, Guitar Hero. You know, like there's there was only so long you were going to keep that party going. How hard? I, I mean, I don't know how hard this is, but it was just like what a fun, exciting thing that everybody freaks out about and helps promote for you. How did you mess this up? How do like, you mess how it do up? You, how do you not lean into your strengths? How do you not communicate? I think one of the biggest things I've, we talked, I've talked so much about E3. We're going to probably talk about it again. Oh, you we know, will. Like <laughs> uh, we're on the podcast this week, there's just always something like to bring up in terms of like how shaky it's going to be this year. And I think one of the biggest things for me that I'm disappointed is just like the ESA just does a terrible job of communicating or making us excited. About anything, I just and this is like you you've no excuses now, guys, you have to step up to the plate and be honest about what you they knew to that do with the though, show.
0: and then last week, like more data gets leaked out, yeah
1: like it's
0: crazy Come on, guys. I mean, it's not that
1: hard. It doesn't seem to me to be that hard. There it's are so not many, that hard. There's so many things about this business. I mean, that look, the like, logistics of I the actual show, the of, the day, sure. of course not. Yeah, my the God.
0: messaging part of it, though, it's not that hard. Right. Protecting the people who come okay. to you, it's not that hard. <laughs> right, right. They're putting the cart before the horse. They're not concentrating on the right things and placing their emphasis on the right
1: things, the things that really matter. Um, I think it'll be fine for a while because there's just so many – so many companies are willing to spend a lot of money on it still like you look at the you know with uh, sony out scared there for a second that maybe nintendo might not be going but uh there's still so many companies that are going to spend a lot of money on it and once you get in there and you're you're in the ding 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 they casino don't care it's anymore. like it's the yeah. same it's E3 you know yeah. it always kind of feels somewhat similar but uh last year was was interesting there were corners where i would just like take a right and be like oh that's the end. There's nothing here. <laughs> there's
0: nothing. I mean, it's there's, gonna be worse this year.
1: There's usually some weird, you know, like peripheral company or yeah.
0: something from South Korea. Or, yeah. yeah, like and all that stuff's gone. Like,
1: like not even Hello Kitties over here. What's going on?
0: It's like when they said we're gonna create like more lounge areas and places for people to relax. I was like, bro, that was half the show last year. Like, yeah. if you walked around and yeah. got, oh, is that what they said the about this year? Path, like there's just empty floor with people just laying around with their like laying on their backpacks. It's like they don't need more lounge areas. We need more stuff that is not lounge areas. Yeah. We need more stuff to play, more stuff to
1: experience there. There just uh, there seems no confidence whatsoever. There seems no like from who from, from, the ESA? from the ESA from the planning. I'm just kind of like, oh, they're doing what? Because like, they're a bunch th- of nothing, dorks. Nothing that they don't said. get it. Like Do you hear it. Well,
0: they're trying. Look, they're trying to get. <laughs> I am 8-Bit. We know I am 8-Bit. We've worked with them for oh, years they're awesome. and years. They're, am- they're amazing. Yeah, that's so they, a
1: fun, fun crew.
0: So they picked the right people to come in. But mm. dressing up the convention center, do you think that that fixes the root of E3's problems?
1: Uh... No, there's no fixing there. That's not, You don't you think know. there's any fixing the root of the problem? Not with dressing. We're, okay. <laughs> it's not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> it'll be cool. Sure. I, know, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I mean, yeah. they did our offices. They made our offices great at GT. Every E3's
1: been cool in some way. Every 3 I mean, I don't need, like,
0: graffiti drawings on the walls to make E3 awesome. Yeah. Like, I need all the publishers there. Yeah. I need all the games there. And I need all the people there. That's it. That's what makes E3. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. But... The games, the people, the, and that's it. Yeah, that's all we need.
1: The stories. Right? Yeah, the, thing, the things that happen when you were done, and the, that feeling that you're just like uh, you hear from so many people. Again, to bring up Jake Baldino, I remember he was like, "Man, this was always the goal for me," you know. And I yeah. remember when he, I, I felt bad when we, the, 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 when we were planning to create game trailers back in 2001, and I remember it was Mike Buddy who brought it. He's like, "We should go to E3," and I'm like, "What?" I had no idea you know what I, mean? yeah. I probably read it a thousand times in electronic gaming monthly it just didn't yeah. you know it was, like, Never it was a lot it, of shows There sure. was a lot going on in tokyo i just i was just like just give me the games i don't really i wasn't that much you know tuned into uh industry um, stuff into industry stuff yeah again i came more like the the media route yeah, where yeah. i was like oh, okay now i can make videos what do i make videos like, oh i like games and yeah, like, oh, yeah look at this industry yeah um and so i just think you know you have to it just seems like such a a weird industry to struggle to make exciting. It's just, yes. it's so, <laughs> it's, growing, it's growing so fast. <laughs> it gives you so much material every year. Uh, there's always something that you need to get your hands on that you actually need to go see. There's so many different ways you can package and sell a game uh, that it just, again, you know, the, them like scratching their heads. And I would respect E, the ESA more if they were like, like you were saying, like they're, they're making lots of significant changes. But like if they struck out in a really bold direction and potentially that didn't, you know, didn't work. But it's just like I just don't see anything going. Uh, they're not trying they're to not do anything. Drastic. They're, they're not, not. Yeah, they're
0: not. They. They I don't think they realize how much
1: trouble they're in right now. I think they do. Their heads are in the sand, or no, not necessarily. Their no. heads are in the sand because they're, they're probably talking about it, but they're just—they're not on high alert, though. They're not talking about it with their community. You know, like they're not—they're not opening up the doors. They're not being honest. Were like you surprised just,
0: to find out that they only let in like two thousand journalists for free every year? Every year, or just last year. I mean, it was last year. I'm assuming no, I mean, it was a no, ballpark would, the same we, for every year.
1: We had to, you know, we had to like break you know windows to get into each yeah it's year. like
0: impossible that was
1: crazy like
0: at first last year like they yeah that was that
1: was kind of a kick in the nuts i got to be honest yeah <laughs> you know, it's like, like really we can not what why did this change oh, like, oh they why? they only let like one person in from sifted who cares like why just let us we have a point we're going to go in and promote this have, thing well it's not even that we have we have to beat we, we've spoken to a company that is renting space there and wants us to be there they have a space in their room that they they have a chair they've opened up for us let us in so we can sit in that chair. Like yep. I don't understand what this it's does absurd. to your. If you think this fills too many people it's in, greed. when we've already it's not spoken about to the, company. the amount of people,
0: it's, it's money. They want the journalists to plan pay the, the money to get in. <laughs> yeah, it's pathetic that they that they would shut out large part portions of the media to make a few hundred dollars. Like, yeah. that's just the sh- kind of short-sighted And we
1: were, talking, yeah, we were talking about, like, are console sales going to really go up and down? Nintendo makes weird decisions. Is it really going to affect their bottom line? It clearly is. Like, yeah. They're clearly in trouble. So it's like the, a lot of these things, these decisions, if I was like, well, it was the biggest E3 ever, so what can I say? And it's like, it was not, It, it you know, had yeah. a lot of issues. You know, Keeley's bailed. Yeah, like, let's, talk about, let's talk about that. Let's talk about
0: Keeley. First of all... Whoa. First of all, I don't think that he's bailed on E3. He will be there. He will be on the show floor. I'll see him around. I'll see him at Packer's party. Keely Cam,
1: who can be the the first media outlet to get (laughs) a photo with Keely. We found him like Bigfoot.
0: That's all a bunch of more. There he is. I honestly don't even think that he really said that, like, I'm not. He basically said, I'm not doing Coliseum.
1: He said, for the first time in 25 years, I will not Not be participating. participating in E3. Right.
0: Which to me means as, like, an official he, capacity as a vendor or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be there. He's he going to walk be the floor. He will not be spending or making money on E3, but he's right. going to go. And, He'll be yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think a lot of people are like, oh, Jeff hates it so much, he's not even going to go. Like, that's not what's happening. He. That'd what do bold. you think happened? And then I'll, t- I'll share what I think happened. With Jeff and E3,
1: gotta know what game this is, but I think I can move on. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that dancing. What consoles is this on? <laughs> Hyper realistic graphics. Look at those physics. You asked a question. Why? Why do you, I think he's not going? Yeah. Why do you think he's? He's not going. I think it's just a deal that he didn't think worked out for him. We've seen him move. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Yeah, there's just some meeting that he went in. and. But see,
0: everybody is taking – and he's he's kind of positioned it this way in that it's not about any deal or money that he was trying to work out with the ESA. mm -hmm. He's trying to say it's this moral quandary that he has inside himself that's keeping him from working with the ESA and E3.
1: That could be there, and a deal could be there at the same time. That could be a of it. I part don't think one it. cancels the other out. Yeah. I just think he, uh, you know, Keeley has taken a risk. I didn't hear this from him. I think this was just kind of commonly known. I think he actually did mention, he did say publicly the first game awards he was he did lose money on. I yep. think at the end of the day, he looked at the numbers, and he was like, okay, we didn't really turn something on this, but I I think this is so important. I want to see this happen. Uh, and I think he just had a, a ball, you know, putting those together. Yeah, yeah. And so I think he's he's in a really comfortable place there. But I think every time he approaches something, it's like, this might not necessarily work out for me or for a lot of people involved uh, the way that I wanted to. I know the the YouTube show that he had for a while that ultimately got canceled. Um, that was also, it was like a TV variant. It that was also yeah. it also was a risk. Didn't do a lot of great numbers, and that was kind of like you know bonus round. Didn't return a lot of big numbers. So like he's done a lot of things before that. Um, weren't going to be huge for him, but was important for his career. I mean, getting trailers image, TV on Spike. For, right, the ratings um, for that show were not great. For the industry to say he's done it, uh, and I, he didn't get any of that. From yeah. many, from, from whatever he was planning and doing this year, he was just like, this doesn't work out for me really the way that I'm expecting it to. And so, again, for Keeley not to think that he was going to get something out <laughs> of spending money in E3, he's like, whoa. Or somebody pitched him a deal, and it just wasn't it wasn't interesting enough for him. Maybe you want a vacation. I don't know. It's uh, That to me is uh, – I've compared it to like a canary in a coal mine. It's not going to affect really E3 on a large scale, but it does mean that conversations happen behind closed doors that we will never experience that are pretty good indicators of why E3 is in the state that it's in. And yeah. I want to know what those were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want, mean – I wanted Tom Cruise into that room. I mean my guess like, is that – you know, record it. They
0: wanted Coliseum to come back and he wanted more money for it, and they it wasn't in their budget. That's my baseline guess, is that I, they probably wanted to give Keeley more money, but my guess is that they just didn't have it in their budget, mm-hmm. and then contractually it didn't work out. Um, the way it was couched afterwards does give me a pause a little bit, because that's clearly what not what Keeley said happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically, when people asked him, like, they didn't give you enough money, he said that it hadn't really gotten to the point where they had talked specific numbers. But you still have a rough idea. You sit down and have a meeting with somebody where you're looking at working on a deal. When you walk out of that meeting, you have a rough idea of how much money they're willing to spend on that deal. Of course. And Especially so, if you're Keely and yeah, you have that much
1: experience. 25 yeah, years. You right. Know.
0: And so my guess is he walked out of that meeting and was like, yeah, they're basically trying to pay me the same thing they did last year. Um, and then I think he looked at that and said, and they're struggling. And so why wouldn't they look at something I'm working on? Because clearly I've been successful with the game awards. More every year. And the stuff I'm doing at Gamescom. I'm sure he looked at it and he was like, well, why wouldn't they look at working with me and giving me more of a budget as a key strategy to them improving the show. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that I could disagree with him. No, of course I mean, honestly, if his Coliseum had more money and was better and bigger, the show probably would be better. Mm. But that is my guess. Again, having 25, 30 years in this industry and having been in a lot of those meetings when I was at GT, um, that is my best guess of what happened. I don't think Jeff hates E3. I don't think Jeff hates the ESA. I absolutely think you'll see him on the show floor if you go to the show. Um, And I think maybe part of it, too, is he's just like, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be nice to go to E three. I mean, it would be nice for me to go to E three one time and not work. Would that be great? I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. Let's treat ourselves. I mean, <laughs> I would like. I would like to just go to Pactor's party one time and really get drunk. <laughs> right. Seriously, though, because you go there and everyone's hammered. Yeah, yeah. And then you're you're like, I have to get up at seven in the morning. Or shoot tonight. Right. Or, shoot, get back or yeah, to yeah the do studio a podcast we're, or we're whatever until like, midnight. Talking right. about so, the stuff we did today. Look, maybe Jeff is just in a position where he's like, I don't need it. And no, no, no. financially I don't need it, emotionally I don't need it, stress-wise I don't need it, yeah. and I would like to have an E3 right I just do whatever the hell I want for once. Yeah. Go for it, bro. I mean, but
1: this is the guy too, that that you know, shamed uh uh Konami like during the award show. Right. So he's not afraid to send a message. So oh, it's just yeah. like I, I wonder oh, this too, was absolutely a message. I wonder if this is across the bow a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Like,
0: I don't right. I don't agree with that personally. If that is what he did, I don't I don't think that that was a smart thing to do.
1: Because it's still the ESA.
0: They it's it's still, not still
1: reason he did it, but it's a you know it's they are still the lobbying
0: faction up. for the video game industry. Like they're not going away. No, like, it's three it, no, can not. go away, and they're still going to exist. Like yeah. that's just all there is to it. So I don't. If that were the case, I don't know that I agree with his tactics, but I can understand his motivation. And I'm like, Hurt if I were heal. him, you know? yeah, if I were him, <laughs> I'd want more money too. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, I've been doing this for you for three years, like. But I think I've proven the concept at this point. Yeah. I've certainly proven it here and elsewhere. There's Ash
1: killing it. <laughs>
0: yep, yep. What there's do you so think about fun. the game awards? We probably should have talked. Oh, to, I we should, probably should have talked about this in the game media section. Oh, I love it. I mean, is it is it has it replaced E3? No,
1: because there's nothing like E3. But it it it, it has. Repl- Some people
0: feel like it has.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is personal for me. I wouldn't necessarily talk about this in like a large business scale, but this is just like how I personally covet E3. Uh, I there's always a moment, it's a, it's a very special moment because I've always lived on the West Side. And so uh, on Thursday evening at 6 p.m. when the doors close to E3, I'll get in my car, I'll get on the 10 freeway and I'll drive back to, you know, used to be the Viacom offices, now it's us, you know, uh, and my head will like be warm, you know, literally be like, Okay, not only was that three full days, you know, downtown checking out all of this stuff, all the conversations I had, um, all the stuff that I didn't get to check out that I only got to check out through hearing what other people got to see or trailers for stuff that wasn't playable, plus all the demos that I did, plus all the conversations I still have yet to have, the stuff that I still kind of don't understand, the the highs, the lows – Plus, all the conference stuff before the show, like even started.
0: All the prep work you have to do before the show even kicks off. And it's
1: just like, wow, that was so much stuff. And so I like, almost you know, pass out. I game, almost just yeah, like fall in asleep. In a good way. In a oh good yeah, because yeah, it's like, like a bachelor party. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, so the Game Awards doesn't you know can never compete with that but then I'll like turn on the news you know just like the radio just like the regular like you know like like 1080 in LA that just does like 24 hour AM news station and like oh, they just talked about the PlayStation 4 you know yeah. like it actually happened we actually broke through like the uh, the outer world, you know, like yeah. actually, hi, world, we're video games, you know. Just beyond that, we're known and few as like things do. the things violent for kids, and E three does you know, like, and the Game Awards like, now. Streaming's does it. weird. There's just like so many different, just classic, like really boring, conventional ways to describe video games to people that aren't interested in the industry, and like. I mentioned before, I was, like, really into musicals. So, like, I pay attention to Tony's every year. Yeah. And, like, I watch a little bit of TV. And I still – I actually didn't watch the Oscars this year. I think I watched, like, the last, like, 30 minutes of it. But, like, I've kind of, like, moved away from those things. But, like, I'm still aware that they exist. Yeah, of course. And there's a lot of TV people that don't know anything about games. A lot of movie people don't know oh, anything yeah. about games. Like, most of A them. lot of media people. Like, a lot of people surrounding, like, technology and stuff like that that are still just, like, wah. And so it's, it's fun to see, you know uh, – um, uh, Pactor and people like you know, or, or we're getting there. We're getting up and it he used to be like an older guy when I was at. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Pactor's age now. I think like yeah. when, when, he like <laughs> when we first met him. <laughs> oh no, we're trying to think about that. That's great. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's yeah, it's it's nice to get that kind of expertise, you know, and um, uh, it's just something I, I just see. Uh, E three is one of the only opportunities every year that we can actually because as exciting as the game awards are, these are these are announcements that are geared specifically towards the core. Like it's also like, like Joker, an event Joker that com- happens
0: for three hours and then it's
1: gone. Yeah, Joker coming to s- E three is, is not, a week long thing, not something that like the yeah. LA Times is going to write about. You yeah. know. but like hey, some cool new VR thing or something. You know, something crazy that happened or like oh, Keanu Reeves stuns the crowd when he comes out. You know, yeah, like, uh, that's something that Wired or the Hollywood Reporter can write about. Uh, and so it's like uh, you know, so you maybe this selfish. E3 but, is essential for mainstream. But if you're like, if you're a teenager right now, if you're just just getting in later, if you play Pokemon Go or something like that, if you just found like your own corner of the world, you're like, dude, I just play Minecraft. Like I don't care about any of these big events. It's Not important to me that these yeah. other people know about it. But like Keeley's one of those people. They're like, it is. It is important because it does. Uh, it's, if we well, I think pull when that people off, see him, yeah. they
0: know that they should at least pay attention for a
1: couple minutes. If we can get like the zeitgeist that dances with the stars gets, you know, like just <laughs> it, it seems silly, you know, but there. No, I mean, that, that's what you should be reaching that, that is reaching a scope yeah. that, that does reap. You, you can reap rewards from that. And yeah. it just, it's weird to me that we can't that we have become so isolated as an industry. That there are so many people that just kind of focus on one specific thing and they ignore everything else, that E3 is kind of that moment, and Gamescom, and TGS, and you know, and the, the, the lovely little packs that we get. Um, but it's just like I, 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 I cherish and I crave those moments where we just, like, we're king for a day. You know, it just yeah. feels so good to have that be our week. And it's not even, it's a to week. To literally That's just the say thing. suck it to every event right. that happens. Like, the
0: Game Awards, you're king for a day. Yeah. With E3, you're king for a week. Yeah. I mean, you have that whole week. It and, feels good. Yeah, and it makes a big difference having those three days instead of just that one night to kind of see everybody.
1: So I could see there, you know, I could see there being, a, you know, a little bit of anger within Keeley, a little bit of that, like, you, you know. Obi Wan yeah. looking down at Anakin yeah, you know, yeah. to be a nerd about it. Look so at what I've done. T- you were the chosen one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had such a shot. So you know, like we were saying, like how hard really can it be to make video games boring? <laughs> to not, you know,
0: the ESA somehow manages to do it, and to I think have part a of it is that like Sony. And I mean, let's all be of Most of the people working at the ESA bailed, like, older. Yeah. They are older. they aren't. They've never really been a part of the gaming industry like we are. Like they're not absorbed in it the way yeah. that we are. They don't get the culture of it. Like they. They rely on tastemakers to tell them, which is why they hired I Am 8-Bit. So there's a dissonance with the ESA. And I think the origins of the show, because it was an industry-only show at first, and I'll be honest. Like the first few E3s were really stodgy. Yeah. Like they weren't really fun. Like there weren't a lot of lights. Like it was like. Oh, and I've
1: been to bad E3s. You know, like, like the, I the went to the airport E3. I like, went to
0: the one in Atlanta. Like before it even started in L.A. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I couldn't remember what city that was. Yeah. And that. I
0: mean, it was like it was boring. Yeah. Like I mean, there's these stodgy kiosks everywhere, and you can play stuff. And but it was nothing like what E3 is now. Yeah. So they have come a long way, but I do think that. In some ways some people at the ESA still have their foot kind of back in that old way of doing things um, hiring IM8 bit is a good start I don't know if they're great consultants on how to run e3 yeah. but they can certainly dress it up and make it look a little better for the age, to make it age group appropriate um, do you think e3 is dead because that seems to be the that's the hashtag now no, e3 see, hashtag e3 well, is
1: dead you mentioned the airport in Atlanta like you know I, I think e3 can rides like a Phoenix it has before it's had it's had some bad runs you know I think it's yeah it, uh, um, Think about
0: two thousand six.
1: You know they're making bad decisions, and one day bad decisions can stop. You can, you know, like can, you can happen and turn things around. But like uh, it's yeah, it's just it's in a surprising state, you know, yep. right now, and uh, is not something that I am. I, I'm not thinking that it's going out the door. I I, I don't love it less, but like I'm. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely it has a trajectory that is <laughs> un- not on a good trajectory. Uns- unsettling and something that I'm frankly like I don't like to think about anymore because it's just like it doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. And I mean, and I that's never dreamed
0: we'd see a day where Sony would not go to two E3s in a row and would not go to E3 the year it's launching a platform. That's not, insane.
1: Yeah, insane. They uh, on a personal level for two reasons. One, it's in LA and I'm born and raised. So yeah, come on, baby, don't take my show. <laughs> and uh, two. Uh, I miss you. I miss you yeah. know all the, everyone up in SF who I only see like five times a year. Yeah. You know, like I, just, I miss everybody, and so it's like it's fun to to get together and and uh, on our turf, you know. Yeah, because normally we have <laughs> to go. It's <laughs> same thing with the Game Awards. You know, yeah, I'm just like yeah, you, you got to come, come down come, here this time, fly down, baby. Yeah. But it's just in a, you know, and people from um, all over the place. People are developing games, you know, in lots of countries and lots of you know that uh, come into the public conversation every year, especially at the end of the year with the Game Awards. And it's just like I—I I never want to lose that. I never want to lose at least two opportunities a year where it's like we should all hang out when this happens. Yeah, Let's yeah. All get together and and do it.
0: Well, we'll be there this yeah. year. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Screw the haters. It is a party. It, it is. might be less
1: of a party, but it's still a party. Yeah,
0: I'll still have fun. All right, it's time for our trailer of the week, and I chose this.
1: Bless you for doing trailer just for of the week. you, bro. Bless you for doing. Trailer well, I mean,
0: this is a well. Why'd
1: you choose this for me? I wonder. Yeah, not I that wonder. not that there were lots of options. Yeah, there, well, this week was slow, wasn't week, for for tra- slow uh, week for games and slow week for trailers. Weren't terrible.
0: Yeah. But although I'm not, I should not be telling you that. I should take your word for yeah. it. But this was the most obvious choice, of course, because we have Brandon Jones here. He's a big comic book fan. And so our trailer of the week this week is for Marvel's Avengers. And I would argue this trailer is like the equivalent of a movie trailer for the game.
1: It's short, but yeah.
0: It's short. It goes through the plot. It basically introduces to me for the first time... Who really the main character is of the game? Which yeah, I think I, I had not really picked up on that until mm-hmm. this trailer.
1: Yeah, I think they uh, I think they had spoke about that uh, spoke about that when they announced the character, and it was fun because she's I didn't actually, realize she's actually getting a lot more prominence just in the world of Marvel, yeah. you know, uh, across the board. So yep. it's neat uh, that there's a lot of synergy there. Makes yep. sense.
0: Um, and so anyway, this trailer is called uh, "Embrace Your Powers." It's for Marvel's Avengers. Well, let's roll it.
2: That is an entrance. I was just some weird kid from Jersey who didn't fit in. The kid is human. We did this, and she needs your help. People believe in the Avengers. We can't just sit around and do nothing. is a thing you
0: are. It's a thing you do. Brandon, I have to say, as time has gone on, I felt better and better about that game.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. a rocky Hopefully debut, we... but I mean, uh... it
0: seems to be shaping up. Yeah, after I, a couple delays.
1: I haven't increased that much, but I think I did start above where everyone else is because I, I think my expectations were just in a different ballpark from what other people everyone was like they look weird and it's like I wasn't expecting them to look good. Yeah, Matt <laughs> like,
0: Matt felt the same way. I thought actually.
1: that yeah, I, I thought that was going to be a really uncomfortable moment. I think they announced them at the wrong time. I think they just, I, I think I think we should have seen what all of those characters looked like before Endgame came out. Okay. Don't don't get through all the MCU and then be like Here's your new friends be like who the hell are we, weirdos you know like cuz just getting used to different styles of those characters is like welcome to the last 70 years of comic books so that's just how all comic books go you just you constantly reinventing these characters different styles different ideas of what they could be um so i'm looking forward to it, I it am being too. different but i drafted uh, it on my fantasy team this year but they uh, um that's just a solid developer they could make a game like this super good and yep. so i think they uh and I think, um, especially after Spider-Man, I think they're, they're going to be like, yes, yes, yes. You know, <laughs> This money can come back to us. Take it.
0: Oh, many times over. Absolutely. I mean, it's Avengers. And there's no movies. You fill in that void. It yeah. could be gigantic. It's, if, as long as it's not terrible. Right. All it has to be is decent. And it will make money.
1: Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's <laughs> all it has to do. Yeah. Uh, so we have a ton of questions here. This is the time to get questions in. If you guys go at Sifted Games, it makes it a lot easier for us to pull your questions out. Um, also, I'm going to thank all the people who subscribe via Twitch Prime. I'm just waiting for... Oh, here they are, actually. Just in time. Uh, Mitch Secor, Tomb Raiders, NotCirc, Mike's Q, um, Serro Hangert, Nexus 6 Batty, Tier 1, Novel... Uh, Hype C- Commander Fett, Hype Sunless Dark, Mr. Six, Srockers, Garzilla, Wampler, uh, Don Lionheart... Rego8582. Slagathor, thank you guys all for... Exactly. Thank you very much for the Twitch Prime and for the bits you guys have been giving us. Uh, We're 60% or 16% towards hype train level two the last two episodes we actually hit the whole way we nice. went the whole way it's crazy we had a couple people who got really behind it and just started throwing money at it and we yeah, hit if, it
1: if we don't get there it's, it's my fault anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it's, it. it's definitely no, not I'll your it. fault man I'll 100% take it this time
0: definitely not um here's one from tomb raiders and i'm going to try to answer mo- most of the questions that are going to you cool because you're not normally on here so i want to make sure people have a chance to uh hear hell from you. yeah uh, Brandon, can we expect a trailer Jones for those last two Final Fantasy VII remake trailers? Nah. Uh, the theme song and opening. <laughs> Personally, I'm completely uh, one over to project right now and have to keep pinching myself that we were getting this remake at that quality. What do you guys think?
1: Talked about it a lot. I think some of the guys are on Media Blackout, too. So it's just kind of <laughs>
0: no. And I think
1: about like the conversation, and it would just be like getting them in a room and be like, cool trailer, huh? And they're like, so cool. Media Blackout's weird for a remake, don't you think? It's not an interesting... Um, uh, yeah, this is a heck of a remake, though. It is, is but uh, still, it's a little weird. Um,
0: it's not like there can be spoilers, really. No, no.
1: Well, just a, a re- just reveal of a something you didn't know looked like that. You know, oh. there's gonna be a lot of doors that open, and you're like, whoa.
0: Yeah, like, see, this, I this room I, looks so different. I, I don't know? get like that. D- people that are, are that touchy like about, about spoilers 7, actually yeah. kind of drive me crazy.
1: <laughs> but I do, you know. It's like you you focus on one project so much for a show, and then it's just kind of like when you when you bring in you know more stuff around. Uh, yeah. I've also just like complete. We're getting you know. Uh, up to our fourth anniversary and i've just like administratively have been focused on a lot yep. of other things so i'm just realizing getting in the end of february it's like i haven't done one of those this month i gotta i gotta focus on something yep. almost did wes anderson's french brigade almost did that trailer jones because that trailer was fun
0: uh here's one from mcwomble sifted has spawn a number of community podcasts and shane has appeared on a number of them has easy allies got any community podcasts and would brandon appear on them
1: uh I don't know uh I know we have um I know we have like we have creative people we have a thing we do every month called the community showcase where we have like people involved and in, uh, you know they'll they'll get us involved in things that they do but um, specifically podcasts no it's just you know, I've appeared on podcasts before, but they were, you know, obviously off doing their own thing. See, it's and different. They were fans of Easy allies, but it's not not the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's a little different for us because we curate content from everywhere, right? So we've had like groups of people on the yeah, site.
1: You, you're involved in your community in a way. With, yeah, uh, they start their has. own
0: podcast and then we curate them and, and introduce them to our audience. Yeah. So yeah, again, if there's sifters out there right now that want to start a podcast, we will promote it. We have a channel cool. for it. It's called Sifted Community. Uh, Mike's cue. This is our VO guy, actually, Mike's Q. Have yep. you checked out any of our countdowns? You notice we called our countdowns sifted countdowns in homage sure.
1: to GT? Do it. We did it. We already did it. We, we did countdowns for a little bit, and then we're just like –
0: But this this is your replacement, Jones. This mm-hmm. is the guy I had to find somebody when I couldn't work with you anymore. And he's mm-hmm. great. Mike, mm-hmm. he's doing really well. Yep. Um, Brandon and Shane, thank you two for all the years of content and your own styles. It's been awesome to see you two back together. Uh, thank you, Jones, for inspiring me to do VO and Shane for giving me the chance. Yeah, man. Huh. Oh, no question. That I, is but, a
1: name. That's a name I definitely recognize yep. way back.
0: Yeah. Uh, Justin Horman. So I caught a bit of terrible news today. Do you find yourself using games to help you take your mind off life during rough times? If so, what are your go-to games? Or do you like do you like something else like exercise or read instead? First of all, I'm sorry, Justin, yeah. to hear that. Um, that sucks. Hopefully it's not.
1: Too serious. Something that games can can help with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because
0: it's... honestly, if things are really bad, games don't do jack. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, like when my dad and my sister were killed in a car accident, right. I couldn't play games for a long time. I imagine. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't ride drive cars in games. Yep. Like it was like I played God of War and it like tore me up because it was the whole Kratos and his son dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it made it worse for me playing games. Yeah. So but I think maybe at a certain level, it could work. But once you get into, like, real grief, sure. I think that's kind of where the, the line is drawn.
1: I think, yeah, but inevitably, you are going to come back. Yeah, and so, here I am. <laughs> and so, of course. But, like, uh. Uh, it, it is interesting kind of what those things are, you know, that do draw you back. And and I actually find that they're not, you know, kind of big AAA things because for me being in this industry, there's, like, a bit of pressure around those things. which is just like, oh, this is something I should have an opinion about. This is something that I should – you know, uh, that is relevant to my interests uh, where it, it, it's nice to kind of fall back on something like, again, Fortnite Save the World or, you know, something just uh, plants versus zombies. Something dumb that's like I am wasting my time playing this game. This yeah. is not – it's never going to come up on That's a what I started
0: doing, though. This I started is... playing, like, Time Wasters. That was yeah. kind of the the shoehorn that got mm-hmm. me back into it because I was – I'll be honest with you. there were There was some time where I was like, am I going to like this again? Yeah. Like, this thing that I've loved my entire life, is it—is the love for it gone because mm-hmm. this horrible thing has happened? And then, like, I think maybe, like, a mobile game was the first one that I played,
1: well, I which mobile. is weird. I, I don't. I hate game. mobile gaming. I love mobile so much.
0: But I think I was, like, bored, and I had my yeah. phone, and I just started fiddling around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I'm, maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Yeah. And then work called. That's why <laughs> And then you don't have a choice. It's Reddit. like, if I don't play games, yeah. my business fails. So right. – necessity ended up really getting me back into it and kind Mm -hmm. of forcing... And maybe it was good to force me to get back on the horse, kind of, after what had happened. So um, I still feel weird. I'll admit, I still feel weird playing some driving games where, like, there's really over-the-top accidents. Mm -hmm. Um, It still makes me feel uneasy. Like, I can't watch um, car accidents on, like, YouTube or, Mm -hmm. like, stuff like that. Like, it still... It hits me hard. Um, But I've managed to go back and play most games at this point. So... Uh, to answer his question, I don't know. Like mobile gaming, mobile games for me because they're so innocuous and so kind of innocent. Like mm-hmm. I just I was able to start fiddling around with one a little bit and I was like, "Hey, maybe I'm starting to come around a little bit. A little strategy yeah. here and there, you know, a little yeah. Some
1: surprising stories actually." So, I'm
0: sorry to hear that something bad happened, Justin. Um but man, the only thing I can say really about grief is it just takes time. And everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Like you know, everyone in my family after that happened, there are some people who are still destroyed by it, you know, yeah. and can't move on, Yeah. you know. And it was hard for me for a while. But, you know, after like six or eight months, I started thinking about what my dad and my sister would want me to do. Mm. And they're like, they would want me to move on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you, I don't want your business to fail. Like, get to your business and start making it happen. So sure. that was kind of the, the way I made it okay inside myself to get back to it. But it's different for everybody. So... Good luck, man. I, it's like they say, tough times don't last; tough people do. That's nice. It's such a cliche, but it's so freaking true. Yeah, and that rhymed. Uh, here's a good one, Kevin Rafa. <laughs> Which show would you bring back from GT if you had the time and budget? Oh, retrospectives. Retrospectives. We did them
1: for a while, and we didn't officially cancel them because, like, we all got There's one. So much work. We man. all have one that we want to do. Bloodworth especially has one that he's been working on. That I'm like, that would be really great. Yeah. Um, but you also don't want to redo Uh, them because we did so many great ones
0: at gt it's like do you want to go through that whole it's kind of silly Damiani does Damiani would
1: do another zelda retro i'm sure he would but yeah they're just too uh too too much work there are too much uh too many things you have to push aside to do them yep um they're all encompassing all overwhelming there are days for about 30 seconds where i will just think like i'm just gonna leave the whole thing And just start a retrospective (laughs) channel on Patreon. Even if I just make, like, six grand, like, that'll be... (laughs) Seriously, that's enough
0: for a month to, like... But what
1: what, what would I have? Like, a YouTube channel that posts, like, three videos a year? If you're making a
0: living and you're enjoying it, who gives a shit? You never know. Let's be honest.
1: Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs)
0: That's really all that
1: matters. (laughs) Uh, For me, it would be bonus
0: round. I would love to bring bonus round back. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it gets... So many
1: cool people i met. I mean, thank you, you know, all the work that you did on that. And obviously... Uh, Keely and everybody Andrea Renee yeah. did a lot of work on that we were at Defy Media she really like took the reins of that and I just like so many people I got to say hi to and meet yeah. you know, and have fun, fun conversations with because just getting
0: show. like three or four figureheads together yeah. to talk about games for a few hours every month that's that, it's still not being done
1: yeah um, it kind of reminds me of Giant Bomb in that like like when they get, uh, um, you know, Phil on every E3, like he just lets loose. He does. <laughs> he yeah. really gets honest in yeah. a way. You really need to get people comfortable. And and like you like the, the press tours and PR events and stuff like that. It's so hard to just like shake somebody out of their script. Yep. Uh, that it's really fun when you get just completely relaxed or just get the right group of people. I remember when we started bonus round, like the whole idea was that like, yeah, we gotta get these people to argue. I remember like Pactor's first show too, he was like the pack attack where he's like "So like, get ready for the attack. Yeah, like, yeah. This isn't Pactor. Well, he's all. told
0: the story about the first Pactor Factor episode right. where they forced him to read off a script and he said, Screw you. Yeah. If I read off a script I'm not doing this. Yeah. And they're like, Okay, you can say whatever you want. Yep. <laughs>
1: he's in his element.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, so it would be bonus round for me. I just, I think the industry needs that show.
1: Needs, but will like we, never crave. It yeah. just never really blew up, but it was so cool. Yeah, like the, I mean, were, it would
0: do 60, 80 grand a, yeah. a week. That's not bad. It's not bad. It Again. just doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. rationalize the cost, because you're paying to fly people That was people one of the in. few things
1: we, like, spent money on. Yeah, you know, that, that was, yeah, that, the, that sucker just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, that was uh, – I think that was a, a thanks to Keeley mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because that was kind of his one of his baby projects back then. Yeah. And because he was doing such so That's much stuff. That's when I met him. That's the first time I yeah, met Jack
1: Keeley was the first bonus round meeting.
0: Because he and I would work together editorially between the site and the TV show. Mm-hmm. And so we would put together these package plans where you give us a trailer, it debuts on the show, then it immediately goes up on the site, and then our site will do this series of videos over that week or whatever. And so – he and I always worked closely on the show, and I think you know we wanted to. We didn't want to kill bonus round because we knew Keeley liked to do it, and we knew it was good for the site, even though the numbers weren't there. And he did so much other stuff for GT that we're just like, man, if it costs us X amount of dollars to do bonus round every year uh, to make Keeley happy, it's totally, right. it's totally fine. So yeah. that's that's why we did it. That's and what, I think it was a great show. That's I love it. The
1: ESA doesn't understand. You got to keep Keeley happy. There you go. <laughs> It's not that hard. Uh,
0: um, let's see, Emperor Dread. Since Brandon is right there to ask, oh no, I don't know if I want to start getting into these. Uh, will you appear as a contestant on Mysterious
1: Monsters, dude? I that show's terrifying. Do you know what I got wrong on that show, man? Five ninety nine for the PS three. I forgot. Really? I, heard, I thought it was four ninety nine for some reason. Really? I just, I got laughed out of the room, man. I <laughs> do, you don't, you don't, because it's to, a meme. It's terrifying. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to be on Mysterious Monsters. <laughs> i'm done i did two episodes i think i'm i think i'm no we we definitely need to bring us more people uh i don't um i mean ian's the producer of that show so that's like it's definitely an ian question yeah but um we that is a show that needs people Needs people on for sure
0: um if here's from slagathor if e3 goes away entirely what do you see happening to the vacuum that it creates or has the bottom fallen out of that sort of event
1: uh, I think there are enough things that it, you know. The, it's the, not going away. It's not going I away. I think that's what we should that's say. One it's thing, not but, going away. You know, in the worst case scenario, you know, life finds a way. You know, I mean, we'll all just focus on something else. Gamescom is huge. If any, mean, of the,
0: any of the people watching this show had gone to E3 in 2006 and yeah. saw what we went to, they would not be saying right now that E3 was going to die.
1: We also just need that pre-summer, you know whiz bang something yeah you know we just we just need to i think it's important for e- even if it completely went away and the la convention center didn't have an event at that time there would you would you know end of may beginning of july which or beginning of june would still be fun yeah, <laughs> There would yeah, still be like absolutely. a lot of announcements yep so it would still feel like this is the time to do these things
0: uh here's one from frederick 360 currently sony and microsoft are playing chicken with console price we were talking about that earlier But what is Sony going to do if Microsoft saves the price announcement for Gamescom? Or is that even feasible? Yeah, we were talking about this. It's like, who's going to go first? Why would you ever go first, announcing your price
1: and your date? I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Microsoft is maybe the one that can't wait forever, and I think Sony's just like. Why can Microsoft not wait forever? Um, because just Sony's in a more comfortable place. I think, oh, you to, mean you know.
0: as far as like position in the market? Yeah, just
1: be, and, returning and just, customers. And, you know, the uh, uh, Microsoft's really been doing a great job in making their specific fan base, you know, happy. Again, like uh, somebody made a meme the other day about like everybody mad at you know Nintendo. They haven't done a direct, and everybody mad at. Or they want to switch Pro and everybody mad at Sony because they haven't announced stuff yet. And, like, Microsoft fans are they're doing all right. They can game pass. They're pretty good. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, they've been getting good. They've been treated pretty well.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of information around Microsoft. Um,
1: I, just think, uh, uh, I just think Sony can maybe potentially do some super risky, really weird things because they're just starting. They're ending this last gen so strong. Yeah. Um, but, again, oof. We'll see. So scary to make those bets.
0: It's not going away, though. Trust me. If you went to E3 2006, you'd be like, oh, my God, this E3 is a jamboree. Right. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, What else? Majora Tom, if nothing changes, what do you think the over-under is on how much longer E3 lasts? Do you think another show could overtake E3 in the West like Gamescom overtook Leipzig? No, Leipzig was Gamescom. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same show.
1: Um, Again, I I think E3 could take many wacky forms and still be called E3. I think you could still do an event, even that doesn't have a place. Over under is five years. People. To answer his question, sure.
0: Yeah, mm. I mean, I think it's going to last at least five years. That's where it starts mm. to get fuzzy yeah. if they let it fly off the rails.
1: Sure. I mean, this gen was nine years, ten years, seven, seven. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, about a gen. Yep, <laughs> that's about right. That's always the next question of when we, when that when that cycle comes around. And seven years is also like the same. It's when remakes happen again, and it's when it's when you can like. It's when everybody, like, gets out of school and graduates and goes to college and starts focusing on other stuff. And then you get a whole new batch of, you know, people to come in and buy your stuff.
0: Majora Tom, thank you for subscribing with Twitch Prime. 24 months. Thank you, man. Uh, JREEDVIX7, although I'm excited for the new consoles, definitely less excited overall because of certain things about how games have changed. What from the prior generations do you guys miss most? Midnight launches and water cooler talks around music. Games for me. Hmm.
1: So basically, what do you miss most about the old days? Oh, you know it's a dumb thing that I miss. I miss like the Warriors on PS2 and like Godfather on 360 and like the like thing, licensed movie and, like, games. Like the thing on Xbox. Really? Yeah, I miss them. These spending a lot of money. On, like, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> wow. miss them, man. They're so stupid, but I miss them because they're gone. Like you just we don't, you don't get those things. You got to play Dreams. Let's get this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Reed, Vic, thanks for 13 months of Twitch Prime. That's awesome. Oh, a reminder to everybody. Um, You can access Pactor Factor a week early now if you subscribe via Twitch Prime. It's it's at twitch.tv slash siftedgames. Click on the videos tab. And if you subscribe, you get them early, just like you're a patron or a subscriber at sifted.net. I viz, not a question, but just wanted to say how great it is to see both you guys uh, being huge GT and Invisible Walls fans back in the day. Could have spent days on GT. I still remember I stayed up till 3 a.m. for live episode 200, but never claimed a t shirt. <laughs> but I may have one. I may have your shirt, actually. By Ooh. the way, do you know what happens with Epic Battle Cry, guys? It was my favorite show of all time. They um, they're still around. In mm-hmm. fact, oh,
1: yeah. I follow all the guys. Brent, but, yeah, yeah,
0: Brent is is going to do something with us. Believe it or not. is that. It's is set that, in stone. Is but that part of next week? Is that, no, no, is that no. No, no, it's not, it's, no, it's not a part of 200. I, thank, I'm glad you brought that up, though. It's not, he's not a part of that. But people reached out to us and kind of said the same thing on Twitter. It's like, hey, like, what are those guys doing? Yeah. And connected us. And I was like, I'll have him on anytime. I love yeah. those guys. And he's like, well, I'm willing to do it. And so that's where it's sitting Very right cool. now. Very so cool. we're going to have him on. Neat. Getting DK back on, I don't think, is a possibility, though. I don't think Epic's going to let him
1: go on some podcast. Sure. Um, I mean, he just seems seems cozy. In, yeah. In, in, in terms of where he is right now, yeah, he's just still doing that, hosting like nobody hosts before. <laughs> yeah. he's he like the in house
0: host of like Epic and Epic. Yeah, like. he goes yeah. and he does run. Yeah,
1: yeah, does all that stuff.
0: Anyway, thanks, iViz, for the kind words, man. Yeah. Um, Veritas, thank you for Twitch Prime, Sneaky schnalled, Snake, my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite sister, saved her name. Anyway. Um, He says, a game stopped me from killing myself. Sure. Wow.
1: Yeah. Because, again, I mean, if you – I mean, people, you know, marry each other. if They meet during MMOs. You know, like a game can – and, again, again, a game connects you to other human beings and and the work other human beings have done. And, like, you never know when – when you, when you find those things, Ian's really fascinating to follow as a fan because it takes a lot to please that guy. And yeah. it's so great. There's so many times in the podcast we'll all just like four of us will be at a desk and be excited by something. Like, what are you, Ian? And he's like, no, nah, I don't care. You know, it's like <laughs> he just doesn't. He's just like, it just takes a lot for me to really be interested. There's just so much. I'm still watching movies. I, I make music. You know, there's yeah. so, many, so many interests and so many talents that his brain's just across the board when it comes to like consuming stuff. Um, and so when you when you get him, when you actually do when it lands Outer Wilds was like his big. When he thought Control was going to be his big game. He was really looking forward to that. And then just out of nowhere, like in the last couple months, he was like, "Oh, hands down, Outer Wilds is my game of the year." What? So it was really. You know, it's one thing to understand the merits of that game; it's another thing to like specifically have him tell you what it means emotionally. And you know, like you were saying, with you know the adverse effect of. Uh, you know, you being resistant to racing games following this like tragic events, like fascinating for me to have this little baby boy and then play Death Stranding. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let's well, throw a, him, well let's here's throw the next him question, in the incinerator, like, ah! <laughs> well, from one supermaster gamer, what will be the first game you introduce to your son? Hmm, probably like a Lego game or something like that. Pokemon, you know, probably. Oh boy. <laughs> Depends on what the newest thing is. Well, you can school them on it now. The thing that's cool about Pokemon is I do have two godsons, and it's been fascinating, you know, for their entire lives since I've known them, like, what they've... You know what they're still into, and Pokemon just completely has stood the test of time yeah. over like you know five, six I years still play of it. one of their lives.
0: I played but the first really, one. Yeah, I, mean, I still yeah, play for it.
1: For us, I think we can. I think once you get into your twenties, thirties, forties, you consume just generally a lot more. Mm-hmm. But it's just like they their attention span really just kind of this and then this and then this. It's just always always in the passenger seat. <laughs> Pokemon just cruising along. Um. The J Now that video
0: quality in games and video is so good, isn't it time for FMV games to return and finally do it right? I mean, they have. I mean, her They're, story was like a, sure. like and, a and contender for Game of the Year and telling, telling lies, lies last yeah. year, and uh, they have kind of revived. Yeah,
1: somebody did like a Seventh Guest. Yeah, played it. I can't remember like a Seventh Guest uh, remake type thing. Um, and we are still, you know, you have the um, Hello Man of Medan. What this called the Dark Something Chronicles or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like that's very photorealistic, yeah. and that definitely yeah. those actors come across in that so we are kind of seeing the next uh, I the mean next stuff phase, like Until Dawn I mean it's kind it's the same the same yeah, developer yeah. I mean they're
0: all basically FMV yeah. driven games they're just some of them are real time yeah uh, we'll answer a couple more if we have them uh, game too, trailers Dastro. for life that's if the games alright I think that's it very cool Brandon Shay dude, dude.
2: Love I, you, feel that I appreciate I really everybody. Love you.
1: I really appreciate everybody that was just like, "Are we going to certainly going to talk about game trailers like this entire time?" But it just was so most the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. You know, like that yeah. was so crazy and was so. Um, just think about how so meteoric. many people were involved. Yeah, you know, so many people came and went. We were talking about the you know our three wacko actor friends. Yeah, just like to see what they're doing now. Um, and I just uh, that it's um it's tough not to just like go on and on and on and on. It is, yeah. We, we did that, that last time though. Oh yeah. And so
0: I wanted to try to steer it clear of that right. this time. Yeah. Um but I will say this, like people don't get tired of hearing us talk about it. Like it's bizarre. Like it was just mm, kind of cool, one of those enough. magic moments in time where everything just aligned and it's insane what we did at game trailers. It really it's is. Insane.
1: It's insane. That's business is insane. Just meteoric. It's super weird.
0: It just exploded. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong, but it was
1: the right time to do, yeah, the yeah. right thing. Right so thing at the right time funny. with the right people. That's why it's so hard, you know, to look at all sorts of different opportunities in media. and Just like games are just so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah. why it's would so fascinating else? to cover them and to make, you know, to meet people through them to make content around it because, you know, what we what we do one year is not going to be the next year. Yeah. So it's like all these predictions are all going to be wrong. I can't wait to go back and watch <laughs> this episode a year from now and be like, what? <laughs> what about Microsoft? Like, uh. it's fun. Well, I guess. Uh, this has been a pleasure, Brandon yeah. Jones. Thank yeah, you definitely. very,
0: very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Um, it is a landmark episode. You guys may not know this. This is the last time that Game Face is going to look like this. This is it. These are the last waning seconds of Game Face <laughs> in its current incarnation. Uh, next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Cool. It's, it's gonna It's going to be all different. Um, the website is going to be relaunched. It's fun. We're going to have a couple new shows for you guys to check out all in six days. We have been killing ourselves behind the scenes. We're really, really excited about it. Um, so be back here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, for those of you guys listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you could help us out at patreon.com sifted. If you don't have any cash or you're just a tight wad. Uh, you can give us $2.50 for free. The tightwad tier. <laughs> yeah, the tightwad <laughs> tier, <laughs> which is Twitch Prime. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, the, the directions for Twitch Prime are down below.
1: Can I, where can I buy the tightwad shirt? From <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the is next that one. Cool. That's our new design. Nice. Yep. Um, and like I, I said earlier that. in the it's show, a, a uh, if, you're <laughs> if you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, you get Pactor Factor a week early now on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Games. So once again, you can find Brandon... On Twitter at Trailer Jones. You can find me at Dinfire. That's D-I-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks to everybody who checked us out on the live stream. Thanks for all the Amazon Prime, all the bits. Thanks to the man Brandon Jones. Congratulations. Good luck with Easy the Allies Thanks, going sir. forward. We'll be back here next week. Game faces up and out.